Python. Yeah. <laughs> we just went live. Yeah. So that, that's how we started with a, with a request not to go live yet. Uh, PKA <laughs> episode 328 with our guest Harley. Kyle? Several sponsors tonight, of course. Smart Mouth returning again, as well as, well as uh, Squarespace, Blue Apron, Lift, and Texture. We'll talk about those more as we get on into the show. We've got our special guest Harley coming back. Always love having you on. And just before the show started, I was like, what do we want to talk about first? And I was like, politics is a little slow right now. I've got this one story of the man being eaten by the python. You literally, the- your whole idea of like, all right, what should we start with? And usually we at least get a couple ideas in before someone goes, eh, okay, that's good. We can go with that. Kyle got halfway through suggesting seeing a guy eaten and cut out of a python. And I was like, that's it. That's yes. what we're saying. Oh, we were and all on the same lucky team. If, we, if Those, we're not talking about this in two hours. <laughs> and that was literally one minute, one minute right before the link came through. Like literally one minute before you went live. And so I got the link. I click it open. I'm like, oh, here we go. I skipped right to the middle. Man being being eaten by a snake. Always lead with uh, uh, an animal eating a person. Right? Yes, animals hurting. That's always what you lead with every time. It's always good because, well, it depends. If it's just some little girl and she gets snipped by something, it's like, oh, that's not funny. She, it's still funny, but it's not uproariously funny because she didn't really deserve it. But when it's someone like poking at a reptile or really oh. any animal, I like seeing them. An antagonizer. Hurt. That guy who's like, like messing a, with the, yeah. the bear and it grabs his blue jean jacket and <laughs> sucks him in through the cage and he almost loses his life. Something yeah, like just- one in eight or one in nine Vietnamese adult males have lost a limb from fucking <laughs> with, uh, from, with the alligators. That's You've seen all those internet. videos. Pre-internet, uh, when animals attack was really awesome. That was like oh, really was. awesome <laughs> pre-internet content. I tried to like, I, I, you know, I've got that nostalgia in me of when animals attack. And maybe our like, I don't know, 15 to 20 year old viewers don't <clears throat> know about this. But it used to be a thing on TV. It was like, oh, when animals attack is coming on. And they had this montage of clips <laughs> they collected. There was no YouTube or the Internet. Such a good now show. we have YouTube and the Internet. So like maybe a month ago I went online. I was like, let's see if, you know, what a modern day when animals attack I got a minute in, and the gore was so heavy. I was like, ah, I don't see this. <laughs> uh, this is yeah. animals attack. This is when animals fucking win. I saw yeah. that guy yeah. lose to a, to a deer, got- though. And I was like, man, like, I, I still think I can take a deer. Everyone no, says, what do you don't understand? It's a wild animal. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm a meat eater. It's a vegan. If you can't kick a vegan's ass, something's wrong with you. Have you ever hit, like, a, a butchered Elephants. animal? Have you ever had like a butchered goat or a get out of here with your logic? Cow and, like, <laughs> I thought someone was gonna say Nick Diaz, which is you know, well, was another I'm, problem. I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm curious because like I kind of like I kind of side with Woody, but I see where Kyle's going. Mm-hmm. Like I I've never like felt or like struck a cow in the neck, <laughs> but I'm curious if like Woody's going up against a deer, is this deer's neck? so strong that he can't he can't damage it if he got it's a clean like, neck it's like punch? a linebacker's thigh. It is so hard and muscular. I've hit like I, I, what I was asking is like, have you ever hit a butchered animal? Because I've hit like, you know, like like Rocky Balboa style. Like I've hit sides of beef. I've hit I've hit butchered goats. I've hit butchered pigs. Like over over the years, I've had access to these things because we were burning them or blowing them up or whatever. And it's like shit. I'm gonna punch that dead pig before we burn it, right? As you and, do. And you, yeah. fu- I, I'm like, oh, oh god, oh god, you'd never do that. I was like, maybe an elbow, and I like fucking drop an elbow on the pig. And it's like, ah, ah, my elbow. It's like he's he's dead and he's kicking my. The ass. trick is not to hit the frozen <laughs> ones. Hit them when they're he unfrozen. Was, he was. <laughs> no, I think he was like, like. I just made an assumption to, for to fun. To the point that you made, it's it's like hitting a linebacker's thigh. Yeah. If that is the case, you got to think like the linebacker's thigh, where the thighs meet, is the weak point. 
So maybe there is a weak point to the deer. Is where the thighs meet the penis? Do the thighs meet at the testicles? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Guys, <laughs> just try to kick the deer in the ball. Okay. <laughs> Does like, a you, deer have an Adam's apple? I, I, I think guess. that, like, you in underestimate. Videos, they, like, get on their hind legs and, like, clap, 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 clap. Like, start yeah, that's the that looks head. like a dangerous attack. And those hooves, is, like, hard as a stone. They're just tink, tink, tink. Is this a doe or is this a buck that would uh, It's a buck. He wants to fuck you. Like, like every scenario I've ever seen, it's where some dumb hunter put the, the, the doe urine on himself and the deer thinks that he's like a doe and he in, in heat and he's like all fired up and he's like either angry that he's not a doe he's like half horny half rage mode he it, it's the worst thing you could I was ever- going to say like if the if the situation is can Woody beat up a doe I think like he's you're going to take some licks when it does that thing but if you if you can catch a few and slow it down I think you might be able to at least wound it a buck you're fucked you're just you're done you wound it you're going to strike it no, yeah, you're, yeah, have to, he's, you're he's trying to box it. He's trying to box it. No, no all no. you have to like Kick what you have to do it. is get it on the Grab ground it, and then takes. break <laughs> one of its little legs. Like breaking its little thin legs is the only way you're going to win. That's that, that. I don't know. That seems difficult to me. I'm telling as, you, as, I, as a person who knows nothing uh, <laughs> realistically about the anatomy of these animals, I just don't imagine you can grab their their hat, like their paws, their hooves, and and like. Break it. Like, you know, the way early man did. That's how our ancestors hunted. <laughs> they faced off with the deer in the wild and, and went to the leg and snapped it quickly with our incredibly powerful hands. Is that what you think you can get in there and grab them and, like, go sideways? <laughs> like, like open it up how it's not meant to be opened? But at least I'm we have hands. Bow and arrow I'm, I'm thinking neck punch, fist down throat, eye pokes, weaknesses. These like, are claws, and we are alpha predators. And no. and you're not giving us the credit we deserve. Need something with hooves that's a badass. Oh, Every- oh man, a, a moose, a <laughs> moose would fuck you up. A miniature goat, a mini goat. He's a not mini a goat. I like my odds against a mini goat. Absolutely, you could punt a mini goat mm-hmm. and like rupture its liver or something like that. But you deal with a cow, and this doesn't. I'm not talking about like running of the bulls. We're in Pamplona or something. Like no, no, no. This is just a cow you'd see on the side of the road <laughs> in South Carolina. If that thing, like like a three hundred pound little calf, like like a like a seven month old thing, oh, that thing will whip your ass. You well, try that to, thing will whip your ass and, because and it's so way, low with its center of gravity. Hide it, like be silly. And if you ever face, like I punched a big cow in the head uh, to try to make it move. It was like being stubborn, and we're all we're in close quarters, and they can't get to me. And I'm just like, fuck you, and I popped it in the head. It was the worst. I see. I, it was I, like I, I feel like I. Wall. It, 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 yeah. The cat didn't even feel it. it. It just hurt me really bad. Okay. Have you ever been attacked by a cat, just like a regular little house cat, where it Dangerous. decides for some Dangerous. reason that like I'm fucking this guy up, and it runs up your leg, and it gives you some pitter pattering, and you know, with every little pop, 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 pop of those little cat paws, it's like the only reason I'm not getting fucked up and maybe losing an eye from this little bitch right now is because it got taken to a vet and declawed. 18 That's second what the animal video. world is. 18 we second video. We have to watch human versus cow. Animal. I don't want to change topics. I want to talk about this cow thing. Yeah, I have an let's 18- do cow. We gotta get to the man being eaten, but I'm glad you linked this because I've seen this shit go down in real life and this is what fucking happens when you mess with a cow. Alright, you okay, guys ready? Let's watch this one together. Yeah. 17 ready, seconds. set, play. <laughs> Oh, oh, you don't touch the baby calf. All I'm seeing is an animal with no real offense. The only thing, you can't fall down. Yes. <laughs> you can't fall down. Not, not even against the mini goat. Even against the mini goat, you can't fall down. Really? I feel like I could grab it by a little mini horn and 
Yeah, but like can Bam you do Bam. that? Can you do that if you fall down? If it trips you up, if you try and grab it and it's really quick and it okay. scurries between your legs and you fall over, like you know, you, that's where you don't want to be. You don't want to be there. I'll and, agree. I just and a lot like... of what helps, like fighting a person, Woody, like what you do have experience with, is that you know you're fighting a rational mind. You know when you punch with your right arm, you have a, a thousand percent certitude that that person is going to back away from that punch and how every other person does, and then probably respond with their, their own punch. You know mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. when you're coming after a deer. Just a fucking deer. We're not talking about a cow. Just a deer. Maybe you get real close and it stutters off. And it's, oh, it's, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous at this big bipedal ape walking towards me. Then maybe it makes no visual cues because it's a fucking deer. And you walk a little closer to it and then it decides to go bananas and jump at you and start clawing and start poking. And it catches you in the mouth maybe. Catches you in the, the eye. Like you're... I'm really coming around to Kyle's I, side. I, I really feel like the up, wild right? animal respect mythos has gone too far, in my no, opinion. No. I really the feel like people are saying, the, look, Woody, a rabbit would fuck you up. You don't understand. It's a, a wild big, animal. A they have claws. Yeah. They have this big and that. Rabbit. Dude, I could grab a lop-eared rabbit by the ears and hold it even when it's alive. They got that loose skin on the back of their shoulders. Yeah, but now I, you're what, moving yeah, the goalpost. I, 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 I have moved the goalpost, but I, I feel like people no, have. Funny. He's like, they, stomp out, they, bro. They've just gone too Please, far with the respect. Where, where now all of a sudden, like these like grass-eating, grazing animals can't be taken out by the biggest predator the planet's seen. No, I, I would say it's, the, the question is, isn't under the circumstances of the standard behavior. Like if you're fighting a rabbit, this rabbit wants you dead. Mm -hmm. That's that's. I've done and that. I think, you, I think you would kill the rabbit in a millisecond. Even the strongest rabbit in the world is gonna. It'll take you under ten minutes to have it completely killed. I think. <laughs> I, I like. Um, yeah, I assuming say, I can catch it. An important thing to remember is like I I I believe like ninety percent of the animals out there, we're better off like winning that battle by like screaming and and like dancing and moving scary. Mm. Like if yeah. you do that, you could beat a grizzly bear. But if you walk up to the grizzly bear and punch it in the face, that's when it's going to be like, wait, you that have no power. All. Yeah. <laughs> I no. thought you were some sort of w magician or warlock. I thought <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> Send me into another plane of existence. But that's <laughs> I've gone up against a regular bear, and it's on YouTube. Uh, it was a brown bear, and we were hiking in Yosemite, and this guy, uh, the fuck was his name? It was Dan's friend. Yeah. Anyway, he was um, he was filming the whole thing, and it wasn't like it was me mano a mano against a bear, but there were like five people or so saying, "Go bear, scat bear, run bear, bad bear, don't steal that picnic basket," and uh, yeah, and and the bear like I think it actually maybe did steal some potato chips or something, but it like got a grip or something, and then it scurried off, uh, scared. They were, it was like a giant raccoon. Yeah, that's like. When you describe human beings as predators, it's not really fair. Like, we're only predators and on top because we conquered the whole planet and we took all of the environment, you know, nature, and made it our thing. Now there are Whole Foods in nature. Now there are, are Walmarts and restaurants and concrete. And, like, but so wait, we dominate there's... a world that's not... Wait, wait, wait. We dominate a world that's, like, totally artificial, you know? Like, when we were on the plains of the Serengeti or wherever we fucking were, like, we were not beating shit up we were running dozens of miles to catch deer because we couldn't beat them in fights that's what we were doing we were running down with spears and hopefully big cats don't see us so like it was only when we got engines and 
atlatls and shit that we started turning it around. Animals we were a, that a, a losing franchise. For all right, all right, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give someone else a chance. Animals that get eaten have eyes on their sides, right? Animals that eat people have eyes in front. We're looking for shit. Those other people are looking not to get, you know, to get eaten. Now, we have claws on our hands, right? These aren't hooves. These aren't like vegan instruments here. These How are, effective would you say they are? What's what's the la- what's the most impressive thing you've ever done with your claws? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I can do lots of awesome shit. I can unlock doors. You're literally to c- cleaning yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because a grizzly bear, it can use its claws to tear it. the door off a car. I can wipe my butt, a feat that most of nature yeah. would be really impressed oh, with. with your nails? Does it get all under them? <laughs> oh, that's the best part, though, cleaning it out later. Uh, you know, I've like never done that. Wait, Woody, has there ever been a jar that your apex predator claws couldn't open? <laughs> Probably, although I can't think of it right now. Um, just, like, imagine no, going we, up we are we are we are predators. We are hunters. Yeah. I mean, we just we just made up for the whole claw thing by making tools. Like when a horse yeah. sees us, they say, "Oh shit!" Like that thing's built like one of those animal eaters. You know, it's got claws. It's got eyes on the front, and you know, th- like that's how we that's how we are. Maybe they're just like, "Oh my god." Every old horse I know talks about their uncle who died when it got ridden off into a, a horrible, loud area and they never come back. I don't know. I, like, I, 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 I feel like every animal is scared of humans. And from what I heard, we're really smelly. Mm-hmm. Like every oh, animal smells us coming from a very far distance away. And apparently we're like, you know, not no animals care to associate with, with us. You know, this is this goes this goes back like you don't you don't want this big stinky weird like slimy ape, you know this like bag of flesh you know walking well, around. fell out. There's got to be something wrong. So with would it. that make dogs like <laughs> you the know Uncle humans Tom's have been loud like, since the beginning? You know that would dogs be like yeah. the Uncle Toms, like the house servants of the animal totally. kingdom? The do- they absolutely <laughs> are. Yes, the, the and dogs they're having the best life out of any animal because of that. Yeah. Like, I think oh. if you, if you think about humans, like our bodies and our abilities, like everything, like even like even like the goofiest dogs can pull off some maneuvers that would just be difficult for athletic humans, you know, f- comparable to the size. We've never been like slick. You know, I can't imagine we were, when we were good hunters, like most of us were probably like really shitty. And that's why we're like, we have to think up a way to do this so we start throwing things and stuff like that or just yeah. like i guess we'll just follow it for four days until it gets tired <laughs> how many would, how it, many animals on the serengeti or wherever do you think humans went one-on-one against before they go oh my god we're running out of fucking people and this is early on guys like we got to pick the weakest looking thing and honestly guys don't shoot it down right away how about we just chase it till it gets tired and then get it Okay, all right, let's try that. And that's what we ended up doing. Because you know you know that the biggest, strongest guy tried to take down a big cat. And then he tried to take down a small cat. And then a couple people together tried to take down a small cat. And they kept coming back with a dead guy. Like, it's just, it, it doesn't work. Like, we got just, food! No, that's we not got true food. either. Now, it's your nephew. <laughs> but, where, like, a riot of killing a man is to kill a lion. Like, you, you, did you ever that's see The Ghost so... in the Darkness? No, no the fucking kill a lion with one man, one lion, one spear. Like, What's that? that? Well, then go- no wonder it's still a tiny tribe. <laughs> what is that? A lot of men. Tell me about that one-hit lion killer. 
there was that scene in the Ghost in the Darkness where there, which is a true story about the lions of Savo where, uh, that happened in like the early 1900s or something. They're trying to the British are trying to build this bridge, and there are two man-eating lions that are eating the workers that are working on the railroad. This is a true story. Those lions are right now in like the Museum of National History stuffed. You can go look at them. They killed hundreds of people before it was all said and done. Before they finally killed these lions. And in the film, which kind of butters the story up just a little bit as if it weren't fantastic enough, like they asked this native African guy, he's like, it's like, he's like, I killed a lion once and he's got the claws like on a necklace. And the guy's like, how many shots did it take you? And he's like, I use my hands. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hardcore. But yeah, watch The Ghost in the Darkness with Val Kilmer. Uh, that, that, that's a good movie. No, he kills the lion. You told me. I, I don't need to see it now. <laughs> we already know who wins. <laughs> the humans always win in these animal battles. Like, but see, Woody, you're you're oh, moving oh, yourself. Or like, the Planet of the Apes. I don't know. Planet I don't of the know. Apes is up in I'm the not air. even rooting for the humans anymore. No, those no. apes are. They, they, I'm they not deserve. rooting for apes. For for a chimpanzee, they're, t- they're the meanest human might. on earth can't touch a casual chimpanzee's maliciousness. Like if if you put Hitler in the same room as a couple of chimps and you just like let him watch him, he'd be like, "Oh, that is a little fucked up, no? <laughs> uh, uh, he uh, he might need a couple of those fingers, you know? <laughs> Guess not. All right, I'll be in the corner, you know, like, whatever he'd be doing. Like that. Like animals are brutal. That's what's so scary about them is they have no like even someone who's tanked, drunk at a bar and who gets in a fight might be like, "Well, I'm gonna take this bottle." Uh, nah, I'm not gonna go to jail for this. Like, no, there's no no animal thinks about that. They don't think, <laughs> oh, maybe I won't go whole hog against this guy's face with my little hooves. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's because like monkeys and chimpanzees, they have the ability to be like, oh my god, I could do damage with that thing right there and pick it up, but not have the next step of contemplation to be like, but after it's gonna be a really bad idea. <laughs> So he knows how to use it. He just doesn't really think yeah, of the they consequences. Have no foresight. But like, and that's another thing. Like, I I, I remember I was like a couple years ago. I was like, oh, I want to I want a chimpanzee. That would be cool to have. Maybe I can get a chimp and like looking it up and very quickly getting into like these intense attacks and stuff like that and looking and just being like, this is a really bad thing to get. <laughs> I did yeah. that same thing after our dog died. These are their weapons. This and like this mouse mouth with like worse teeth and like <laughs> to just imagine this really strong killing. Like it sucks. It's yeah. not sharp. It's not clean. It's really, really brutal. After yeah, my dog died, Kyle was like, you Woody, you should get a wolf. And I was yeah. like, you know what, Kyle? You make a strong point. I should totally have a wolf as a pet. And I started looking into other people who had wolves as pets. And Kyle was giving me some really bad advice there. <laughs> I, 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 remember, I remember feeling like a fucking madman at the time. Because for two episodes straight, you guys were genuinely on the wolf boat. Of, <laughs> no, I'm going to get a wolf. I'm going to get a wolf. And Why I was not? like, no, you have children, Woody. You have children. <laughs> and, when you're, and when Hope comes <clears> out <throat> and she's 25, that's still a child to that wolf. Like it's, <laughs> it doesn't care. It turns out they're that so big. They're well, they're really big, but the bigger thing is they're timid and they never really become part of the family. They're always looking at you cross-eyed. They don't give you what dogs give you, which is like you know a a canine member of the family. They just they're skeptical. Yeah, they're they're skeptical. They're timid. They're scared. Dogs think they're people. Wolves know what that they're fucking wolves. Yeah, and they're, I guess it, it sounded to me like they had sort of a fear aggression that would be really bad in a dog. But just multiply that by ten and put it in a wolf, and now you've got your. The pet. one that I saw, um, it had it, it was really good friends with the pig, the big wild boar that they also had as a pet, 
And so we, we went out riding and we saw a rabbit and I fucking shot the rabbit with a suppressed pistol and, and to feed the, the wolf. He was like, oh, shoot the rabbit. We'll feed it the wolf. I said, like, shoot the rabbit. Take it back to the wolf. And, you know, it's a big Texas rabbit. It's a foot long, maybe. What happens you know? to the bullet it's, to get it out? Does it go right through? It's a 45. I mean, it went on through the rabbit and into okay. the ground. Um, so, uh, and even if it didn't, the, the wolf don't care. So it's the wolf, he, we throw it to the wolf and him and the pig each have an end of the rabbit. And they're pulling the rabbit back and forth. And it's not a mean sort of thing like two bulldogs that are growling. It's more mm -hmm. like, they both just want half this rabbit, and this is how you get a rabbit in half. <laughs> and I, finally, it was just, and they both just went their separate ways with their halves of the rabbit and ate it in their own way. The pig was pretty gross about it. He was kind of like grinding it up, and but the wolf was just, lump, lump, and it was gone. Um, oh, but he... <laughs> Yeah, I... I know uh, I, I've met a, a guy a couple times who also has a pet wolf, and he lives in uh, basically in the woods. And, um, you know, your neighbors are, you know, a couple kilometers away, uh, you know, a, a mile, two miles away from one another. And it's just like thick woods with like a high, like a very like, you know, like random highway just connecting them. And um, he said whenever he would go to his friend's house, and it's true, like the wolf was never part of the family, like it never went into the house to stay like it slept outside by choice like it preferred to be outside lurking around all of like the cabins he has like all these cabins just yeah. lurking prowling lurking, just... rather than being inside and if it went inside it was always like at the doorway but it was his and like you know he went out and he would like pet it and stuff like that on like really cold nights it would like come in but when he went to his friend's house when he would get there like shortly after the wolf would show up so, like, he would go and get into his car, and he would drive about, like, 10 minutes to his buddies, and about, like, 45 minutes after getting there, the wolf's there who would just, she would just make her way to him. Like, she's just, like, out there, and it's like, uh -huh. you're talking, like, uh, a dog times 100. It just goes out there, and it's like, this way, and just yeah. starts going. And, and, you know, he has, like, a couple friends nearby, and, like, you know, the wolf would follow him and then make its way back, and it was always back there. And one time he brought it to a dog run. We're like, you know, like you go to the park, the dog park, and all these dogs mm -hmm. are running around. And he uh, he brought her, and when he was going in, there was two dogs, like uh, a Rottweiler and a Pitbull that were just running around, like being really playful, but knowing that they're the alphas. They're like rolling over the other dogs and stuff. People are pulling their dogs out. Other big dogs are just like, you know, like, whoa, relax, guys. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like in the corner and stuff like that. And these two dogs are just killing it. And when he brought the wolf over, she does look like, a big husky mm -hmm. shouldn't look like a wolf until he told me he's like it's a wolf she's a small wolf could it have been a hybrid I, thought, I was like what's that could it have been a hybrid they do that a lot they yeah make... you know it may have been it may mm -hmm. have been um and, and that actually yeah. might might be what it was but it was it just looked like a big ass husky but it looked mm -hmm. like a dog and these dogs are like running around and he brought the dog in and the, you know the guy who owns the dogs were like oh watch it they're really uh wild uh, and he, he was like, oh, she doesn't really play much. She'll just ignore him. He's like, well, I don't know if they could ignore him. And he brought the dog in and, um, well, the wolf in. And these two dogs came running up to it and went, like, right up to it, like, full speed. Like, you know, where they just want to run and, like, I don't know, smell your butt and stuff. But they're going to smash into you and just be, like, really overly aggressive. And as soon as they came into proximity, she barked. And, like, it was like a howl bark. Like, it's like wolves don't bark. <laughs> It's it's not something you do. It's like a defense mechanism. Like it's like, like it lets away. people know. Like I'm not 
fucking playing your shit and this is like it's literally like a demonstration of power level it's like charging your chi in dragon ball you just everyone's like oh shit and like you know you just get a reading on it and uh, apparently like one of the dogs froze and the other dog completely tipped over <laughs> because this like a wolf's bark like this 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 hybrid wolf it, it was so strong it's like a hundred times louder than a dog's bark it's just like it's a completely different animal it's a wild animal and uh, anyways, these two dogs just got fucked up by the wolf bark. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's watch this guy get eaten by the goddamn snake. Okay, all right. Uh, where do we want to start it? I, I oh, honestly don't know. Minutes. This is yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Could this asshole not have filmed this with half of every shot? This dude's shoulder. Are you um, playing good. it? All right, I'm at zero. I, I was skipping. I'm, I'm skipping, skipping around, around looking for a good place, place to start. I think we start at like a minute twenty-five. That's a pretty good place. Minute twenty-five. Yeah. Because they're about to start cutting. All right. Yeah, and we can talk over this one. Is everyone ready? Yeah, for sure. This is all in Indonesian. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. <laughs> all right. So the volume is off because they're not speaking in English. Yeah, you'll never right. see a video where they cut a man out of a snake. And they're all like, oh, my God, is that Brent? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, bro, that's Brent in there. Like, that's... <laughs> You'll hear, oh, my God. <laughs> and there's a couple guys in the background even, like, chuckling about this. Like, yeah. who's laughing? There are people in this video, like, chuckling. Like, oh, that's what happens when you drink and hang out in the swamp. It's this guy. You can see his leg. At the bottom. Oh, they're about to start like oh, splitting I it open with machete. Is yeah. this not remind you guys of that website way back in the day where you could see? I saw a guy was like, they, I swear they cut a guy out of a, an alligator in an old internet picture. Dude, so I, I did this paramotor <laughs> race last weekend, and uh, there was like a real chance that people were going to land in alligator infested swamps. Like I had to attach flotation and stuff to my paramotor to make it safer. And then there was this big debate, like, oh, the alligators, they're more scared of you than you are of them. Really watch out for the pythons. The pythons are the problem. And then um, look at this guy. Like, That's what it is. It was agree. like, don't worry about the alligators. You should be worried about the pythons. Yeah, as if that made me feel better. It did. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, no, I'm fully entitled to be worried about both of those. I'm on your team. Yep. So this, this giant group of people wearing their... 2016 Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl champs shirts <laughs> are standing around slicing a, a snake open vertically. This thing is enormous, like as girthy as a as a human body now because, there's one because there's there. a human body in there and they're Slightly starting larger. to cut it. And it's exactly like what <laughs> it would look like in a movie. Like, I don't know like what I thought a, it would it look like. It looks like a rapper is it fell asleep in his snake skin sleeping bag. And, 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 yeah, that's and what it looks like right now. Waking him up very carefully. Why is he a rapper in this scenario? Because, because who else has a snakeskin snake sleeping, sleeping bag? bag. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's either that or Steve Irwin. You know, what? <laughs> I, I saw they sold Tauntaun sleeping bags, and I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> did they, this is did the coolest. This, thing. Did this snake die eating this man? I think they killed it, and to recover their friend, I, I think it was okay. You know, I don't think eating a man hurt this snake. Wait, no, but. When they recovered their friend, like they mean, like recover their friend. Oh, he's dead. I mean, that's his butt right there. He's 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 absolutely very dead. He's very dead. You look, you know, it, it he was dead before he got swallowed, probably. Totally. Right? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They, they or just paralyzed. You. Yeah, they could they constrict you and 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 you, they suffocate you to death. You can't. Oh, that's what it is. It's is this like a, this is like a suffocation swallow. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. have any venom. It's got like uh, they have teeth, but they're like long and kind of curved backwards. 
for like grabbing and and pulling. Mm-hmm. Like it's but it doesn't have any I, venom that I know of. I bet he. I bet all of his ribs are broken. I bet he's got internal bleeding just from being crushed Maybe. and suffocated beforehand. The I was is so I, intact, man. Like it's a little creepy. Yeah. They can't chew. They have to eat it like that. Like I it's not it, like you'll find yeah, it in pieces it, um, ever. I would imagine that it was going to digest him over the period of months. You right, know, right. Like this was, was not Friday's meal. meal. This was when this was the summer meal, or this might have been. Yeah, but I feel like if if it's if it's like, I feel like it's uh, probably really strong. I mean, I I don't think you think that would take months. How long does it take them to digest? Like I've seen them eat shit like deer sized before. No? I, I think they oh, don't. It, it eat takes that them a long often. time. I, I was going to say weeks. But I think yeah, they don't eat that weeks, often. Like months. they pull once a the month skin you feed back so that you can see like the guys, his thighs, his legs, his butt, his back up to like maybe the bottom of his shoulders, and then that's it. And it is gruesome. That's, oh, that's the end of the video there. Yeah, that that, is that would have been its food for like a month. Like that's the benefit. One of the few benefits, I guess, of being cold blooded is you don't have to spend all those calories on regulating your body temperature, so you can just make a meal last. I would forever. consider that a disadvantage. You know how fat I'd be if I didn't have to regulate my body temperature. Holy yeah, but you'd have one shit. like there would Holy be every restaurant would be out of business. Did you see the following video <laughs> the, that was like, recommended? It's it oh, says human tech pregnant cow giant animal. I'm all I'm all over it right now. Link it to <laughs> me. I didn't get it. Let me let me link everybody. It's a ten minute video, so so we'll need to find our spot. But this man is literally defending this cow with like an axe or something, like a mattock or like a an, a gardening implement with a blade or something. All right, yeah, let's find a moment here. But just this cow got, like, caught up in the swamp. Like, I don't know how it got in there. That doesn't seem too crazy to me. Skip to two minutes. Two oh, minutes? I've seen this. Skip to two like, minutes and you'll see some fucking like, science fiction-looking shit. Because you see the, the cow wrapped up, and then you see the things, like, net head and how fucking right. big. Two minutes. Home. You guys ready to play? Yeah. I'm all set at two. Ready, set, play. Exposure, cameraman, exposure. So this snake is already all the way wrapped around. It's the cow here. I think the head is. It looks like it's like this. Yeah, I agree. And And that thing is just a a giant tendril of muscle. Like, there's not anything on that. It's just an enormous bicep is what that thing is. (laughs) Oh, the cow's gone. Oh, they got it off the cow here. Okay. What are you pulling on his tail for, you jackass? That's what I was wondering. Like, at, at this point, once you got the snake, the thing free, like, why do you want to pull that snake? This, this is when I would be. I, I like seeing people hurt by animals. Is because what did you think would fucking happen or could happen when you picked a fight with a twenty foot long, five hundred pound? Dude, I'll tell you what's going to no. happen. They're taking it with them. I skipped yeah, ahead. Kill it. They're taking it. All of the people get a get an arm under this motherfucker and they take it. <laughs> all of them they're all smiling and laughing while these while they carry it fucking away presumably to eat <laughs> this is I'm, i mean again volume well then that's way. fair and square that's Didn't fair and square <laughs> back home and, and, cook him and humans win yes <laughs> I, I, see, look at us look at us you see we're if it wasn't for this so, video you would have so sure... dominant that some of us are there taking pictures all of you would have <laughs> <laughs> All of you would have said, Woody, like this? you dramatically underestimate how powerful this python is. Humans have no weapons. We're just worthless little, you know, like, I don't know, savannah well, slugs. Well, you're not talking about a fair fight, though, though, This, this right? thing, like once upon a time, this was like 
an epic victory for a small village. The snake that terrorized them for so long. Now it's like, <laughs> oh, snake out back. Honey, grab the camera. <laughs> grab the kids. Pick it up. We're just walking its ass back inside where we're going to throw it in our microwave. Know, if you're going to pit man against beast, you got to play fair. Now you're saying, oh, look at this. Like, like ha, mm -hmm. there's people taking pictures while they whip that anaconda's ass. But the people who are doing the whipping are in a group using teamwork and weapons. But, so wait, teamwork and weapons, because the brain is a weapon. We so do. that means you, how do you feel? You versus uh, like a tiger, but you're both naked and you both have no teeth and no claws. Mm. Oh my God, that tiger so is You strip all you. weapons. When oh, he has man. no teeth and no claws? Yeah, like how long do you last with that tiger? Pretty not long. Even a, not even a minute. What's he no, gonna no, do? It, it, He's gonna yeah, gum you like till you suck pounds. It, it hits you in the face. You're toast. But it head you might just be quicker to grasp the no claws thing faster than the tiger. So it might just have these big goofy paws swing swinging at you. Which I don't admit a tire is quite the gloves. I mean, Here, how about how about this? And also, you know those goofy things that people have where it's like a, a Wolverine spike where you mm -hmm. hold on to it, like the three things coming out. Give that to the human, and it still dies in under a minute because that that giant tiger paw. First of all, it's what faster than any human. It, it's faster than any human has ever been. Like it's it's coming at you at the speed with that slap that no human can react to. Like yeah, Conor but, McGregor would still but, be throwing monster cans at him. Or that's yeah, savage, but you know whatever. what? Like here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, there's always there's always like uh like where we are now. There, there's like a tactical precedence that's that's occurred to like that if if we were to whichever human was going into this battle trained for this battle which a tiger would not be able to do mm -hmm. we would be able to strategize like yeah they could swing faster for sure but there's got to be some strategy or protection against that to use it against the tiger like the thing is in that fight like we could study the tiger I mean, you throw a human loose in there with a tiger loose in there, tiger's got bigger claws and the primal instinct, it'll win. But if you give like a human like six months of planning and we let a thousand humans one by one fight a thousand tigers, how, how often do we win in that? Most of the time, because we don't play fair, we make a we make like a, a tiger pit. No, no, or we no, make a snare or we make a trap. And yeah, no, it's 1v1, 1v1, and you get, you get the tiger claws, <laughs> but you can train for a year. You get to train for a year. It'll never, it'll never, well, if you don't get weapons or the, or the access to like construct them, then you're just going to die every time. Cause even, no, with no, the claws, you get those claws. Get oh, those the claws, huh? That's well, it. then you've got to be a real impressive human being. You got to be like one of these like t UFC guys who's, who's going to come in there with, 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 with some well, serious abilities. Let, let me jump in. I, I, I feel I, like, so I've got Wolverine claws, right? Which is basically just knives that you hold funny. Yeah. And so I have knives and, that the tiger now has no teeth and no claws. Yeah. We've really taken away his offense on this yeah, thing. I, don't think so. I, I really think if I say Kyle him by eight or nine hundred pounds, he's I, he's ten or twelve feet long. He's yeah, way you're, assuming, you're assuming the tiger knows to, to to pounce on him weight first, only weight, win by weight. It might gnaw at him with like gummy mouth. Is that mouth strong enough, just gums, to to like bite off Woody's arm? I think so. No, no, I think no, no. It's not. Well, hold on. It's not strong enough to bite off his arm without gums. I wouldn't think. But what a tiger does first, because it's a big cat, is it's gonna get its big gummy but still enormously powerful mouth on the back of Woody's neck, and he's gonna break your neck in half a second. Like a, a tiger's mouth with no gum, with no teeth, 
is still going to break your neck with ease and then drag you away. I feel like, like it's, there's, it's some, there's so a, much there's stronger a, than us. A tiger podcast out there where they're like, dude, it doesn't matter what you do. The human just gets its knife into your belly and you're so fucked. There's no defense. <laughs> they put the knife into your belly, your chest, your neck. They've got knives on them and you're no, completely no, no, defenseless. You know I tried biting their neck and then he just reached around. Those arms go in tons of different directions. They're not like tiger arms. They're flexible and they have all these <laughs> joints and stuff. You can't fuck with humans with That's knives. That's so true. <laughs> Look at us and be like, oh my god, their arms are weird. Look yeah, how weird no, yeah. You know what they would notice also is they'd go, you know that, <laughs> what's that weird thing they do when you get your gummy mouth and you bite their neck or hands? Like they Die. scream. They scream so loud. What is that's weird. Uh, Terry, uh, the, my tiger co-host. What do you do when you're grievously wounded? Well, I just get furious. Uh, I just get furious and stronger and angry because my IQ is 21 and I don't understand my surroundings and it's confusing to me. And like, and the, so the, like, you you have so much more insight and intelligence as a human that it will come back around to bite you because you will be as prepared as you think you are until you see Gums McGillicuddy coming over the top of that hill and you go oh 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 this got real that's a tiger no that's way bigger that's way bigger like, <laughs> the size terrible. of a porsche and they're not as big as kyle said they are this tiger weigh about 400 pounds i thought i thought those things so here i looked it up bigger. a male tiger, tiger a tiger could be me, like 700 pounds no let, let me go yeah. a, a, a male tiger weighs 220 to 625 675 right so 220 to 675 a female tiger weighs 200 to 368 now i feel like if we're putting me in there as what a slightly above average sized dude you know i'm, I'm not harley but i'm you know whatever six foot that's just above average i think so that it should be above average too, around 400, 450. 400, like, but the thing is, is like, this is 400 pounds the way a UFC fighter carries it. Like, mm -hmm. 400 pounds of purpose. Every ounce of that muscle is made for something, you what, know? What are you suggesting, Taylor? Well, you know, to, also, hurt. to also be fair, <laughs> to also be fair, tigers at that size are rarely fed enough to maintain the amount of <laughs> calories they require to operate on a daily basis. So they're usually pretty hungry and starved. So they can eat 60 to 70 pounds of meat in one sitting. Well, We're talking about if it's a male, right? 490 pounds and, and 10 feet long of cat. Like, like, it's I've true, cat also. Have you ever dealt with a house cat that was unruly? I remember yes. when I was a kid, we had a cat called Hercules. Hercules probably weighed about 12 pounds. And he was a real problem. He just scratched people, and he was aggressive. Like, he had to go. We got to catch Hercules, and he's just got to fucking go. We're not kill Hercules, but can't be around here anymore. I did that with a rabbit. Out. Same problem. Capture, we, I have to capture this thing in the laundry room, and I've got a laundry basket upside down, and just, just finally put it over him. He's going so ape shit and wild in there. He like he'll like bite something and then start spinning his whole body in like a death roll roll and just it's ferocious animal. And you're literally multiplying that by fifty or whatever to make it five hundred pounds. I I had an I, unruly rabbit. No it chance. Was, it was the same thing. Like like so we kept the rabbit unruly in a cage. Rabbit. Yeah, and the rabbit was like it was a bad rabbit. And then we got dogs, and it became a terrible rabbit because all the dogs wanted to do was look at the rabbit constantly. And I guess he became like terrified. And we were young, and we were stupid, and well, that about explains a lot of things we did at the time. So 
Um, I'm like the rabbit. I think we were cleaning its cage, and it attacked me just one too many fucking times. You know, could you describe arms. a rabbit attack? Because yeah, so rabbits have um almost tiger-like claws. They're long, but they don't retract. <laughs> and, right. Yeah, and the teeth on them are like uh, beaver teeth almost. Like they're long and they're they yeah. They never the stop front. growing. You know why the the rabbit's teeth are are sort of a reddish color, just like the beavers. It's it's because of the act the iron in their teeth it, it, it forms like an iron oxide color Jesus it's because Christ. their teeth actually have iron in them so they bite and they scratch and like a cat it seems like they can scratch you almost regardless of how you hold them like they manage to twist and flip and get a, a claw on you and uh, i was trying to remove it from its cage to clean it it just went bonkers on me and i had had enough of it and um eventually i just I handled it roughly. I grabbed it by the flappy skin on uh, behind its shoulders, and then I cupped its like hiney and sort of just po- pointed all its weapons away. And I took it outside and I put it in. We lived in this townhouse, so there was like a in the quad. trash. It was like a quad in front, like an open area where kids would play and stuff. So I put the rabbit there and like prayed for a hawk, right? <clears throat> and then like 30, 40 minutes goes by, and the rabbit is waiting for me to let it back in. And I'm like, no, no, no. You are not my rabbit anymore. So I took it a little further into the woods, and that's really where the story ends. I don't know what happened next, but I have an idea. So I think that, I, that, that rabbit was killed quickly. <laughs> not quick enough. It was like, my... oh, I overplayed my hand back there. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. Watch I, this timestamp. You only need like eight seconds of it. I, I think this is a depiction of what could happen in, in, a, in, a, in a man versus rabbit scenario. Interesting. This is Monty Python. <laughs> All well, right. they, they know their biology. It's based Fair on a true story. Ready, set, <laughs> play. <laughs> oh, wait, I have the volume. Pop his head off. Right, silly little bleeder. One rabbit suit coming right up. Look. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's about how it went. Yeah. Like that. And if you don't have a whole (coughs) hand, what are you gonna do? But having said that, when I decided to win the fight, the fight was over. The rabbit was only scratching and getting the best of me when I had its best interests in mind. As soon as I put my interests in the forefront, that rabbit was scooped up, held by the bottom, and tossed outside like a like a so, rabbit. Like a, but, like but a that's rabbit. Real quick, <laughs> but imagine, if you will, that rabbit, but it's 500 pounds of muscle, and it's a predator. And it's very stealthy with enormous claws, and it can climb quickly, and it's, it, it's so fast, it can just clip your neck with its, with its gummy orange no teeth. Watch that yeah. video of the man literally being killed. Like, there's that video of the man is sitting on his butt in the tiger yeah. enclosure. The tiger like, walked up to him like, hey, what are you? man and like it plays with him for like a second and the guy like kicks at him and he's like oh you don't play nice and he bites the guy by the neck and carries him off and as soon as he bites him those teeth going into his juggler jugular and like maybe breaking his neck i don't know it seems like the life leaves his body as soon as he's bitten and then he's carried away like a like have you ever seen a cat carry a dead mouse or lizard it's just like it's apparently a 1200 psi i think uh, a tiger bite he carries human, a human like bite? I carry groceries. But the thing is, I've never argued that I could beat a 500-pound rabbit or a tiger or anything like that. Uh, I say, you know what? I think you've given deers too much respect. Or, hey, I think a toothless, clawless tiger is getting too much respect. Not real. Like, I, I didn't say I could beat a 500-pound rabbit. I've invited you to come along on the boar hunt. I, I More than anything, I want to go on the boar hunt with the dogs, with the Kevlar vest, get some Kevlar chaps on, mm. and get a lance. I'm down for that. Chaps just cover the front, right? 
Yeah. Oh, you yeah. assless. <laughs> that makes uh, and they friend. don't mind. They're into that. You with the boots and the chaps, like everybody dresses that way. I, <laughs> I love this. Now Kyle's trying to convince me that it'll be all right. Oh yeah, yeah everyone was, dresses in assless well, chaps. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's boar hunting Ta standard procedure. <laughs> everybody, everybody, starts their bottoms. You want to go over to Larry? Ask him to do yours. He loves it. <laughs> do you ever look at like? stupid lists online of animals like i'm looking at the top 10 which animals had the strongest bite and like do you ever look at fictional lists and like i was scrolling through looking for the tiger just being like four five no it can't be not on here and then like you get upset at fictional lists for not including your favorite animals <laughs> higher like that's what they were doing apparently alligators and crocodiles dominate this bite shit and hippopotamus and it's not and the hippo is up there Jaguar, bull shark, Hi hippopotamus. Oh, jaguar. That's interesting. Polar bear. Hippopotamus is bear. apparently like the, one of the most vicious animals on the entire planet. Kills more people in they Africa are. than any other animal. My friend. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's it's just like the most unapproachable animal yeah. on the entire planet. Back when Steve Irwin was alive, the crocodile hunter. Like he, this guy used to swim with crocodiles and alligators all the time. He would wrestle with them in water, and he was like cool with that. And then he was like, some would say he was reckless. He, yeah. he was like two hundred feet from hippos. Whatever happened to him? Scared to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. exactly what I was. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he wouldn't do hippos. He wanted right. no part of hippos. I saw him with hippos, and and he was scared of hippos from a long way away. Well, hippos are one of those animals that? that, like, if you touch it, hippo you know it, it feels as hard as a rock, I bet. They're fast, also. Yes, I yeah. saw that hippo chase that boat, and it looked like it had a goddamn propeller on it with a 50-horsepower motor. It's that nuts. Hippo, that do big, you, you think of hippos as these big, fat, like, chunks of blubber, almost. You think like of a, hungry, hungry hippos. It, Everyone does. It, it moved so fast through that water that the water was, like, parting in front of it and creating a wake. Like, no one like, fucks with hippos except I, for that I bird. I think I have the video. I'm not positive. Let's yeah, give it a and, try. And do you know how they do this? So they're not actually swimming. They are running on the bottom of the uh, huh. the water, the lake bed. Right. So that when they're doing that, they're sprinting. Cue up at zero. Ready, set, play. That's a hippo. Yeah. Yes. And so they it's charging. Like, Look at it. Yeah, it, it's running on the bottom of running this lake. underwater is so much. Crazier than swimming underwater. Look at this! He's yeah, closer it's... than you think! Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Mother nature! <laughs> and, like, if you look, that thing looks so fat, but, like, that's one of those fat that, like, if you touched it, I bet that it feels like you're touching a pickup truck. It's yeah. so hard and solid. Like, you, you watch them getting mounted by lions who are, like, all the female lionesses are trying to bite on their back and bite different areas, and those things. Like, honestly, you have to wonder if those are just really supremely stupid animals because they don't even seem to concern themselves with other predators. Like, it's not Wait, even a thought. Which one? Hippos. The hippo. I'm trying yeah, to find the one of the hippo of, like, getting hippos, bit by the lion. The lion's on them and... Uh, and but lions, lions usually attack out of desperation. Like, lions, when they attack, they're, like, if, they're, if a lion's attacking a hippo, they are extremely hungry. What if it's oh, a baby yeah. hippo? You ever you see the now on Reddit they've got the baby hippo subreddit and they're so fucking cute. Baby hippos are super cute, but the giant ones are, are, are that, how they're big mean. do hippos get? Like like there's a lot of those animals that like just read a number. Like we were talking about tigers earlier. We said 500 pounds. I can't picture that. I, I really can't. I, I can't fathom 500 pounds. Like I've never lifted that much. I have no idea what it is. I, two I of me. Of that. Uh, yeah, two of me. A, 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 a male uh, hippopotamus 
weighs up to 4,000 pounds. Yeah, see, 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 that is... That's Jesus. not a thing Eight. that and it can run twenty miles. Away. It can run twenty. It can run twenty miles an hour. Duck them all together, like uh, that's that's, that's uh, it's actually almost like two hundred times bigger than me. Yeah, <laughs> mm. that's not you're no. That's very, not the math. Twenty times. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's okay, Harley. I've done I've done some bad math lately. I, hey, I'm taking <laughs> in this footage here of these lions attacking this hippo at the same time. His you body know, ends doing that. They're really hungry. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not the first choice of snack. They don't go, no, what do you want, This is like kids? the last choice. Hippo. It's also weird that the male's there with them. <sighs> yeah. It's it like this hippo real. wandered into that their girl? camp. We've done almost an animal on... Almost an hour in fighting animals. Should we stick with... Oh, not just uh, fighting animals, on the animal kingdom at large. And the animal that all... it My bad. The no, you're good. You're good. Oh, I, no, I love <laughs> it. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody's... Uh, there's nobody going, God damn, I wish they'd talk about hockey in Asia. Man. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> the fact that we're on animal talk... I'm, 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 I love talking about animals. And shit. <laughs> yeah, I love animals. And all the nonsense you see online. Oh, we have like, issues in my house with animals. I haven't told anyone, I don't think. So we have, we have three dogs. And um, two of them are Great Danes. And one of them is this Yellow Lab mix. The Yellow Lab mix has always been like scared of everything but not really aggressive. And I don't know what it is, if he's getting senile or, or something, but the lab has been ramping up his aggressiveness lately and picking fights with the Danes, and it's not going well for him at all. Like, we have to take him to the vet and get him stitched up again and stuff. And, like, I was gone. I forget where I was. Maybe, whatever. I was out of the house somewhere. And uh, I come home, and Jackie... Jackie had taken all the dogs and put them in the guest house, not knowing that this was going to escalate like it did. But he's fucked. You know, he's got, like, patches of fur missing and, like, a bunch of wounds that we thought might and, have and been stitch-worthy. And the issue is his aggression. Yeah, the, the issue is... He needs Prozac. That's, that's what we're thinking. We're like, you know, should we drug him? Can we get him on yeah. an anti-anxiety thing? Or it, it, It's two things, if you ask me. Mm. Um, but one thing I've, I've seen with older dogs is... When dogs are in pain, they absolutely will not let you know it. it it's like the mm -hmm. dog has this thought in its head that, like, if, if if I show the boss that, like, I'm not quite the dog I used to be, he'll fucking, you know, it's 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 we'll law of the of jungle. Yeah. I'll be gone. Like, I can't show any weakness or pain. So, like, these dogs will get arthritis and stuff, and it may it might be excruciating them for just, just to hop up in your lap now, mm -hmm. but they'll never show it. And that makes them super ornery and, like, weird. And it's not always, like, a dementia. I've seen dogs that literally have some sort of, Retardation. Kitty's dog is is not all there. Like like I that had a dog, is, is, dog. It's funny, you know. It, it's 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 a funny acting dog. The 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 looks it gives you. It'll start sneezing when it's happy. It'll just <laughs> and it'll sneeze. It'll just it'll just like twitch and like spin convulsion. in circles and sneeze over and over. And it's and, and if you're and if you like encourage you like oh that's a good little girl. You really love it, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you? She just sneezes more and more and more and just just starts freaking the fuck mm -hmm. out. She'll what if your dog is just like has horrible OCD? So every time it hears like good girl, it has to sneeze four times. It's like it's a good girl. Who's a good girl? Who's a real good girl? And it's like ah oh, one two three four five six. <laughs> but yeah, Prozac also like like I've seen that chill dogs the fuck out and and like. I kind of feel weird about Prozacing <laughs> anything really and anyone, you know? Like, if I had a kid, mm -hmm. it'd be weird to, like, put them on a downer. Um, something that fix. It seems like you're taking away part of what makes them them if, you, if you're putting somebody on a, on a downer like that in a regimen. But I've seen it with dogs, and it's just like, oh, yeah. 
oh, she's still friendly and she's still like playing with the ball and excited and everything. Except now when the mailman comes, it's not World War Three. It's not like right. a fight or flight yeah. um, if, scenario. If, so I can get near Buddy when he eats. But if the other dogs do, then it becomes an aggressive thing. Or Buddy has a, a spot staked out under the kitchen table. And if the other dogs come by, he'll like growl and such. And he never liked it, but he never get aggressive. And now Buddy's starting fights and... Dude, I, I almost want to, I feel like if I brought him around, people would think I'm a bad dog owner. And, mm-hmm. and we're not. Like, we always, we take them, we get it. They, they care. They eat the most expensive food Jackie can find. And, um, <laughs> like, and, you know, they, they, someone's home with them all the time. Like, like they have places to run. Like, we think of ourselves as really good dog owners. But this situation that had been good for Buddy for whatever, eight years now, I feel like has turned bad. Because yeah, I've seen that same thing. Um, <laughs> our dogs have had that. Like my dad's dogs, I should say. You know, uh-huh. like sometimes there'll just be a group dynamic that just isn't going to work, and it's unsustainable. I don't think that's what you have. This sounds like something has happened, and like I, like Prozac ought, ought to fix it. But he's had dogs that are just diametrically opposed, and this is never going to work. You know, like 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 it's it's like a real life like dog drama playing out <laughs> day to day with the jealousies are just and the bad blood is just too much, and to the point where like you come back one day and there's a fucking dead dog. It's like, well, are we going to allow a murderer to stay in our midst? <sighs> well, he's not a murderer gotta... now that that dog's dead. <laughs> well, that, dog, that dog murdered that other dog, you know? And it's like, I think we've got to kill dog number one for killing dog number two. Or all the other dogs are going to be like, well, I guess that we just kill each other, right? Just, <laughs> law the, yeah, boss don't care. So we had to kill dog number one. It was fucked. Lose two dogs in one day. And then the fighting thing, like, like dad always had the smaller dog and the big dogs would often like, grab it and of course it had these big scars on it where it'd been stitched up over and over it was like this little jack rat terrier that had like battle wounds like a gladiator because hmm. it had faced and it was almost like that you know if you look back at like someone like boss rootin who, who had all those crazy fights over the years it's like oh yeah he, from frank shamrock to to um pro cop whoever he faced he, he faced this guy <laughs> and that guy whether he won or lost you know he faced him and he came away the dog was almost like that mm-hmm. it's not like he had a lot of wins but it was like yeah you see that his lung came out that time he didn't cry or nothing. They just poked it back in and stitched it up. You see that right there? His ear was hanging off. And <laughs> it's just like all kinds of battle wounds like Sounds that like a brutal place. place for dogs, your dad's place. Yeah, like, I like always they, thought they, the farm like they, is a happier little, place. Their little <laughs> dog, the like, in, it's just <laughs> like the uh, where it's like, you know, I, I showed up at Lamar's farm with a bachelor degree and not picking my poop up. And I left with a PhD and stealing food or like what, like that God, kind of fucking MMA. movie. Yeah. yeah. Where they show up and they learn even more about how to be ruffians on the outside. Is that what your dad does? Was he a, a, a salesman? To any professional football players of dogs, like a breeder, <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He used to. I think he used to sell those those pit bulls to this guy in Atlanta uh-huh. and made a pretty penny. He was constantly selling them. Uh, he needed like, a lot of dogs. Two thousand four, two thousand five. It was really yeah. picking up, you know. And, and then just bottom dropped out out of nowhere. I don't know what happened. Falcons sucked that year too. Uh-huh. Weird. Michael Vick was a real I, I will never forgive Michael Vick for that for that shit. You know, I was a big fan of his because I and he was he was on the Falcons and if you and I played Madden at the time and like Vick was the guy in Madden. Vick was the You like, played the with Vick on that year on Madden? That was Absolutely. the rule of my house. You can't play with the Falcons that year. Everybody's rule. <laughs> you can't you can never choose the team with the cover player because he's always like hundred and twenty stats. Yeah. 
So you, you just get Vic, and I, it, I'd make my own plays that just didn't even matter because Vic's running the ball. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Vic's running the ball. And it was just incredible. So I was a big fan of his. You know, I'm looking into, like, I was following his brother even. I think he was at uh, Virginia Tech uh, playing ball. And I was like, wow, these guys are cool. And then you find out that not only is he into dogfighting, like a guy who just goes to dogfights, that's kind of a shitty person, period, yeah. right? But he is the facilitator, the financier. And the guy with his finger literally on the trigger when it's time to murder the dogs who who who, who back away from fights, who 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 cower at, at, at a fight, who when they when it's fight or flight, it's flight. Flight gets yeah. murdered by Michael Dude. Vick, drowned by Michael Vick. What's interesting by was his excuse afterwards. He was like, you know, I'm from a different background than you are, and I didn't know that was bad. Really? That's really? baffling. Yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> Does it does it take a course in ethics to know that this is bad? When you had to purchase the dogs illegally and then be very careful and shuttling them into dark cement floored rooms with a bunch of no good nicks standing around throwing money, like did you? Yeah, not, maybe it's it just like I thought it was bad. Like like weed is bad, where it's yeah. not that bad, <laughs> and like it's kind of illegal. I didn't have dog. He's like, I didn't have, I didn't have a dog fight at the stadium. What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> Not like we're doing it in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that like, and the fact that he was the one. If I'm hearing this right, and I think I've heard this before, Kyle, you seem to know a lot about it. He was the one who was killing the dogs themselves. And if like, he's that much more of a sadist, you know, because he's clearly like the richest grand poobah top tier guy there. And so if like he really didn't want to be the one murdering dogs. He could always be like, all right, kill, take this one out and get rid of it. But if he's the one actually doing it, it seems like it's almost an excuse to be a psychopath. You know? yeah. yeah, there's and, definitely and, some and sort of thing, weird connection to it. Another thing to, to consider is this. You know, Michael Vick's that guy with that multi-million dollar contract, world famous. He's on the cover of the Madden game and everything. And yet all of the hanger-ons that he had, all of these supposed friends, cousins, whatever, acquaintances, not one of them was a good enough friend, acquaintance, or acquaintance to take the rap for him. He didn't have a single friend in his crew who could take that little rap for this guy who is world famous. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, well, you know what that says? Well, I, either maybe he's just so implicated that no one could have taken the rap for him. He may have just been like so completely implicated it was definitely him. Or maybe he just didn't have a down-ass crew. Maybe there exactly. was just no He just showed up to court with like a necklace of dog teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was that he didn't have a down-ass crew. And I think that that is because he's an inherently shitty person. If Michael Vick was a cool dude in private to his buddies, if he was the kind of guy who like made sure you had Christmas money every year, if he was the kind of guy who was like, if he heard you were missing a car payment, he's like, well, fuck that. What, $300? That's, that's, that's sweat. You know, like, like, like he just doesn't, even, if he's always looking out for you and yours, if he's that kind of guy, maybe fostering some goodwill in his communities and stuff, you're like, ah, that's Vic. He goes down, you know, the community center doesn't get hams this year. If he goes down, then then old Miss Wilson down the street, she doesn't get her rent, her light money because Vic the Pound will be overrun every... again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just imagine how many dogs we'll have running around the streets loose. We'll have Ever no since we voted him senior dog catcher, it's really turned up around here. <laughs> Honestly, people with dogs are missing them. It's still too I, good. Yeah, this might have been something like that. Like maybe they made him clean dog shit at, at some point, but he did time, you know, for for that, and rightfully so. Fuck him. Did he ever get back and do anything in the NFL again? Yeah, he played for the Eagles and did really well. Did really well. And I think he um, lost the Super Bowl. Is that right? Or am I thinking of Randall Cunningham? Oh, that's good news. 
I don't remember about the Super Bowl, but I remember he did okay in uh, in Philadelphia. How? What was like? I don't follow the NHL or NFL closely. So what? Like, what was the reception like? Not immediately, because of course people were like, "Fuck this dog murderer." But let's say two, one season or two seasons down so, the line. Yeah, I know people because I yeah, lived sure in the Philly area Philly. at the time, yeah. and. Uh, so as Philly got him, I think most people in the country were like, fuck that guy. And Philly fans were like, uh, he better be good. And then, <laughs> and then he was good. And everyone else was like, fuck that guy. And Philly fans were like, he's our guy, though. Right? Like, I'm on Team Vic. And, he's a son uh, of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. Exactly. And then I think even the whole world kind of like got over it because he won. And winning oh, yeah. breeds popularity. That makes yeah, sense. Like, if there was I was going to say, <laughs> I know I noticed like um, when I what, like I played football growing up in Canada, though, so it doesn't mean anything. Um, when I played football, I was always fascinated by like American football. Like, if you play football in the USA, you're you're literally granted carte blanche through everything. Like from like you know like as long as you can keep playing, that's the only thing you need to do. Is still play and play well, like I mean, you know, you've this guy of guys like you know being charged with murder, like going to the Super Bowl and winning, and everyone's like the only thing that if you if you Google it, the only thing that's gonna come up is a Super Bowl ring, like <laughs> it's, it's, winning it's is getting, what matters, like graduating through high school through university with like out like you know I I read this guy's biography, an NFL player who was like after an injury, he was like, well, this sucks because. I don't know how to read and I have a university degree, but I literally cannot even read. So how am I going to get a job? And, you know, you just get like a, a carte blanche, like through everything. And I always thought that was fascinating about American culture as a Canadian growing up. I it's not just like, football. It's athletics. It's like Michael hmm. Scott said. He, he, he's like, you know what? My teacher told me that I was going to fail high school. And I went out that night and I scored more goals than anyone had ever scored, scored in the history of our school. And here I am now. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he, just, he was just good at fucking hockey. That's all it was. Michael Scott was good at hockey? <laughs> Michael Scott was amazing at hockey. There's a couple episodes where you see him skate, oh, and that's... he's fucking skating backwards. Like, like he puts Toby into the boards. He's fucking... <laughs> and he, Toby shows up. They, they, they're they're like skating thing, that episode. Everybody else does what you're supposed to do and just brings skates, and he shows up in his full hockey regalia <laughs> with a stick. stick. Yeah, with a stick. <laughs> There's no puck, but he's just skating. He's, he's like doing the stuff. He's like, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I have a topic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is only kind of politics, but Michael Pence, I guess he tweeted or it came out that he doesn't dine alone with a woman and he doesn't attend an event that serves alcohol with a woman. And the reactions to it were kind of split. There are a lot of people that are like, who is this fucking Quaker and who would live under these ridiculous restrictions? And then there are a lot of other people who are like, yeah, you know, I could see why why that would be a thing. And, yeah. like, to be honest, like, I'm kind you, of you, on the Pence thing, you know? Yeah, like, I, You're probably on the Pence plan if you, yeah. if you really boil it down. Like, Dude, if you told Jackie, hey, I'm going out tonight with this other YouTuber who's a parent. This, par this cute paramotoring chick who's 35, she and I are going to this uh, this benefit where they serve alcohol and there's an open bar and we'll be sitting here in the front row, like, dressed real snazzy. Yeah, I mean, it's I not, that, it's like, it's not like a, a hard right no, here. but it's like a, a get permission kind of thing. I, I used to, um, not used to, it wasn't like a frequent thing, but I, there was a woman that I worked with and uh, she left the company and then I, I, went, I just met her at lunch once or twice. And Jackie was just like, like, I'm not comfortable with this. 
And, you know, it's like, oh, well, like, you're invited. It, it, that's not, you know, you're, you're not wrong. Like, that's not uncommon. And like, it's it's not it's not something you have to do. But like, they're clear. They're very religious people, clearly. And they think that it's almost the way I understood it is like a respect thing of like, all right, you're my one lady and I'm not going to go out drinking with some other woman. Even if it's for work, I'm going to make sure my professional life stays professional. And that's the way it's going to be. And I. I don't see a problem with it at all. If, if that's the way that they want to live, like if that's the way he the, wants to do it, it's fine. If he goes I really out and has drinks, you guys would be on the other eat. side. No, no like the angle, the angle that that uh, like I just read about it right now, real quick. The angle that people were mostly taking is that what he's doing is he's limiting key job opportunities to men only. Ah, because it's like he won't take a dinner meeting or be alone with a female, how could he ever hire her when, you know, you're interviewing for lots of key roles and he's in a key position to hire if you'll never take a one-on-one -on -one with a female? That Nobody does like job interviews when you're out drinking at a bar alone. Like, it, it, I, I oh, highly maybe. doubt that Mike no, Pence in his office is, is sitting there and one lady uh, comes in and he does like a, oh, forbidden, verboten, get out of here. Like, no, like, it, I just think it means more, hey, I'm not going to go out drinking with someone who's not my wife. Like, it's a respect thing. She prefers it. I prefer it. That's it. Well, like, yeah. You, for, you shouldn't have to do that. But if they want to, whatever, you know? We should focus on him electrocuting homosexuals because that's a real thing, and that actually is repugnant, you know? like <laughs> no, This was just I mean, uh, hot, like it's hot news today. I hear you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, yeah, I, I, I got to side with him in, to some regard because, I mean, look, look at what demographic he fits in. Forget that he's the vice president and a politician and all that. He's like a 50-, 60-year-old married man who's who's very religious I'm not shocked that he doesn't go out drinking or to or or like like to be in a room alone with a with a with another woman in, in some sort of situation like that. I, especially the nature of politics and how like things get tossed out there. Now, like, oh, these two people were seen entering this room together. You know, all of a sudden there's if, a conspiracy. If he if up. he said if he took it further and said, actually, this isn't me to deal with and not going out to dinner. All the women in my office have to wear head coverings, so I'm not ah. uh, tempted. <laughs> if he did that, I would say no. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> You've gone too far. It might not to, be. It might not like be a temptation it. thing. I think just it might be. Of it might just be chivalry. Is. It's not like up. Oh, can't be around girls. I might fuck them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it could um, be. It's oh, be like a bad word right, right here in BK. <laughs> <laughs> it might be like. Uh, it might be like instead like uh, like you know, this is for my wife. Out of respect to my wife, I don't do it. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why it's not like and she knows. part of it's, it is it's like, just oh, okay. It's the thing is the, the the question is is it sexist? I like to flip it, you know, and follow the golden rule that whole do unto others as they do unto you thing. And it's like, would I like my wife to have a best friend who's a dude? And it's like, oh no, no one, no one. Even is if she's with that. great, that guy could catch feelings, and and the, like now she's in a situation, and like I no, I'd rather her best friends just be girls. But, if you marry, if the person you married was the type of person whose job was like a, a, a social and people interacting job, you know that's 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 the tricky thing. Like if she was an actress and she got a great role, you know, being with like a hunky dude for three months, like you know, in next town over or something, you know, in that position, your hands are kind of tied in that sense, you know. But it's funny but you, you mention that because I feel like that kind of situation is why those marriages fail so often. 
You know, like it, if, you, if, you, if you want my recipe to make a marriage fail, right? First of all, separate them. Have them spend six weeks away from each other all the time. And then just bombard them with temptation. And you'll see a lot of failed marriages. I, I think um, like a traveling salesman also has a harder time having a really good marriage. Because, you know, they spend nights here and there. There's just like, look, it's not like the only reason I'm faithful is a lack of opportunity. But God, like you... You just fling opportunity people, at someone like to every pretend night. Like the opportunity isn't there, and that if someone <coughs> is married, they just somehow don't see it anymore. Like, no, we're humans. It's like if you put yourself in a position that you're going to be tempted, you're more likely going to fail. But it's one of those things where, like, with this at least, it's like it's it's a, something you establish in a relationship where, as they were dating and shit, I'm sure this came up. It wasn't like boom, day one we're married. Now you play by my rules. It was like, hey. Uh, that's how I do uh, it. <laughs> Mike, I don't feel comfortable with you going out and having dinner and drinks with just one other woman. It makes me uncomfortable. And he says, okay, I don't feel comfortable with you going out and having drinks with uh, just one guy. It makes me uncomfortable. Are we both cool with this? And they go, all right, cool. And you know what? If she, had, if he had said, or one of them had said, you know what? Nah, that, that's a little, you know, puritanical for me. I don't care for that. They could say, all right, well, that, that's it for us then. Our relationship isn't going to work out because we have Different diametrically opposed views on, in this regard. Like, it's just like a you know, play it by ear thing. If it works for you, it works for you. If not, whatever. Yeah, I that's it. Think... Oh, go ahead. You can go. No, you, you, you. I was, there were, um, I forget what it was. A couple months ago, there was a whole big thing, uh, like, with a negative impression of my relationship with Jackie. And I think, man, like, I, I think I, I, was, I was talking about getting permission to go on a trip or something like that. And they thought that was outrageous. That, like, you know, why would I ever have to clear something with her first? And, uh... It's like, one, I, I think that's probably pretty normal in a marriage. And two, I have a really good marriage. Like, Jackie and I get along great. And we've been together for, I think we're coming up on 25 years, something like that. So, uh, Ooh, big score, gift coming up, huh? Only kind of. Oh. I want to say it's like 21 years of marriage, but like 25 years together. And uh, anyway, uh, she doesn't get gifts. <laughs> but I'll just, I don't know. We'll figure something out. You know, what I, I always see, like around Christmas time, <coughs> Mercedes does that ad campaign where, like, oh. you take your wife or your girlfriend outside, and there's just a fucking black Mercedes out there with an enormous red bow on it. Um, you know? <laughs> We're getting a pool. Just saying. <laughs> That's a thing. A pool. That's yeah, you park the Mercedes right next to it. Kyle, no one likes you. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, yeah, what I was saying with that whole link thing was like, hey, score's kind of posted, right? Like, regardless of whether or not my relationship is the one you want, it's the one I want, and and, and it's you know pretty old now, so it's working out. And uh, that's how I feel with Mike Pence. You know, maybe if you don't like the way he runs his marriage, that's fine. You can run yours but differently. That's but I but that's and it doesn't matter if I agree with it. But that's always been an important thing. For in this position, in these positions, how you run your marriage is extremely important, right? In, like, you talk about like vice president in politics. politics, in politics, your sex life, your marriage life is like everyone's business and really important that it's 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 normal to me. And this is like hmm. you know what this is to me. This looks like extremely <coughs> normal, where it's like not only are we so fucking married, oh yeah, we're not only so married. We're so married. I don't even go to dinner with women, and I think I think that is sexist. It's a sexist thing because you're basing something on sex, and also I, I think it's some very, very obviously closeted homosexual behavior. <laughs> I don't go to dinner by myself with women. Like I would be tempted, 
And then it's like, good thing I'm gay, and now I'm all alone with Gary. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but I, yeah, that's not how I see it at all. Um, <laughs> I lost. No, nope, no, nope, Harley's convinced me. This is the truth now. This is, um, <laughs> oh, this oh is I was going to talk about marriage. Uh, their marriage is only interesting to me in relation to how I think their moral character is, right? Like if they have, I'll talk about Trump, right? If Trump had an open marriage where like they both agreed to see other people or whatever, and that was the way they ran it, then like that would be okay with me. So long as everyone in this relationship yeah. is happy. That's um, a perfect comparison. Right, but what Trump actually <laughs> did, I don't know about his third marriage, she might've caught onto the pattern before she signed up, but at least the first two left him because he was fucking other people. And, that to me says something about him, right? He's absolutely stepping out in these marriages and they're not happy about it. And, uh, you know, now the kids get split up and all the stuff that happens with divorce. So, uh, oh, Trump What to terrible me, lives they must live. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Money doesn't solve every problem. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's like being a bastard in Game of Thrones if Trump gets a new wife. I, 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 I bet everybody in Trump's life is just real happy. Like, oh, if, I if I'm Baron, like Baron Trump no has every way. Tiffany Trump. Like, like all, all those kids, they're, they're, they're like, oh, God, I'm so glad my dad is Donald Trump. At no point is Baron <laughs> worried. At no point is Baron worried that Eric is going to murder him in his sleep so that he retains the heir, you know, because obviously oh, his that's mom's a pretty not low standard, anymore. But I bet Aaron wishes he had two lovely But that's pretty parents. Game of thrones that If somebody pushes Baron. Baron out of a tower window, we'll know where to look. I bet. We uh, will. Yeah. I, uh, and it, Steve Bannon's off. Did you guys see the preview for season seven of Game of Thrones? They don't give anything away. No, I was very, I didn't, didn't want to click it because of that. I, I didn't want to click it, it, but, but, but like, I'll tell you what, it, nothing is spoiled. The, 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 the spoiler, the, um, the teaser is called The Walk, and it's just Jon Snow. Um, I, I, it, um, man, it's been so long since I've watched Game of Thrones. I'm hard, having hard with the next. Da Daenerys. Daenerys Targaryen and uh, the evil queen. What's her name? Um, Cersei. 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 Uh, and it's just each of them walking. You no know, White just, Walkers? Just, each of them is walking down a oh, hallway to each of their respective thrones. You know, Cersei's down at King's Landing on, on hers. Um, uh, Daenerys is in Dragonstone. That's the only piece of information that's given is that that must be where she's stopping. That's the, the seat of her family's power. Mm -hmm. um, she's going back there. And Jon Snow, he's walking up to his chair at the table in... Uh, in, in the north, you know, where we saw him last. And then at the very and, and when the when, when Cersei sits down finally at her chair, she goes, <sighs> and you see her breath, and it's cold. It, it, you see, this it's winter in King's Landing now. And then in the last one second, you have a close-up of a White Walker's eye. And the way I saw it, and I just watched this thing really quickly before the show started, didn't look like a White Walker's eye. It looked like that goddamn giant had been had a had a white like that eye. Yar yar dude. It looked like that oh, giant's okay. nose. It, 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 you, you see, such it's a close-up like this. The angle is like eye, a little nose, a little cheek, and I don't know. That nose to me looked like the giant's nose. It was like shit. Did they? Did Do they like remember revive his name? Was it Yarya or Marmar? Gong or, Gung or oh, Yum Yum or yum, some I, shit. Yum Yum. They don't know their right. own name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> They're not bright. I'm trying to find a Google images of this because that would be really cool. I like the inclusion of the giant, like the, that lore kind of shit. No matter what they're doing, it's still they cut so neat. much shit out of the, that was that's in the books. All, all the animals above, like they're the, the shadow cats. There's no fucking shadow cats in the show. Yeah, I think maybe some stuff they're just gonna save. Like some stuff never might just do. better be revealed later. And by or some save, stuff you mean from the CGI budget? <laughs> on the you know, no, like it, it might be something that like. 
Like they might sit down with George, like the producers, and they're like, "Yeah, so you 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 introduced this here. What's the plan with that?" He was he might be like, "I didn't have a plan for that, mm-hmm. but I was thinking it could go here or there because of this." And they might just be like, "Oh wait, it, it's just better if we connect these." You know, they they take their own liberties. They're like looking at the story now, and he's like bawling on television money. He's just like, I don't even remember. Just do it. <laughs> just know a, that this person a, sits on the throne and everyone else is dead. There's yeah. a scene in the first book, I think, or, you know, it's hard to keep everything straight, but there's a scene where they're north of the wall, Jon Snow and, and, and his merry band, uh, and they're on the fist of the first men, which sounds like a big hill uh, up north of the wall that they're all camped out on, and one night they get attacked by like the dead men and the white walkers i think but amongst them are zombie bears it's a giant zombie bear that you fucking sh- put a long sword straight through its heart and it fucking kills you that's what it does when you stick a long that's what happened like 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 one brave man runs up and like fights the bear and like th- they describe the fight really well in the book of course and it's like oh he did this and and a parried his paw away and then thrust the blade to the hilt into the icy heart of the beast. And then the bat turned upon him and ripped him in half and all fled. And that's how it goes down. It's like they're fighting the bear and they realize they don't stand a chance. It's a zombie ice bear that just takes all the damage they can throw at it and then keeps going. That wasn't in the show. And I, like the whole time I'm like, can't wait for those fucking zombie bears to come, man. That's going to be some hardcore shit. It's never And I had forgotten how much I wanted zombie animals until right now and they hadn't done it they'd say she did with yum yum or whatever the uh the ice spiders i'm i'm fine with them excluding because we already got a she lob in lord of the rings so i can imagine that i've had that i was gonna big say spider thing uh satiated but the bears there was very little bear activity in lord of the rings Zero. and it's, a, it's an underrated fantasy animal too many lions too many like eagles more bears, more bears. everyone's gonna die in this show they may very well die. That on seems the show. to be Everyone a trend. may very well die. In in, in, in book one, there's a. They all they always reference this comet a few times in the first book, mm-hmm. and it continues. I literally expect the end of this show to have a comet smashing into King's Landing, and maybe like Daenerys and, and Tyrion are fucking on uh, the back of a dragon. Yeah, oh, yeah. they're on the back yeah, of a maybe dragon. Maybe that comet, like like it passed by in season one. That's its close pass, right? It's coming back around it's again. Gonna it's going to smash right into the King's Landing because we're also invested on who's going to sit on the throne. Yeah. Just like we were invested in the Starks and their revenge and we were invested in the Lannister. You get invested in things and it just gets taken away and it's like, none of yeah. that matters, you <laughs> idiot. Look at this. And you're like, okay, <laughs> whoa, that was really important, but you just killed them all. All right, fine. Good thing this is interesting too. And it's just going to get to that point where like this meteor is going to smash into King's Landing and, and we're going to be like, what? And George R. R. Martin's like, you knew what this was? <laughs> exactly what this was. Never for a second did we not do that. Never for a second were you ever happy for a character. Because when they got something, they had like three things taken from them. And like, we're, what do we expect? Like, I know some people just imagine Tyrion sitting on the throne and being like, I'm the king or, or Daenerys or Jon Snow. Whoever you're rooting for, this is not going to happen. You've never once got what you wanted in this show. It's not going to happen at the end. That's the really? last place. I disagree. There has to be I think some be kind of resolution. Ending. Yeah, no, I, I think that Jon Snow will rule everything because of his heroics in fighting back the White Walkers. How is that happy? What about Tyrion? Why wouldn't he get it? Oh, he oh he'll be fine. Hand or something. 
But why would he be the king's hand? He should be the king. Like Tyrion. How could I you choose, put him in like a John senior Snow level over Daenerys position. or Tyrion? Uh, he's my favorite. But like. <laughs> True, I, and I'm only playing devil's advocate here. <clears throat> right, I'm, I'm listening. Go on. Advocate. Right, right. If Jon Snow is your favorite, right. like, think about all these people where Tyrion is their favorite, where it's like, but Jon they're, Snow has they're the, the blood, royal right? family, the Jon's... rest of the Lannisters are dead, and he never got anything, and he's the smartest one, but a physical handicap set him back. It's like the biggest underdog story. Jon Snow That's... is literally the next in line for the throne, if I understand the the hair. Ah. Because he's the so the Mad King was supposed to be king, right? You can't just kill him and then like redo the thing. So, um, but he was the Mad King's whatever. He was in that bloodline because he's a Targaryen. What's it called? Yeah, Ty yeah, I subscribe. Right? I subscribe to that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that makes Jon like the most like historically fit to be king even more so than Daenerys and certainly the Lannister kids have no claim at all really but, all but I thought, Targaryens, I thought Targaryens were like uh weren't they incestuous as well didn't they keep their bloodline pure yeah, yeah that's why the mad that king would make Jon so Snow mad. like not pure also a debatable like Tyrion Jon well, Snow I'm not and Daenerys knocking are Cersei three... because she's incestuous I'm, I'm knocking Cersei because she doesn't have any parents that were king no, I was saying I was saying Daenerys. I think uh, Daenerys like, is is in the world of Game of Thrones, just I, a girl. I understand what both of you are saying. I think what it comes down she's to next is in line Harley. You're, she was Harley's the looking at it from like a perspective of this she's tribe next. and this she's tribe John. and she's the John's Lannisters aunt. and whoever the fuck else. Mm. But the way it's going to become is. It's not going to be, oh, I want John. Oh, no, I want Daenerys. Oh, I want fucking Littlefinger to sneak around and do it. Like, it's going to become quickly. It's if as long as the White Walkers don't win and the zombies don't conquer us, it is a win. Like, it, yeah. it's going to be everyone. And like, and, and so John getting it, uh, Daenerys getting it, Tyrion getting it, Littlefinger, any of them could be a, quote, win, unquote. Because There's it's enough not pieces the, of the, the pie of for mankind. everyone to win. But what's more likely is that everyone loses. But we have to wait until July to find out. I hope you get, I hope Taylor's right in particular and that these White Walkers start being a major piece of the storyline. Because I feel like in six years, they're pretty minor characters. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd say this. I'd say this. Like, those White Walkers are relentless. We've seen them. They'll they'll keep attacking. They'll run over each other. They'll they'll fall over the wall and just keep running. Like nothing's gonna stop them. They're relentless. They're like zombies, like we've known from every zombie what are they movie. Called? Are the zombies white? White Dead Walkers men. are the blue eyes. White. Dead yeah, men White Walkers are, are like right. White Walkers control like hordes of zombies. They turn people okay, into okay. The, those those White Walker zombies that are running and they're maniacs. The only way to kill them is with fire or that Valyrian steel or whatever. And they just kept piling up. They were able to fall over the walls and mm -hmm. stuff. Like, they're insane. Um, they're going to just start walking into the water and keep walking. And they're like, you're just going to keep walking. I just think south. they're not all White Walkers. I think White Walkers refer to the smart okay. human ones. Kyle? You're absolutely no, right. Yeah, the White Walkers yeah. have been transformed into White Walkers by the, the those little elf people, whatever their names are. They even mm -hmm. show it. You know, he, he puts that dragonglass blade into the human's chest and creates the first White Walker. Children they the created forest. the White Walker as like yeah. a biological yeah, I, weapon I just mean, the first I mean, Team Team White Walker and their okay. their their groups their their horde of yeah. zombies, but like Team White Walker <coughs> South and one of these guys fancies himself to be sitting on the throne and Daenerys fancies herself sitting on the throne and Tyrion I'm sure in the back of his mind and a lot of audience will root that he should be sitting on the throne and Jon Snow like embod embodies like the like hero of the show and so he should sit on the throne 
And like, what are we going to do? Like, 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 you know, like, like Taylor said, you know, it's just a win if we survive. I really truly believe that I've seen enough zombie things to tell you that you don't win in zombies. There's no winner. So I, I do mm. subscribe to the Taylor mentality that these white walkers are coming. They're killing everyone. They're going to kill everything. Just like we cared about this. We cared about that. He's going to take it all away with the white walkers and then what's going to happen is the White Walkers are, are, are going to rule over everything. And the only way to stop a zombie apocalypse is to quarantine and nuke. And the equivalent of that in this universe is riding the dragon dragon's backs and literally burning all of King's Landing. Like, I really imagine King's Landing overrun by White Walkers. They torch everything with these dragons. And it's just, it's dead. It's all dead. Well, at There's some point, what you're going to have is like the wall, like the wall in the north. Like, that's a magical wall. We, we, we saw that, like, that guy had to do some bullshit. He, at the end of last season, um, the, Uncle Benjen, uh mm -hmm. comes back into play. And he's like, I can't go with you to the other side of the wall because it's fucking magic. And we hear about the magic of the wall constantly. It's a big hexed wall it's magical so at some point the white walker king or whatever is gonna fucking show up to the wall and something is gonna happen where they're gonna do some magic or something or another is gonna happen they'll sacrifice somebody and put their blood on the wall or something in a handprint and that wall is gonna shatter that wall is gonna fucking explode and fall There's, completely isn't down that already figured out like is I don't it, know if Bran goes below the wall then suddenly or maybe Bran already like went past the wall and he wasn't supposed to and now there's a problem he let everyone I, get say, I say i i believe brand's a tree and i think at this point he is what we can what we can appreciate about brand who did hodor save brand brand yeah uh i i'm sorry to cut you off harley I, there, there's a fan theory out there that says that when brand goes to one side of the wall or the other i think when he goes back or he already went back or something and because he crossed it now everyone can cross it it's a fan theory, I mean, but I thought that was like oh, that's interesting. known to be true. See, I, I, I guess maybe because he got now, touched so by leave. that White Walker and it put that like handprint on him and that allowed the White Walker to find him in his like hiding spot when they had the big showdown and Hodor had to give his life. Like I guess the thought is that that same handprint in some way, some way, some way allows them to either follow him across the wall or makes and the wall what was they, no good anymore. Did, weren't but they that, not unable to get into that like tunnel system and then he messed up and they were able to get in it again? Like They, they didn't know where they were. Is they that know. all it was? Are you sure there wasn't like a magical thing that was just pure hiding? No, it was because when they were in the, uh, the dream sequence, one of the him. White Walkers touched him and that, I guess, allowed him to track him, basically. So when they mm -hmm. left that fantasy dream world and they both showed back up, the White Walker was like, oh, I got him on my radar. He's fucking due east. And so they went east and they found him and that's how they got him so quick after that. Yeah, I'm feeling a little rusty. I haven't read about this stuff in like over a year. Like, yeah, I, I haven't it's either. It's so crazy how, <clears throat> like, I watched the trailer and, and it started going and they were walking and I was watching that teaser and as it was going on, I'm like, nah, you know what, bitches, you don't take like a year and a half off and think I'm just going to get hyped because they're walking and sitting on a chair. And then she breathes out the like, like it's cold in King's Landing. And I'm like, oh, winter's coming. Bring it back. Bring it back. Call of Duty used to do that. Like their first trailers would suck so hard. And we'd like analyze it frame by frame to like see the differences and it's not multiplayer. And yeah, somehow they got us hooked in. I don't know. I'm kind of mad at TV this year. 
Like it, so Walking Dead is a show I'm really into, and the Walking Dead fan base in general is at maximum fuss right now. They've spent a whole season, and, and Walking Dead, by the way, has 16 shows. There's like I thought it, you said it was good again. I did, and I'm taking it back a little bit. Like they so, do a binary system. Uh, so they have uh, eight season. shows in the first half of the season, eight shows in the second half of the season, and we're 15 shows out of 16 shown so far. Uh, at the end of last season, they introduce us to the big baddie that's going to be our problem this year. And yeah, I know. I'm 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 caught up on the oh, show to that point, and then the first two episodes of this season. But outside of that, I've only read, and I've read quite a bit about this current bad guy. Uh, but you continued to the point that you were making. Because I'm curious. The point is, everyone's been hoping this season would have like five episodes of massive like town on town conflict. And it appears, I don't know what's going to be the finale, but it appears that the entire year is just going to be sort of set up in backstory, mm -hmm. you know, preparing to battle the bad guy. And a whole year with no payoff, that's a lot. Is this season it, seven? It is. I'll tell I you, it I, as like when, when like they introduced, you know, the big baddie this past season, like mm -hmm. something I'd oh, read a amazing. whole bunch. It was, oh, it was incredible television. It, in fact, that scene was one of my favorite scenes reading the book. So I watched last season's finale because I thought that was going to go down, and it didn't. And I was uh. like, with my buddies, like, oh, you guys, just wait. And mm. they got me. I love the double reveal. It was a very mm -hmm. smart move. It was so genius. And then I watched the next episode, and I was like, nah, I'm off the show again. I'll, I'll read it when I read it. Um, and I, 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 I did say to my buddy, it's... It's 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 a long time, this section of the show. It is like you get kind you get kind of like I don't know you get like uh, you get greedy or impatient, especially in the show like Walking Dead, where the good parts are only really good parts because you had such terrible long parts before <laughs> that really make you feel like you're part of the journey. Yeah. Like you were there, so there's an excellent payoff. Through all the boring times. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get yeah, then you get then you get to like now and it's just like it's like, you know, uh, to ten episodes of Dragon Ball, you watch him charge a spirit bomb, you know, for him to shoot it on the last episode. You know what I mean? And you know, then he misses. I am um, <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm caught up on the uh, on the comic book. Like if, if I'm the comic book is probably three years ahead of the show right now, and I've read it all, so I feel like I know what's happening, what's gonna happen if they stick to it. And um, man, I, I just don't remember it taking this long for Rick to sort of assemble partners. Wait, in. is this is this story still being written, or is this based on like an older comic? It's book? It's apparently series? never gonna stop being written. Yeah, they're comparing it to Star Wars. We're like making 50, too much money. I bet fifty years it's, from well, now they think it'll the keep going. When the book, when the book, when the comic started, Star the Trek. first, the first page basically says like there is no real end to this. We're just you're gonna watch humans grow and change and experience what this is, and it's not about finding a cure, and it's not about that. It's literally about survival and family and friends and people and how people will be. And I remember reading that like years ago. And then, you know, the, the scariest thing that always happened in Walking Dead is never to turn the corner and your characters see a horde of zombies. It was for like your characters to turn the corner and see like just a human being being like, wait, don't hurt me. Yeah. This thing in Walking Dead, just one other human or two yeah. people or God forbid one of them has a weapon or just like a weird look on his face. You're like, oh, 
someone oh acting bizarre. You know, that, that guy who's who's there looking way too clean. What's you know, he's just, what's or that or that guy who's just like, "Hi, how are you?" He's way too friendly. Like, like, wait, doesn't he exist in, here but, with us? Like, like, we haven't met a friendly salesman type person in fucking eight years, and this guy's like, "Hi." <laughs> here's the thing. So the show is like seven years in, but I think in real life it's been like three years, something like yeah. that. And um, now the dynamic is like, dude, if you're still alive, we know you've done fucked up stuff. We've all done fucked up stuff, right? The only people alive now are people who've killed other humans, people who've killed tons of zombies, people have made decisions that they regret. And that's like a thing that when they think about introducing them to their group, they're like, all right, you know, how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed? And there's another question too. But, why, maybe it's and, why did you kill him or something yes, like that. It could be. Yeah, it's but, like how many walkers and, and the answer you want is too many to count. Right. And like it's like how many people have you killed? And the answer you want is like two. Mm-hmm. And it's like why? And they're like they murdered my family and they were eating my left arm and I just couldn't take it anymore. And <laughs> right. you're like, yeah, it's you know like how that is. They murdered my family too. And, and they eat Billy's arm. And Billy's like, yeah, yeah. But it's they, they it's met like a asking priest. a chick how many people they've slept with where like they want to answer kind of honestly, but not really honestly. They'd be like, how many? Seven? <laughs> like saying it, like trying to gauge your reaction. I meant five. They or met nine. a priest. Is that cool? And, and this How would priest, would, be? This priest was supposed to be like the perfect guy, right? He's all good. And, and you know, they're like, yeah, how many people have you killed? Oh, I've never killed any people. Have you done this? And they're like, how did you stay alive? And he's like, well, whatever. It turns out what he did is he held himself up in like a church, locked all the doors. When like humans knocked on it looking for sanctuary, he just kept them locked, pretended no one was home. And he ate, they did like a food drive or something. And he ate all the food intended for the community by himself to stay alive, hold up and held up, hold up in the church. And they're like carving on the outside. You'll burn in hell for what you've done to us. Cause they're, they're like, yeah, I, yeah, because he, he's their leader. He's their pastor. This is a mm-hmm. community, and you know it's small. There's, they know that man in there. That is their preacher. They know he has food and shelter, and he's just gonna sit there and sob and listen. Last to longer, yep. and they all got eaten out there and uh, eaten alive. You know, and, it, I, 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 yeah. and he's supposed you know, to be the good guy. He like wears the collar and everything, and he keeps wearing that collar. I, I, I don't, I don't care for that character. Let no, me do an average. It seems time. Oh, go ahead. Oh, it's time to talk about smart mouth. <clears throat> this episode of PK is being brought to you by Smart Mouth. Bad breath it is, an, is an embarrassing problem faced by the majority of people on a daily basis. It's caused by naturally occurring oral bacteria consuming protein particles and releasing foul-smelling volatile sulfur compounds. Masking the smell with gum or mint juice-style mouthwash can actually make your breath worse, since it can provide a new food source for oral bacteria to produce sulfur gases. To solve a real problem, you need real science. That's why every bottle of Smart Mouth actually contains two different liquids, a green zinc activator and a clear oxidizer. The oxidizer instantly eliminates existing bad breath, while the activator releases billions of zinc ions that naturally bond to the bacteria in your mouth. The bonded zinc ions prevent bacteria from eating protein and producing sulfur gas, keeping bad breath from coming back for 12 hours. Go to SmartMouth.com and read about the science and how it's able to deliver such an incredible result. Visit SmartMouth.com by clicking the link in the description and uh, use coupon code PAINKILLER for free shipping. Once again, that's SmartMouth.com, coupon code PAINKILLER for free shipping. Or pick it up at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, Amazon, or your favorite store. You're putting in all your time, dressing nice, working out, and you're still not getting laid. It's because your breath smells bad. Mm. And nobody's telling you because they don't want to embarrass you. 
And you know what it's like where you talk to like a teacher and you go up and you're like, hey, I have a question on this math problem. And immediately you're like, oh, I wish I had just let them mark it wrong because they're like, you know, you need to look at the (laughs) helix of the graph. And oh, this is awful. You never (laughs) want to be that guy. And you never want to be that guy around girls, especially. So knock it off your list. Smartmouth.com is their website. Check them out. Mm -hmm. Two thumbs up. And now a quick word from Squarespace. This episode of PKA is also being sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website with Squarespace's all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and simple to set up. Trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world, Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives and people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today, so get started and start your free trial today with squarespace.com PKA where you'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com PKA for 10% off your first purchase. Begin your next move uh, in your career today, Squarespace. Nice. Check them out. If you need a website, that's where you go. Yeah, absolutely. It's super easy to to uh, to, to build one with them. You don't need it. You don't need anybody. Uh, no, no coding. You don't need to be a Woody's Gamer Tag type professional to make things happen. You can just get it done and uh, get to making money with your business. Um, did you see this? There's so so. I saw there's two little things that I linked over here. I don't know if they're full topics, but apparently a pretty big section of I-85 in Atlanta just collapsed because of a fire. Doesn't look like collapsed. anybody's hurt. collapsed. Um, like like I drive right fucking through there. That's that's pretty crazy. It's a big fire. And then above, I saw these fucking trashy excuses for humanity. Um, the the it's a, it's these mugshots, and it says Maloney uh, Salinit, uh <laughs> guilty of getting husband to shoot neighbor for telepathically raping her, telepathically raping her. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I wouldn't fuck her with your mind. She In is fairness, though, <laughs> If you're being telepathically raped, I think that they responded appropriately with bullets. I mean, if, I mean, if you're being I mean, telepathically Kyle, raped, you... I, I mean, I feel like, you know, telepath, telep- telepathy involves some movement, right? Like, it's not as if it's... Uh, no, it it literally doesn't. I don't think in telekinesis. See, yeah. a telekinesis way, rape. Not telekinetically raped. That was say, yeah. where she was like in the air suspended, yes. and all right. of a sudden a dildo a floated into the room. Right. And she's like, no, no, no. And, it was, and the guy was just like, oh, yes. He's like Professor X over there, and the dildo was just. <laughs> Fair game. Back. I mixed up my telepathy and telekinesis. I do that. I, I got to say, the funniest comment <laughs> is the uh, second top comment is, wow, she's fucked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's I great. really the YouTube comments are either like there's such a big dichotomy it seems where it's either total trash and just mean spirited or legitimately funny and really offensive shit that people these are Reddit comments. Reddit, Reddit comments. Oh, that that's Reddit. These are Reddit comments, and whenever Reddit I look at a, a video or a picture on Reddit, it's so funny every time when I'm looking at them. I'll look at something and I'm like, I don't understand this. I, I should go to the comments, and I'll go to the comments, and it's all like dumb, like cuck jokes and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, those are hilarious, but I really want to know what's going on. And other times, I'll see something that's hilarious. I'm like, oh, that's so funny, and I'll go to the comments just to be like, who else has got something for this? And I'll get like a, well, actually, on the other hand, and I'm like, come on, like it's never the vibe of comments no. that I want when I get I, in there. 
I, I completely <laughs> agree with that because when I go to the comments, I'm usually looking for backstory, some someone to be like, actually, the original video is posted here, and you get the full context when you watch it, or even better. And I fucking love this. Is if like it's, I don't know. We're talking about deep sea environments or something, something technical, something scientific where like the average person just doesn't have that know-how. And then like a bi biologist or uh, an engineer of, of some kind like comes on, gives you his references first. He's like, well, you know, I, I did this, did that. I was on the team that built it. Here's how it works. You're like, all right, let me fucking read this because this guy knows exactly what the fuck he's talking about. He is not your average Reddit commenter. And then, of course, you get like celebrities who who post on Reddit comments. You'll you'll have some guy. Uh, I remember there was this guy. He's like, I'm six foot four, six foot five, 120 pounds, and like I fell down in the gym, and they laughed at me, and it was so I was so ashamed that I don't know if I can go back. I think I'm just giving up on this. I'm gonna be like this weird looking guy forever. And Arnold Schwarzenegger replies. He's like he's and it's this paragraph of fucking inspiration. He's he's like those guys are fucking cowards. <laughs> You're the one who like marched your way in there and like did this thing. He's like it's easy for them. It's easy for them to do that. You walked into their house and you did this and that. And yeah, you failed, but you're going to try it. You're going to get up and you're going to be stronger. And you're going to succeed and you're going to win. And you're going to fuck you made. And, and don't do that. To me. <laughs> like, really pump this guy up. And, and, but he should have given him like a little reality dose at the end too. Like after all the pump up, he could have been like, but then also remember, sometimes it's just funny when people fall. <laughs> like, <laughs> so maybe they were just laughing in a uh, happy way. You know, like, 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 that's... <laughs> <laughs> like that's like at the end of the day if someone if i'm in a cafeteria somewhere and some old lady like slips and just falls or something like i will laugh not like haha bitch like haha you have fallen the way i would fall and people would laugh at me and i'd go man i appear quite the goober right now don't i and then you stand up and you keep moving i can understand no, the, the gym though I, i've dedicated a vulnerable. lot of of like my my brain power to things being like to things being like, as weird as it sounds, to make me sound a little crazy, but I've been like, you know, God forbid I should ever find myself in the scenario where an old woman is getting robbed, I should defend her. Yeah. God forbid I'm ever in a situation where someone is being completely racist to someone else, I should stand up for that person. If someone should slip and fall down the stairs, I should ask if they're okay before I laugh. Like I consciously, like there are things and I'll never forget. It was me and my, my, my a good friend of mine. And we were in like the 11th grade. And, and this is why I've been like, I should be, I should control my laugh. They say you could tell a lot about a person from what they laugh at. And I was like, well, I should be careful about what I laugh at then. Cause I, <laughs> I laugh at everything. Yeah. And I uh, was with these, uh, this buddy of mine and you know, it was back in the day we were blazing and uh, we're in the backyard and it was at my buddy's house, not the one that I was with in the backyard, just another buddy. And he wasn't there and he'd been acting really weird lately, like something was going on. Maybe something was wrong with him mentally. He was changing. And I think it was maybe on account of being young and blazing. I remember reading about it back in the day. I'm not sure how it turned out. But me and my friend were, were there in the backyard and we're passing it and, you know, we're there. And I guess his mom came home early. And I guess the stress of her kid and all this and everything that was going on, she opened up the back door. And, you know, it's right there. It's in our hand. And she's got tears running down her face. And she was like, do this anywhere. Do this anywhere you want. I don't care. Just stop doing it here. Stop doing it 
around my family. And I was like, like, I like, you know, I respect this woman and I still do. And I was just like, oh, damn, like, this is serious. And I slowly turned to my buddy who was next to me, who is also ha happens to be one of the funniest looking friends I have. <laughs> and like, so I'm like 15 and I'm like, oh, no. And I turn and I look at him and I get like this from him. Oh. <laughs> like you know it was like he was trying to hold his laughing but couldn't at all and he was like yeah. dead dead and I, I we're just laughing and i'm laughing and she's crying and i feel horrible and i'm like if my mom knew i would be, would be such shit for this and i can't stop laughing and she's looking at me like are these idiots these idiots are they serious right now? Like, oh, you're, we're she going sees the joint. She knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> no, like there was no control. And I remember after that being like, God forbid, I should ever find myself in some scenario where I laugh and I don't want to. I was uh, my my friend. Oh, he uh, he connected me on this show once with um, actually Norm Macdonald and uh, Tom Green. And I think Norm Macdonald's one of the funniest guys ever. I think his delivery is the best. He's one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. And I, I got to ask him any question. I got, and I asked him, like, oh, what kind of movies do you have coming out in the future? And he, he went on this thing, and he was making jokes each time. And he goes, he was like, well, we were going to do this movie, but, uh, th well, this happened. And it was a funny joke. And he was like, and this movie was considered. And then that, it was, uh, that happened, and that was a funny joke. And then he was like, and then we were going to do... Uh, we thought about doing dirty work too, but Chris Farley's dead. And like stared at the camera. <laughs> I, I laughed. I was I, like, I, I burst out laughing. And then I was like, ooh. And my buddy was there with me too. And it was like on Skype. So he saw me laugh and I laughed. And I was going to be like, was that, were you trying to be funny? Should I apologize? Was that you? Was it not? So instead I was just like, oh. <laughs> 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 and yeah so anyways controlling what i laugh at is always it's something that like you know for the past like eight years has been i was at a funeral i was at my grandmother's funeral nightmare and, a nightmare and this is not a grandmother no that I, was very, I wasn't very close with this grandmother like i had two and one i spent weekends with from from an early time in my life and like like christmases and everything and the other it's not so much it's, yeah it's just an old lady i know right your like, mom's she, grandmother she gives right? me no, my mom's just an old lady. I know. <laughs> my dad's mother that I wasn't close with. My mom's mother, very close with her. Like, like spent every weekend with her growing up. Love that. She's the Arnold Schwarzenegger fan who got me into like R-rated movies when I'm six years old and like like made me love movies. Um, the other grandma is she's just the lady who gives me a twenty every Christmas, right? Like, like don't care about that lady at all. I'm at her funeral. She died at like sixty-five or seventy or something like that. I'm fourteen, fifteen. No, I'm sixteen because I drove there. I drove to the funeral. Um, and I just remember like, like driving in there, I'm listening to country music and, uh, I can't think of who sings the song, but maybe Merle Haggard, but it's, it's this, it's this song called rose colored glasses. And the, uh, the context, uh, the concept of rose colored glasses is that when you, it, it's a, it's a sense of mind. It, it, it's that you look at things with, with, with a different slant on them always to, to look slant. at a good light, yeah. you know, but I get in there and I go to look at my grandma and she's wearing fucking rose colored glasses. And and like one of her like female relatives who was like 
running the show. You know, she's like, she was the one who had suggested what Granny was going to wear in the casket or whatever the fuck. Like, anybody cares? She's like, then was Granny's rose-colored glasses. And she loved her rose And all I can hear is fucking Merle Haggard. And rose-colored glasses that hide all the truth. And I'm just like... <laughs> like, the laughter is just boiling. <laughs> boiling in my head like I'm a kettle pot that needs to... Like, just needs to yeah. let off steam. And I'm just, I, I had to pretend like I was crying and get the fuck out of it. They were like, oh, man, Kyle's real, Kyle's real beaten up over this whole thing. He's taking it hard. <laughs> and I'm outside just, <laughs> rose-colored glasses. I can't believe they put fucking rose-colored glasses on that dead lady. You should, <laughs> you should totally be able to laugh openly at funerals. Like, that's something I think oh. our culture isn't as good at, at a lot of, like, you see, like, Mexican uh, funerals. Maybe I'm making this up, but there are some Latin American funerals where, like, it's just a giant party, and everybody's, like, sometimes they're, like, marching the body around or something. Maybe not, the, maybe, like, tamp it back a bit. Like, still have him in a box, but still have like, a huge party. Bernie's, they break him out and put some shades on him. Yeah. I want my funeral to, like, to people to be like, oh, man, like, he promised to be a dope party when he died. Like, I'm going. Like, I want it, like, people to have fun. Like, because that's going to be the real last memory of you. Like, when they think of you after that moment, it won't be you alive first. It'll be that splash of you dead because they have to register that, and then they'll think about the funeral for a sec, you know? And you don't want it to be, like, a somber memory of, oh, I remember how fucking sad Aunt Susan was. Like, you want it to be like, goddamn, Uncle Joey got so drunk, he tried to open the casket back up, or something like that. <laughs> like, that's what I would want. Funerals are fucked, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like funerals. So, yeah. Nobody I does. I don't think they're necessary to say goodbye to the person. I, I think, like, especially if you saw them recently before they died, like... I, I get, I've gotten nothing out of any of the funerals I've went to other than like an itchy neck, you know, from the from the shirt. Um, I, I just I just don't care for it. Uh, it it's a sad time, and everybody's just sort of. I see lots of people crying, and you know, I, I find hypocrisy in their tears. It's like you didn't know him, you know, or whatever the fuck. It's just I, I've never been to a funeral that I thought I got anything out of, and I always like you know you go to to. If I'm being honest, like I feel like most people go to like save face for themselves. It has oh, so sure. little to do with going there and celebrating like, this person's life, people. saying goodbye to them. It's like, oh, if I don't go, Aunt Susan will see me or see that I'm not there. I, I think that most people are motivated by that when they go mm. to a funeral. Well, I don't know if it's it's like that for you guys, but Jewish funerals, there's like a book to sign in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a sign in book at funerals. So that's like yeah, like, like taking attendance attendance. You're like literally proving you were there. I've been yeah. to three funerals, and uh, I liked them all, actually. It was just kind of a, a little closure for me. It wasn't like I had a good time or I'm anything. sorry. I'm so Yeah, joking. no, it's fine. <laughs> it, it's just it was like, all right, you know, like, okay. I've seen them dead, and it's not that I doubted everyone, but now I know, no. Like, you know, I, I, I see the dead body there. And, uh, yeah, like, there was two of them, I think, there was a viewing, and one of them was just a memorial with, like, a picture and it gave me a chance to think about him one last time and sort of close up shop in my head and put that person to rest. Like that, you, yeah. you know, that's what like, I did there. Like, and you, and one last thing, you talk about the yeah. other people and stuff. Like when I attend a funeral, it's pretty much mostly about me. You know, yeah. I may make a quick observation of their closest people, like their husbands or wives or something, and and try to offer some sort of support. <laughs> but mostly, I'm just there to to close my own book on it. The thing that creeps me out, like the thought process. Is like I. That's crazy. You've only been to three funerals. I've been to way more than three funerals. Okay. But when I go to a funeral, like it's all like the bad vibe, not bad vibe, but the sad vibe. And then what I always remember is like the last thought I have 
as I'm like looking to leave and thinking what I'm going to do next. And like when I'm always in the middle of that thought at funerals of like, oh, I'm going to head to Chipotle and then I'm going to go take care of this and do that and go home. Or I'm going to I got to go take care of this for work or something like that. I always get stopped in that thought at funerals because I'm like, holy shit, like this is like this is exactly what people will be doing at my funeral. They're going to be sad for a bit, but they've still got a fucking day to take care of. And so it's, it's just a weird juxtaposition of like how somber it is. And then everyone there is having thoughts that are just benign and normal. Like, oh, I should get a burrito after this, you know? Yeah. It's just, I, it's, in, it's in high school, um, in high school, I went to my friend John Scott's funeral, and he had died in a car crash, and it was a closed casket funeral because it had been a terrible, terrible car crash. Uh, he was going hundreds, uh, well over 100 miles an hour, and had hit a tree, and he wasn't wearing a goddamn seatbelt because it was malfunctioning. So it was just, it was awful. Mm -hmm. There I was, you know, it's me and my friends, and we're his friends, and you know, people from the high school are there, his age are there. We're all sixteen or seventeen, eighteen, whatever. And then there his parents are. I fucking know them, and you know, they're just melting. You know, it's the that neither one of them they can both barely stand. Yeah. You know, there are people fucking propping them up because their son, who was about to go to prom, about to graduate high school, about to go be like a, a state. It, not just compete at, at, at a state school. Like, he was going to be a national competitor in, in his sport of choice, which was the, 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 um, the pole vault. He was excellent pole vault. Uh, he's like six foot four, real lanky guy, but real strong at the same time. He's just gone. And I just remember, God, this is devastating. I don't yeah. want to be here and even feel this. I don't want to be adjacent to their pain. It's so, it's so real. It's, it's hard. Yeah, dude. There I was went to a, a funeral for a classmate of mine when we were, I guess he died when we were like 13. Or so he had uh, a brain tumor and in like sixth grade or so but we went to the same school in grade school and then he went to a different middle school but in sixth grade or so is when he just you know he couldn't keep, keep coming to school and the teacher had to be like you know ryan's not coming back um his illness has gotten worse and it was more of like a, okay like but we're 12 whatever i'll play with my little eraser man on my desk I, like this is not a real thing you know yeah. like, you don't really get it at all and then even at like 13 like a year and a half later going when he died like seeing his parents seeing his older sister like i don't know that that, that might have been one of the aside from like family members i think that was my first non-family member funeral i ever went to and it was just heartbreaking being yeah. like oh there fuck was like this I, I talked to this guy like i knew this guy and he's my age and he's dead and I haven't even, I've barely got through puberty at 13, you know? There were a bunch of kids who died when I was growing up. Um, there was a girl who, the way I remember it, when I was maybe 10th grade or, or something like that, uh, another student my age, um, their mother was driving them home from school or something like that, and they had a car accident, and the mother and her sister died. And, uh, and it's like, oh, well, now that's the funeral we've got to go to. It's, it's her mother and her sister are dead, and she was grievously wounded she had a big scar on her face now you know like like, like that shit's harsh that's just hard to deal with when you're so when i was in old. high school uh it was my first two years in high school a few non-americans high school's four years long you go from like 14 to 18 anyway um so it was early in my high school and there was a car crash involving like the most popular kids these were the kids that all the other kids wish they were and uh, one of them was hurt and like they had to like relearn to walk or something and one of them died. And 
what was funny is that like the coolest kids were mourning the most because they were close to them. And then there were other kids who were almost like North Korean fakers, like, oh, whoa, yeah, the me. crying contest. Like, were there any kids who knew they were about <coughs> to escalate a spot in the social hierarchy? Right, that was like, it. Oh, it was like, oh, too bad for Brad. I can't wait I'm... more about Chris and I were like this the whole time, dude. You know, this is really hurting me hard. It's like it was not. Chris never hung out with you. You're a nerd. And and like that whole dynamic existed. Also, like... get, get Chris's patch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I remember, it's it's like I, I still remember that dude. He was like probably the first person in my life I ever had like actual conversations about Lord of the Rings with because it came out like when we were in sixth or sixth grade, I guess. When we were twelve, maybe fifth grade, it came out. Oh, the I don't movie the first did. one did. The movie, right. yeah. Yeah, my mistake. And I remember he was like one of the few people at that age group who had like got so into it, like me, that they were like reading the book ahead of time. And so he was like the one person I could talk to. And even th- remembering that right now, like it's so sad. Just thinking like, like just little things like that. I'm thinking like, this is an interest that I still have a whole lifetime of his after the event, yeah. you know, because it's been, I've lived as long without him alive. He hasn't gotten yeah. since then. Every it's day that you've so lived, sad. he never got, you know, yeah. it, it's fucked that our lives are so short and so, and our existences are so fucking fickle and meaningless. Like, like I, Over. I think that the next stage of human evolution that's actually important, the most important next stage is that we fucking get our brains digitalized and copied over so that we can become, uh, uh, um, so we like can never die. So that we can never die. Because once we do that, like, like the, 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 one of the big things that helped humanity become that you know, spear-chucking thing that looks down at every other animal is that we started being able to speak to each other and do, do like, um, and you write know, it down. And that, that was the next step. Like, knowledge. And, at first, right. we, we'd, we'd all sing songs to remind us not to drink dirty water, right? Tribal there was the knowledge. dirty water song. <laughs> and there was the don't eat maggots song. And there was the clean your wounds song. You, that's how you kind of kept up with a, a tradition song. of information. There were songs and stuff and like spoken word and stuff like that. And then we started writing that shit down. And, and ever since, we've just been getting exponentially better and better at what we do. I mean, in the last hundred years, look at what we've accomplished. That you've got people who, whose lifetimes span the uh, the distance between the Wright brothers and Neil Armstrong, right? Like, like that's unfathomable, unfathomably yeah. quick to to go from there to there. So it's it's certainly not in the realm of possibility to think that your children, or you know, I'm not gonna fucking have any, or you know, might be able to digitalize their brains and live on forever. You know, I wonder. Like, speaking like, of the monkey thing, I wonder if, or like what we evolved from, like a tw- hundred thousand years ago or whatever, rectus. like the first one. To wipe their ass, I bet they got mocked at first. You know, like the first like, they couple all of them the who wiped their ass after shit. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but I guarantee that like people were la di dying them about, at the time, oh, like playing look like at oh. clean ass over there. The rear end, huh? Look at him with those leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sitting there at a stand selling leaves to wipe your ass, and they're like, mm. "It's never gonna take off," you know, fucking no, I, cave dweller shaman. I think it was, uh, I, I imagine it more so like, oh, you shit, and then you go in the water. You shit, mm-hmm. and then you go in the water. If you don't do that, then you get bugs in your butt, and you die. That's also a way that you yeah, get, uh, like, about this water dirty water. <laughs> describing. I, I, I was going to say that it's the first guy that uses toilet paper, they were probably like, that's not enough, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, not that's, not that's a good like, point. Yeah. Do you think they like, had, like, uh, they're like bugs, a... Bugs shit on that leaf. 
You're wiping we, your shit away we, with like a bug shit pad. Like we you're still shit say that. Shit. Like, uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you're cleaning your butt with just toilet paper and you're not breaking out the wet wipes of the bidet, you got to get next level, baby. You want to hear my James Bond ass wiping story? When I, MacGyver, more like, I had to come up with some toilet paper in a field once, mm-hmm. and, and and I socks some and socks. underwear always work, right? You can you right. can go to that if you have. Uh, but it's been days since that's happened to me. Notebook paper. <laughs> what I had was notebook paper, like like standard fucking notebook paper, and you got oh, not wrong. ideal. Like <laughs> lined paper. Not paper. So. Let me tell you how to make toilet paper out of notebook paper. You crumple up and you crumple it into a ball, then you flatten it out, and mm-hmm. then you repeat the process about twenty five or thirty times, and it becomes soft like cloth. It becomes as soft as toilet paper. You, I swear to God, like do this. You got you got a piece of paper somewhere. You're listening to this. Crumple it up and flatten it out 25 times in a row, uh, and then I use the feel three it. shell method. Yeah. <laughs> three, three seashells. Yeah. <laughs> Where Say, you grab uh, the other two and you pinch the shit and pull it out. <laughs> oh, is that I, demolition uh, man. That's demolition yeah. man. Yeah. It's, 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 Harley, what <laughs> have you been trying. up to lately? Flying around uh, the world, spreading the brand and the seed, I assume. Spreading the seed, mostly. The seed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, into what, tissues what around Europe. <laughs> oh, yeah, Europe trip. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I went to Italy. <laughs> I went to Italy. Um, what'd you say? Which you was interesting. What's that? Did, I, I coughed. Did you went, what'd you say before you went to Italy? You went, oh, camping, uh, you went. I spread my seed. Ah, anyway, carry on. I, I, sorry. So you went to uh, Italy. It's so funny. These whenever I come back on, it's always like like uh, like an amount of time apart that it's close enough that I'm like, did I talk about these projects or <laughs> did I not mention that or how long? But um, yeah, I went to Italy with Pagani, the car company, and that that was cool because they were like they they brought YouTubers down from like every country to like from all these different countries to like represent, and we were we went down for the USA. You're and the Canadian. Job came- yeah, <laughs> the job came through and everything, and I was just like, "Oh, jobs and I'm telling Trump. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell them that I'm Canadian. I'm North American, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "There's, we got enough. Like, uh, like USA is our number one demo, anyways." I'm like, "So that should be enough, right?" Um, and uh, yeah, that was trippy. That was cool. We went to Italy, and it was, uh, I was in Bologna, so it's not like a, a like a touristy area. So it was just like. Kind of weird. It was like just like really, really Italian. Like uh, they just thought I was an idiot because to them, you know, I'm American, and like that's just all that was to them. So they weren't really the nicest people in this town. Uh, I'm sure I came off as like a loud idiot also, but it was cool because I got to see a two and a half million euro car get unveiled live, and uh, eat some real Italian food. But that was exhausting. Coming back home was good because, uh, yeah, I, the I, grind did. The grind is just endless. Like, it's I, I find in this industry, like you could put a thousand lines in the water, and maybe one or two of them will bite, but like you still got to put be putting lines in the water. Um, so I have like right now we're doing a, a a scripted TV show with CBC that we sold. And uh, I have a YouTube Red show, but I don't know what YouTube's doing. Oh, I don't even know if I could say that. No one say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think the audio. Cut Nobody out will right tell. There. Yes. Yeah, don't worry. Um, Did you? And, uh, yeah. So we had uh, uh, like uh, 
that show and we we produced a pilot with them and um you know epic meal time tuesdays handlets on fridays uh and we i like to go live i love live i think live is so awesome so i try and do live whenever i can and that's usually when we're ahead by a bunch of epic meal episodes then we'll do a live one because just going live for phone apps or anything i wonder if you could do that what I don't know. I know with Facebook, you could just sort of turn on your phone and go live. And people yeah, on Facebook, you just go and you're like, you're boom, you're live on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you could do it with Instagram. Instagram also. Oh, YouTube should you do, do that. Periscope. Periscope. I'd love to just like turn my phone towards me and fly somewhere and think people could join or not join. Up to them. You said well, you had what, what a like, quick viral Italian. video where you, you like go live and you're like, all right, everyone, we're live here at 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harley, is it really hard for you now that you've, because you said you've been to Italy and had real authentic Italian food. Like when you go somewhere now and there's a big group of people like, oh, we got to go to Fazzino's. It's the fucking best. Like, are you biting your tongue the whole time? Just wanting to be like, this isn't real fucking Italian food. Like I you no. know, had the experience because a lot of people are like that when they get back from Europe. They're very food dickish. All well, if you think about me, I'm probably like the least food dickish guy because like I was the guy that like put a taco on a pizza and I was like, even this is cooking. <laughs> so like it's not like I can ever hold my opinion on food in a high regard or anything. I've I've definitely like made myself like the pharaoh of lowbrow food. Like like corn I've like, you know, approached corn dogs as a gourmet ingredient. So I I would never want to be the guy that's like no. This is an Italian. Did you think Italian you know, food been was that Italy. good? In Italy, yeah. their food is the, the you know like it's it was great food, but uh, where I was, it was uh, a very pasta based town. Like they don't they don't even go hard on pizza. Like mm -hmm. pizza wasn't a big deal where I was. It was all about pasta, and I had these like creamy meals. And this was the only thing that I would say the difference between you know this Italian pasta versus like a good uh, Italian dish in the USA um, is they were both delicious. They were both good. But when it was done, eating eating pasta in the USA, I feel fat and gross later. I feel I made a bad decision. I pigged out and I ate something that's not healthy. When I had the same meals that tasted just the same and looked like they were oily and creamy – when I ate it, I didn't have that feeling. It wasn't so much the initial taste going in. It's just whatever the hell your country does to make it taste that way. Kudos, because it tastes really good. That's but there's, uh, there's other sciences going on here that don't take place in Italy with their pasta and food that it just it felt clean. And that's the one thing is I was I was eating like bread, garlic bread and pasta. You go to like olive garden eat garlic bread and pasta like you will not feel good later like you will no, not you won't. <laughs> you'll, and i don't mean like you'll you'll have bad like stomach ache or you'll like you'll have the runs like no you're just gonna be like wow i'm fat and that was gross my body feels gross my titties shake i'm a, a little bit. heavier i'm a little <laughs> you're weighed down by this yeah yeah, yeah. exactly you're admitting defeat i know the day the you food. eat there yeah for that day. i love olive garden fuck that I go in there. I go in there once a month. I fucking I love Olive Garden. Oh, dude, I, I love Olive Garden too. All those breadsticks. I'm like, I love I'm Olive like, Garden too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you, you could have an all-you-can-eat, sit down, real Italian, you would leave Olive Garden and not, you know, and just not 
feel so gross. You won't feel, you won't so. take that like buttery nap that you take. Do they after. let you draw on the placemat with crayons in real Italy? <laughs> I don't know. Do they? They do have the Oh, same... you got a great box of crayons for you. You draw all over the place where they make your pasta just like a mama used to draw all over the well, fucking my place, favorite, man. My favorite thing to do when, when I, when I tr- yeah. my favorite thing to do when I travel, like, you know, I've been to Japan, I've been to Italy, I've been to, you know, Ireland. I What I like to do is I like to try the things that I know. Like, as crazy as it sounds, like, I like to try the McDonald's. Like, I've had McDonald's in Japan, Italy, uh, uh, Israel, like I want to have those McDonald's just because it's like I know what to expect. So something like seeing the cultural to, cultural differences that like a brand is interesting to me. Like when I saw Seven Eleven in Japan, I very badly wanted to go inside. I wanted to see what's in the aisles there. That's that's yeah. what that's what'll be weird to me because it's not like I can go into any store and be like, oh, it's weird. Look how all. Of course it's weird. It's Japanese. But you go into a 7-Eleven, now it's like, here's Japan's best impression of a 7-Eleven, like <laughs> an American chain. And you so like I'm in at that 7-Eleven and I'm getting like sushi at the 7-Eleven in Japan just because I'm interested in it. So when I was in Italy, like, you know, I went to McDonald's and it's like, oh, man, they have curly, curly fries at their McDonald's. which I just thought was like an interesting <laughs> little difference, you know? You I have wonder- to rope. You have to order by <laughs> robot there, too. Oh, no! Oh, she died! Wait, what is this? (laughs) Woody sent me a link, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Look at that. I don't know why you're laughing. (laughs) Yeah, he's... Oh, man, I didn't even know that. You guys ever go to uh, uh, Live Link? Live Link? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, what what is the context of this video? This person just fell off. All I know is that this is the maid, and for some reason, this woman's filming the maid as she hangs from the window... And rather than just doing windows from the outside, and she doesn't help her, right? She just watch. I think the woman's screaming for help. And I can't read lips, and she sort I of backs off. I need the comment section, Woody. I need the comments. <laughs> yeah, um, what um. in God's name is happening here? All right, All right, let me just say this: this is fucked in a half. Like, like mm-hmm. at first, I was like, I thought for sure this was one of those YouTuber videos where, like, you think somebody's dangling on the side of something, and then they flip the camera 180. Yeah, degrees. I was just watching that recently too. Stomachs on the sidewalk or, or something like that. But when the, the the lady's holding on by like her fingertips and then she like falls and then the <coughs> camera approaches the railing or whatever the window and looks downward to like see where she went. And I totally expect like cushions six feet below or even inches below. She falls three, four stories Seven. and hits some shit. Seven, thank you. And when she hits, there's a it she looks lives. like she There's hit. like a billow of so smoke the, on this. So like, here, uh, let me jump in. The top yo, comment is this. Woman gets arrested and maid survives with minor injuries. She survived. It's And the comment here says shitty flexible aluminum. Saved her no doubt. I agree. Yeah, Wait, she was, so the, the woman who was filming her got arrested mm-hmm. for this event? Yeah, that's the here? Seinfeld law. That's the Good Samaritan law. Bitch should have helped out. A hundred percent. A hundred percent that woman gets arrested. Like, imagine yeah, you just need you just need a little help, and all they do is they're just like... I love the audio. I bet the audio is <laughs> just like on Seinfeld. Like, look at her. <laughs> She's trying to get back. Look, no, come, 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 look. I'm putting this on Facebook. I'd like Who to get the audio. I'm I, I, I want to understand how that how the maid got in that predicament. Because she's Good. hanging by one hand, like how do you know the story? Well, apparently she—that's her way of firing her. From what I'm reading from this other thing, dude, it's on Live Leak with audio. Ooh. 
And I was just saying, oh, yeah, you guys go to, you guys go there? Oh, yeah. Live Leak's a lot of fun. We're we're yeah. Live Leak veterans. It's like Russian go to world watch, star hip hop. Do you guys go to r slash watch people die? Yes, watch people fucking die is better. Whoa! <laughs> 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 no! Oh, impact. oh, she hit hard! She hit hard! <laughs> I'm glad she lived! I'm glad she lived too! Jesus Christ. Wowzer. Right, that is that is a bad One, fall. Two, three, boom! <laughs> I like I like how we had a, a long conversation and Harley gave a nice monologue about you know I, I'm really being careful about what I laugh at and when I laugh at it because it's kind of discerning right. about your character. Kyle <laughs> only started laughing at that after it had been confirmed that the woman could be dead. I'm just gonna put that out there that uh, it was yeah. only when she fell stories and her body hit like a sack of potatoes on that metal shed that Kyle was uproariously laughing saying oh I thought there'd be a pillow but now well, this is even this is there's funny. more you because know? Kyle was absolutely <laughs> offended by the idea that people would look at naked pictures of Emma Watson right you know he's just like how dare you this is not funny right I, I saw X-Men goddamn <clears throat> I've never seen this bitch before a day in my life what I really don't understand your moral code. It doesn't make any sense to me. That is true. The window, like the only thing that, like the thing that makes it funniest is that the clip starts with her one hand there. And so you know that you're already on uh, chapter four of this <laughs> 10 chapter story. And, and most chapters are falling. Like, and it's just not going to, I, I, what, what was she doing to be hanging off there? Like, the it almost oh. makes you wonder if she was doing something <laughs> shitty and they got in a fight. Oh, that's so wait, wait. it looks so weird. Let me jump in. Uh, the Cry woman it. who's filming. <laughs> uh, oh, the maid is screaming, hold me, hold me. And then the woman filming says, may you learn your lesson. Whoa. And did she upload may it to you Facebook? Learn your lesson. Where, yeah. did this, where did this occur? Did Tawana. she upload it to Facebook? Uh, where did this occur? I don't know that yet. I wonder if it's oh, on. Um, is it in the live link? Does it describe it? Man, if you're listening and you're hesitant about watching this, like, that is some. It, it maybe 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 the punchline doesn't hit oh. as hard now, now that you've heard us say that you know she's falling out of goddamn window seven stories. But <laughs> that that was hilarious. She hits like she hits in the fetal position, and it's a real boom, and dust flies up when it, she fucking. It hits. appears to it, be a foreign maid in an that. Arab state. That's yeah, it was an Arab state. Like the the video you don't see after this is where she was stoned to death for <laughs> uh, ruining someone's gardening shed, <laughs> and, and she also didn't have her face covered in public. And that is actually public down there now. So yeah, on the way down, someone caught an upskirt, and so they had to honor. <laughs> they had to honor kill her immediately. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah this is. Uh, has spared so that we may honor kill her. What what a piece of shit sociopath! Like I. Like, what do you, what kind of awful person do you have to be to watch somebody dangling there and go, may you learn your lesson? <laughs> this person watches Ramsey Bolton's scenes where he's playing <laughs> yeah, Theon, exactly. and it's like, I see no issue with this. Uh, he has been defiant in face of authority. Or like whatever the fuck you would say. Really, like, Jamie this... Lannister's a better comparison. Jamie Lannister? How? Yes. He pushed someone out a window. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he that's... Actually... Yeah, that, he yeah, actually he really did it. <laughs> okay, that's a good comp yeah. <laughs> Except he people were way sadder about Bran than this poor lady. Nobody oh, seems for to mind. Sure, man. I was broken up about Bran. This I, first of all, this lady lived. 
Second of all, she's famous now, right? She'll probably get like some sponsorship deals out of this now. She'll be like on. She'll be on like 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 uh uh like what what would, what would this lady now be a good spokesman for? Like 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 maybe, maybe some those sort of like uh, those blade feet that you <laughs> run with. <laughs> maybe, no, no, it'd be a Windex product that lets you like it's like a bi- a, a bendable arm that lets you clean windows from the inside, and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like pause and it's like wonder how I got here. Because I didn't shop it for Windex. And then, yeah. and then just a ball and bonk. What if she oh, sold, like, trampolines? There is one brand. Yeah. She's so <laughs> solid. And the noise it makes is, it. there's no other word for it than satisfying. Like, like sometimes when people fall, they make a disgusting crunch noise. And you're like, oh, that noise, that's awful. I, I saw a guy's head get ran over by a, by a truck one time. And it made a terrible noise. It was a pop. And, yeah. But, but th- this, this was... This was a satisfying noise she made when she hit the bottom. She hit like so flush and square, and that dust flying up. I'm glad the she lived everything. Does add yeah, I, I can't. I still can't believe she lived. It's With impressive. minor injuries, no less. She she hit like a tin roof that was like strong enough to support her, um, at, without going through it. But but well, you know. actually, what is a minor injury in fucking Afghanistan? Yeah, I you would know? like to know. Two legs. Uh, two legs. You still have the majority legs. of your limbs, and they round up. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fucked, man. I, I, Woody just links it. I'm like, oh, what's this thing here? It said OMG, and then like media gif, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I was like, let's see what this is, and I'm watching it. I'm watching it, and it's so. When I saw her dangling, it's I can't help but crack up. And then when she falls, it's like ah, and then you see that she fell seven stories. That's great. Yeah, yes. like the woman that was filming ran out mm-hmm. with the camera and filmed down. Like she wanted to get. It's yeah. like she was. She's messed up. She wanted to see it. I she bet the woman stole. Yeah, I don't know. She stole? I'm just, I made that up, but she yelled, it's, may you learn your lesson. And, yeah. you know, it, I assume she slept with her husband. I, I mean, the way I know. took it, I don't know where I got this, but I, I assumed that the woman who fell out the fucking window was a maid and that yeah. that woman filming it was like her boss. That's true. And she's like, oh, now you get. And, yeah, and that's here's, definitely the dynamic. What if? What if now I know that people do do this in hotels? They'll they'll go out a window and sneak around and go in your balcony into your room and rob you. Um, and employees do that sometimes. Like like if you found out that that was the case, that this bitch had been like going out on balconies, like habitually robbing people, and this lady was like, ah, slip robbing, huh? Then maybe you start changing your mind about how you feel about all the characters in this equation. Maybe then then then, you, then you're counting the seconds till she makes impact too. Yeah. Well, the, the woman was a foreign yeah, maid in an Arab state, right? So I, I assume the woman was the you treated know, well person she was working for who was filming. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm I'm making it up, but I'm guessing she robbed only because I know um uh, I know a bunch of Indian people, and they all had maids and servants and stuff like that at, from Cisco. And that was like a common dynamic. Like they, they just always had to sort of be wary of getting robbed. I mean, that seems like what else would they be doing that was so awful as a maid? You know, it's really only stealing that would be that bad. Like all that, all the, if it was exactly what you say, Kyle, and she was oceans elevening her way into the master <laughs> suite or whatever the hell, and then on the way back she slipped and fell. All the bitch with the camera phone had to do is not film it. Just yeah. don't film it and stand to the side in the hallway or, and just watch from the corner. And that's or how it. about this one? It's right after you film it and they're carting this bitch away, don't put it on live leak. Maybe that's not your first yeah. step. Maybe, maybe you show the other maids. Maybe you're like, this is what happens when you steal, bitches. And then you delete that shit real quick, right? Like, like You don't yes. upload it to the internet. 
No, she uh, she did not think these things through. That, Wait, that was her that uploaded it? I'm a new maid, and I don't even know the whole backstory. And they're like, this is what happened to the last maid. And then you see, boom, and then it cuts. And you're like, what did she do? Late. Late to Late. work. <laughs> <laughs> Habitual tardiness. It's like that, uh, that from Indiana Jones, you know, when, when Indy fucking punches the Nazi out, just throws him out the goddamn airship, and the whole crowd is like, oh, my God, what? You know, they, they all these fine to do like 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 fine dining people saw this man just thrown out of a fucking airship, dozens of feet to the ground, and Indy looks at him. He goes, "No ticket," and they all start like producing tickets as fast as they can. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh-huh. man, that was a great video. Thank you, Woody. That, that really yeah, I feel was better now. Plus, like yeah. I see shit like that, and I'm like, man, my day has been so fantastic in comparison. I did not fall seven stories out no, of a fucking window. Not even one. And, and and when I survived, I didn't hop up as a female maid in a in a Muslim state, which yeah. is which is. I mean, she she probably got up and she's like, "God, I made it." I well, thought but, it was over. I mean, oh, she probably done. had she probably had health benefits. I'm sure, right? Mm, yeah, they, right, I, I, right. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they take great care of their foreign maids. Hey, have you guys been on Reddit lately? Like the the new trend is posting how much your elected representative sold out for for that telecom bill. Have you seen that? I, like, I, I know Richard Birds, for example, Richard Burb, you are uh, $56,000, and he voted yes on that. Uh, if people don't know, here's the deal. The House and the Senate in America just passed a bill that lets ISPs sell your, your, like, the, the, the data that you're sending over it. <coughs> so whatever websites you're browsing to, whichever emails you're sending, all that stuff is pretty much non-private. And they can sell it to advertisers or whoever wants to buy it, I guess. And um, uh, the amounts that it sold, like what it takes to buy a senator's vote seems curiously cheap to me. Like, like I said, 50 grand, 60 grand, 40 grand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and these people are voting for it. And there's like, it's a big deal. Like there are people taking out, a, well, someone took out a full page ad uh, in the New York Times just for Trump. You know, like, hey, here's your opportunity. Are you actually a president for the people or not? Because a bill's coming up. Now, we said something like, hey, you've been spied on, big league. That's about to happen to all the Americans, uh, you know, if you sign this thing. And I'm really curious. If he vetoes it, then that would be a, a really big feather in his cap in my opinion. Yeah, it would, right? Yeah, if you saw, I, I think <coughs> we all take a step back, at least a half step back from mm-hmm. Donald Trump if he vetoes this. We're like, oh, well. That's that's different. If he if he signs it, there's almost no getting back to that in my you know between my ears anyway. Like you know, like this fuck. All he wants to do it's see like the healthcare bill wasn't a healthcare bill at all. It was a tax cut for wealthy people and a benefit cut for poor people. That, that that's what it was. Um, he's signing this thing, putting coal miners back to work. I hate that. Uh, you know, I hate to. Of course, I want everyone to have a good job or whatever. But why are we focused on like you know 1800s technology when China's focusing on solar and windmills and all that fun stuff? Um, what else has he done? Oh, he made it so that energy companies can take bribes overseas. He made it so that uh, coal companies can dump their shale into rivers and streams now. Um, coal ash, right? Coal ash. Yeah. What do they call it? Shale. Oh my which mistake. Is ash. So anyway, uh, I just like it seems like all the shit he's doing is the opposite of what I'd want him to do. And here's a chance. Here's your opportunity. You can veto a bill about and and your internet traffic today 
This is very much equivalent to tapping everybody's phones and then selling the conversations to advertisers. Like that's, that to me is how sensitive your web browsing traffic is. They're about parallel. The things you say on the phone and the things you do on the internet. So uh, this is an opportunity for Trump to be for or against the people. And after this, I'm done keeping score if he fucks up again. Like there's just no coming back. So yeah, I, uh, I hope he does it. I don't think he will because it seems like all these politicians sell our privacy every single time. And if they don't get it, they just repackage it as a new thing with more anti-child porn, and then they send it back in, and they all pass it. <coughs> it seems like a- the internet privacy thing is something that no politicians give a fuck about. The Republicans like, don't. The Democrats it seems, do. It, it seems yeah, like it, so many of them are so old and so ignorant and removed from it. And mm. you wouldn't think they are because they're in the public eye. You think, oh, everybody who's on fucking the Twitter or is a politician, like they, they, they're on the same page as us. They've, they've, they've got a full grasp on social media and the internet and the power of it and how it works. They browse they, on multiple devices like we do. They, they hit the hot spots of the internet to take the pulse of, of the country and the world and, the, and, and this sort of thing. But they don't. Like, like, like you, you, you hear all the time that, that Trump's not that, that, uh, that technologically inclined. He's not in touch with the cyber. He, he's, not on, he's not checking out emails. Like, like, he doesn't get email. He doesn't do I that. I bet the most technically savvy person in the federal level of government, like as far as elected representatives, the most tech savvy one of them. Like, I bet if you put them in the same room as Kyle or Woody, obviously Woody because of your background, but Kyle or me – and we watch them use social media or watch them check their email, I bet still we'd be like, oh, my God, he puts in the search bar to go to Google.com, and then he searches in Google for the thing he could have just searched. Oh, my God. He's using Internet oh, this Explorer. Guy. He's right. using Internet Explorer. Like, I, Voluntarily. I bet, um, yeah, they just all have it, like 600 things on their desktop. <laughs> now where's that bill we're voting on? All these toolbars <laughs> on the top of their browser. Yeah. No, they, so here's the I was thinking about this today. Like... I don't have a problem with Republican voters. I think I have a lot in common with Republican voters, right? Like, I like guns, you know, and, and on the whole pro-choice thing versus, or they're pro-life, I guess. It's like, eh, I'm not on your team, but I see your side of it, that's for sure. Um, on the, like, less government regulation thing is a general concept. Like, yeah, I like freedom, you know. But Republican politicians seem to be proving again and again what fuckheads they are. And, you know, they've literally just had the presidency for two months now. And almost everything they're doing is like rape and pillage the people, whether it be selling their privacy, dumping ash in the rivers. You know, they are the EPA appointments, the um, the, the tax, the health care plan that they came up with, which just reduced health care. Mm-hmm. Um, like everything they're doing seems to be the wrong thing. And the same thing happened when W was president, too. I, yeah, I, but like that's that. To be fair, that's coming from your point of view, where mm-hmm. a I just lot don't of people see the other say, side. Like, please no, 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 yeah, d- and a defend lot of them the energy companies should be taking bribes thing. See, like, I don't like when things are phrased like that because it's not, it's not genuine. Like, it's not honest. In that, there was not. He didn't just say, "All right, bribes are now on the table. Everybody's good with bribes." Like, like the way that the news and everything is turned up to 11, like I've said before, it makes me just turned off to a lot of it, where it's just, oh, he did this. He, this isn't a healthcare plan. It's stealing money from the poor and giving it back to the rich. Well, no, it's really getting rid of a mandate that forces young people to buy into an insurance plan that they otherwise wouldn't purchase because the benefits to them are non-existent, and it's really a way to get young, healthy people to siphon money with pre-existing conditions. Pre-existing conditions, by the way, you can't have an insurance company that acknowledges pre-existing conditions at the end of the day, because 
that's a company that provides care. If you need pre-existing condition coverage house for your health care, yeah, perfect. If you already that. have, yeah, it's the same thing as a burned down house. If your house is burned <coughs> down, you can't purchase insurance because that's not what the insurance industry is. When you say to insurance companies, like say when Aetna left North Carolina or whatever state, because they couldn't turn a profit with Obamacare, they couldn't make money. That's it's not because they're saying fuck all these people here. We'll show them. It's because they're saying, all right, well, under these constraints, we are incapable of running a business because you are forcing us to cover people that it is not financially viable to cover. What you're asking us to do is to provide medical costs uh, of the care to these people for the cost of their premiums and their deductibles. So, what's your solution for pre-existing that- conditions? I feel like you're just. Like, I'm saying that with it, it's not a fuck these people. It's a insurance doesn't fully work with pre-existing conditions. So here's like the scoop. You, There's a couple ways to handle this, right? And and you know this, I think. You, um, you could like what you could Obama do, like, as a solution, you could have a high risk pool where people with pre-existing conditions have a, their own higher risk pool of insurance. A, a company would jump on that in a free market because they would make some money, and it would be that they had could have their pre-existing con- covered condition covered for a higher premium and a higher deductible there that's separate from people who just want to purchase normal insurance through the free market. Because what Obamacare did and what got rolled back from Trump is Obamacare made it so that every plan that is offered through that, every plan, if you're a young guy like me, your plan also has to include prenatal care. It has to include uh, dentistry for children. It has to include a whole litany of ho- of. of uh, services that I will never use just by virtue of the fact that I'm not female, I'm not a child, I'm not whatever. And it forces you to subsidize those. It forces you to put money into those those programs when it's not benefiting you. Like so here's the precondition thing. Let me jump in. You still going? Go ahead, yeah. Do you want to keep going? No, 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 period. And then insurance companies can't start tossing people for pre-existing conditions because what insurance companies would do is they would find a way to make your thing a pre-existing condition. You know, and, and literally it'd be like, oh, you had acne, right? You had acne on your back. Sometimes that means cancer. We think you had it all this time. Fuck you. Now you're tossed off the rolls, right? And with Obamacare, like there's two choices. You can you either always have insurance and then pre-existing conditions not a thing you have to worry about. Or you can come and go from insurance, but you can't expect companies to cover pre-existing conditions. So what the Trump plan was going to do was make it so that if you wanted to buy insurance, they would raise it their first year or whatever, first years, by about 30%. They, like if you, wanted to buy, if you wanted to get insurance again, they sort of fucked you on the price, but that would make up for it because you might be walking into it with pre-existing conditions and you know that that covered it it was a different way of dealing with the problem i like the obamacare way because it made everyone buy insurance and that made everyone take responsibility for their health care i don't like this but idea it, but it really didn't in a lot of rolling ways. The in dice. a lot of ways it forced people who are not <laughs> going to get value out of health care into buying health insurance for the sole purpose of like obamacare without a mandate to make young people buy insurance at high premiums and high deductibles, it doesn't work. See, I don't like because the idea you need, that you can say, you need those hey, young I shouldn't be buying health care because I don't get value out of it. So I'll just roll the dice because what happens is you still get care, right? If you say, ah, oh, young people, they're impervious to sickness and injury. Therefore, they, do, they, don't have, they do, tend not to buy insurance. And then they get into a motorcycle accident or and then they get cancer or then they get a problem. And it's like, ah, you know, well, who knew? Well, you know what? I'm getting treated anyway because we don't just let people die on the streets. We take them to the ER and we handle them. And 
what I like about the insurance mandate is it's a personal responsibility mandate. You don't get people who just say, oh, well, you know, I don't get value out of it because I'm a non-sick person, you know, and, and it is cheaper when you're younger. It's not like they're paying the same price as 60-year-olds. That, that's not true in the slightest. Um, it was true that the plans were forced to require, um, like, you know, prenatal care, for example, and obviously guys aren't going to pay that. But, um, uh, you know, what it did is it took the cost of a baby and spread it across both the people that created it. It, it, well, no. What it did is it spread the cost of someone's <laughs> baby over lots of people who had no say in it whatsoever. The people yeah, who are single fair. young men and women who don't have a family, who don't want to have to buy this mandate because they can, you know, they think, oh, okay, I got a decent job. I can just go to urgent care if something bad or whatever their thought process is. I do agree with you that, like, I like the way you phrase it of the personal responsibility thing. It's a little weird to phrase it that way because it's not like, if someone forces you to do something, you're not being responsible. You're just being forced to do it. But I understand totally what you're saying in that it's really a complicated issue that, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard. I'm glad we're having a good conversation about it because it's really hard to have good conversations about it because it always seems to come back to one person saying, it's not my fucking problem to take care of that. Like, that's not fair for you to make me do buy something. You shouldn't be able to do that. And then the other person saying, oh, so you're a bad person because you're going to let people die. You know, you have to do this, that, and the other thing. And it, and it comes down to, like, an emotional argument. I don't know. I don't know what the actual solution is. I just, I'm, I'm fucking glad that that uh, uh, new health care bill didn't pass. Because yeah. that was it not any, it really wasn't any better than Obamacare. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, it was worse. Like, nobody liked it. Republicans, Democrats, it seems like everybody, hey, that, that's a positive thing, right? Everybody agreed <laughs> right, we that all they agreed hated it that. Was terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um... I didn't like the way, I think if there was one thing in particular I didn't like about it, it was the pre-existing condition thing. Because, so what they were going to do, for people who don't know, is they were going to remove the mandate to buy insurance. And be, when you do that, you get uninsured people. So how are we going to handle pre-existing conditions? They say, look, they'll still be covered. It's just that when you want to get on a plan, you pay a third more. And that seemed to me like the unintended consequence was going to be most people don't get insurance. People, maybe you lost your job, you went uninsured for a little bit, you're trying to get back on your feet or whatever. Like if you're uninsured, my guess is things aren't swimming for you. And now you're trying to get insured again, but there's a wall there. You know, now this wall is a 30% additional price over what you'd regularly pay because you're coming in as an uninsured person. And it was like, man, you know, we're just going to have boatloads of people without insurance because that first year is a problem. And yeah, I thought it was what, a bad way to handle it. That's what like Trump care, that's, or yeah, Obamacare Trump light, care. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. What, it, they basically are like, Oh, we're getting rid of the mandate, which I'm like, Hey, that's good. And then they're like, but uh, actually we're just going to kind of move the mandate into the premium cost and hope nobody notices about, it. and it's like, ah, oh, you're still fucking being sneaky with this shit. Like you're not really backing off of any, I don't know. It very frustrating to watch a lot of mm. this unfold. But uh, but we should happen. we should get something on to on to cot or on to, to Harley something Canada centric because I know you're very yeah, Harley Canada. Can, did you do anything? You said you were worried. Hey, we about, could talk about hockey. You know, we the, could talk dude, about uh, hockey. Just real quick, real no, quick. I actually, I don't. I'm not the biggest hockey. That's guy. okay. It's not really about you. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle's wearing a Sunnyvale jersey, so he has to talk about it. The oh. so out of the blue, somehow the Hurricanes are like a win away from the playoffs. Did, have you they're, noticed this? They're, like, they they're just, a win away from the playoffs now? They're like crawling back. Well, it's going to be something close to that. Take a look and tell I me if you no agree. Idea. Let me see. 
Carolina is there. They could get a wild card spot if they play really well and beat out Tampa Bay or Boston, which if Boston misses it by one game again this year, that's the third year in a row that they've been able to make the playoffs and then gone on a horrible loss streak and not made the playoffs because of their last game of the season. You're right when they say they have to play really well, but, but look, they're, they're, oh, I, their, their competition maybe, think, right now is Boston and Tampa Bay. I, I think maybe since I looked at it, Tampa Bay won another game. But it, it was that they were like one win behind. Now they're a win in overtime, lost behind. And Tampa Bay has a game in hand. So it, it's not quite – here, I'll show it to everybody. It's not yeah, quite as close Yeah, they can only really catch Boston right now. So Boston is who they oh, got to beat. They got to they stay ahead of Tampa Philly. and they got to beat Boston. I'm looking at Philly. Dude, Carolina right now has a playoff spot. No, they don't. They're, they're one out. Uh, Boston has that second wild card spot right now. Carolina is two points oh, back. I'm looking at it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, but if we're gonna talk about NHL. Yeah, they're, they're just one win away from Boston. I hope they do make it. The Except Blues have won the uh, eleven of their last thirteen games. <coughs> Let's talk so, about the interesting stuff in the fun. NHL. Yeah, they're, they're ta- so got? they're talking about expanding to Asia, right? Are you, are you up on this? I read a so, bit so, about that. It, it sounds like you actually heard about it. What have you heard? I heard it today. Is it China that they're going to? I, all right. So what I heard was that in the next year or two, they want to expand into South Korea. But there was a particular Asian nation that they were like, we're going there like next year. And it was like the Canucks and one other team had like, they're like, the yeah, Canucks they're playing. The Kings. Yeah. yeah but, they, are they just yeah. playing a game there? Yeah, like, they're going to be playing a couple games in Beijing. But they're trying to grow the sport there. Like, you, you know, they, they feel like that's an untapped market. They want to get into China and South Korea next. They, they think that... Yeah. Uh, I feel like know. football so, does this sometimes. Like, they'll it, do some preseason games there. In England, they do. Uh, yeah. they, they've done that. It's successful. They, they get better ratings on it. The Giants, I think, uh, went over I, and played. I, I yeah, they do that. Right. To me, it's not interesting until there's a team there. And it's hard to have a team there because they'd have the worst road schedule you See, that's ever. the goal, right? You're, you're trying to get in there and, like, plant the seeds now. You know, you could go in there yeah. now, and, and you know how sports work. Like, like, we all, as children, saw that one guy... Hit hit a, hit a hit a hockey puck or hit a baseball and you're like oh now that's me now I need five thousand dollars worth of gear devoted to this sport over the rest of my life like mm-hmm. we've all done that exact shit Taylor spent thousands on hockey gear you've spent thousands on hockey gear I've spent that my baseball bats were so goddamn expensive it was stupid just just all kinds of absurdities that we spend just because we saw some guy but hit a ball hard. How do you and I think have that's a team in South Korea? Like, isn't that team going to travel to America well, four no, 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 times no. a year? Here, here, They're the trying thing. to plant here's... the seeds for, for a, a, a Korean hockey league. They're trying to like get the sport there, it, grow the sport uh, globally. So, real, you know? so the way it's going right now is the two biggest leagues in the world, the NHL is in its own league, literally. Like it, It's the best by far. And then the Continental Hockey League is in Russia. And uh, Russia, I just linked to their Wikipedia page. Russia, they just, the KHL just expanded to more teams and they just put their first professional team in Beijing. So Beijing just got their first KHL hockey team because I guess the KHL is growing. And so I think the NHL is trying to go over there and grow the sport even more, even though they don't really get along with the KHL that well. And I don't blame them because all the really good, they're like, Sergey, you be career KHL hockey player. We've signed you to a many ruble contract. And he's like, <laughs> I just get off phone with Vancouver Canuck. I'm going to live in Canada. No, I will not come back afterwards. It's much better there. Like, <laughs> it's like that's what right? it's like. But, or it goes like, the I, other I really way. I hope they do like, grow it there. 
Like the Russian oh, yeah, mob like, gets some play. They're like, why is Sergey playing for the KHL when he could be tearing it up in the NHL? It's like, because well, because Sergey doesn't want his family, family killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's because uh, well, yeah, he likes he needs seeing his daughter. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I hope it does continue to grow there. I think it's neat. But I, I, I would want to be someone in the stands in Beijing as everybody shows up for that first hockey game just yeah. to see what the response is because it's a very unique sport compared to the rest like you can if you know soccer and you show up at a football game you can at least be like all right there's grass there's a ball people are getting hit more physical i got it but i hockey guarantee is so they come different. overdressed like like they're, oh, they're yeah. it's gonna be like winter in there they're like prepared for a blizzard <laughs> they've all got hats and scarves and stuff like yeah it's ice hockey however you say that in mandarin yeah ooh, ice hockey <laughs> <They're just terrified laughs> that was japanese yeah ooh, ice hockey ice hockey, <laughs> hockey. <laughs> i don't know it, the other thing in the NHL that I that caught my attention was, and, and I think maybe we discussed it on PKN a little bit, was you guys always talk about Sidney Crosby. I don't follow the sport at all. It seems to me, just ob observing you two and your dynamic, that Sidney Crosby is clearly like the best NHL player in the world. And She's while good. no one wants, She's and while good. no one wants to compare him to uh, Wayne Gretzky, they probably should. Is the way it sounds. And yeah. and 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 Woody's like little funny game is pretending <laughs> like he's a shit player and he wouldn't trade three. He wouldn't trade like you know any any of his junk for that. <laughs> one. Like, I, 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 I get the joke or whatever, but but the 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 truth seems to be that Sidney Crosby is like the best there is right now, and he may be a generational type player. And yet, in the last like two weeks alone, I've seen him commit two flagrant fouls with his stick oh my god that, that, that i guaranteed in, with my <coughs> complete ignorance of the sport and how it's played that like if some half-ass from fucking buffalo had done this wherever the fuck mm -hmm. like they'd have they'd have, they wouldn't have just penalized him they'd, they'd probably taken games from That's him if half he, ass from buffalo yeah it, 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 <laughs> any player i suppose he chop means. <laughs> a man's finger off or like because like, i yeah. saw him, i saw him skate up behind this player and put his stick between the guy's legs from behind and <laughs> Flop him in the nuts from behind, and then he like does a little 180 and skates away like he didn't do nothing. And like there aren't hundreds of cameras and thousands of, of people, people watching live and billions around the world, not to mention YouTube, you know, because because mm. I saw it. Hits him right in the nuts on purpose, and there, it's not even in a play really. It's not. It's not like he hit him in the nuts. That guy missed a block. Now we score. It was like I'm gonna hit that guy in the nuts. Boop. It was like schoolyard bully shit. And then this video. Can we watch this video? It's like yes. 40 seconds long of him like. Totally, is this totally the like finger a, one? He goes Ramsey Bolton on this dude. Yeah. Ooh. All right. I'm I queued up at it. zero. Three, two, one, play. And I have had the pleasure of. So you're not going to think it's that bad no when it first happens. <laughs> and then just give it a sec. Yeah, I saw that picture. You told me he's a great artist, but man, Crosby. Do beautiful work. Crosby's 87. And we got another confrontation here. Sidney Crosby and Mark Mathot having words. Oh, Here's God. a little whack. We see across. Oh. Got the hands whacked by Sidney Crosby. And the way the Mathot right responds first with just like, you son of a bitch. Talking to Kyle Turris. Oh, Dude. You know, God, oh. Nicholas oh. He's laid over. He's yeah. laid yeah, over. He amputated he the top of his but finger. But how did that happen? Aren't these gloves <laughs> huge? How does that happen? No, so uh, I think he was wearing warrior gloves, and warrior <laughs> gloves are more lightweight, and a lot of sticky, like, I, I this is what I read on a Reddit comments. Who fucking knows? But basically what happened to make that happen so perfectly is when Crosby slashed him, it pinned his finger between the stick doing the slashing and his own stick, and it basically pinched it off. 
And I, I would have responded so much more oh, if I thought my finger old. was gone. Oh, yeah. I don't care about the NHL. I don't care about my family in the stands <laughs> or my career. If I can get this skate off like fucking <laughs> like I'm castaway and start doing a little dentistry on Sidney Crosby, I do. Fuck that. And when I look down and, and in the in our sport, you have fouled me to the point where my finger is hanging off and you clearly just intentionally cut off my finger. The rule book is out. It's, 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 it's done. Like in a, in a little bit of justice, uh, Crosby, I think, did break three teeth later in the game. So a little bit, of, but not, not even that much justice. Dentistry. I bet they have great dental. What, he's he's I was I was I, he's not Canadian so I was gonna be like oh they got that universal health care you don't give a fuck Crosby's <laughs> Canadian Crosby's Canadian but he lives yeah, in Pittsburgh. he lives in the U S okay, he's okay. probably not gonna go up to Canada he's such a piece of shit he is the biggest heel in hockey everybody <laughs> fucking hates him he's no one respects him face. oh like, my like god he did not own up to chopping that he was like hey man fingers get lopped off when the cries Dude, come to play yeah. it was back. To- <laughs> If you watch him a little more, like he'll just cry to the refs about every time someone bad breaths him. Bad with that, and then, you know, <laughs> on the other hand, he's chopping fingers off and shit. And he acts like he's always getting the raw deal. He's such a pussy and he's overrated. I do not like that he did that to that man. <laughs> I have no dog in this fight you know what i mean like, like, <laughs> to like, that poor it, man <laughs> it means nothing to me like i don't care about either team i even sitting here having just watched that video i don't know what team the man <laughs> he doesn't even know it was on right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah i just don't know but but still that he did that to another human being mm-hmm. in, on the field of sport as it were which means something at least to me and it, it, like like when i when i see someone who's a heel and this is more than being a heel a heel like not is Nate is is Nate Diaz. You know he knocks you out, gives you the fucking double double fingers. He bitch slaps you when he could have thrown a cross. Like that's being a heel. This guy cut a man's finger off. You don't see Nate Diaz come in and squirt you with a squirt bottle full of like vinegar in your eyes or something. Like like that doesn't happen. This is this is fucked. I don't like this at all. I'm watching Crosby's reaction, and so are the people on repeat. He does look annoying. He's just like, oh, cry me a river. Do I care yeah, he, that I chopped your finger he off? He's such an asshole. He probably doesn't know it was that bad, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, he didn't know it was that those bad. Hand sla- yeah. Those what? hand slashes happen so I'd often like, every game. I'd be like, bro. <laughs> I'd flick the blood on him for sure. I'd flick the blood on oh, him Oh, I'd sure. pick his nose. I don't know. I wouldn't I do like, shit. What if the tip I'd go to the medic is what I'd really do. But I, 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 he's a what piece, you piece really of do? shit. I'm curious because you're a hockey player. It, what would you do? In that in that moment, uh, like, do you I do would use my good it? hand to wipe away the tears and head to the medic. I think, yes. that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I would do. <laughs> and yeah, I, I it's, so it's probably so easy to be a big face. man until your finger's gone, I'm and you're just like, oh off. fuck! I, yeah. I in that moment, I might go into a rage and swing that fucking hockey stick across the side of his face and cut his ear in half. Like that might be my response. Marty yeah, if you swing the hockey stick, you you will actually go to prison at this point because pretty um, McSorley. Uh, yep, we'll you go, go to prison though, right? And I'll show you the finger, and, and 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 you'll see the look on Crosby's face, and we'll do the fucking thing outside of Chicago, and I'll fucking get off. <laughs> That'll be the end of that. I, I have they played again yet? Because I really Dude, feel like the next time right. Ottawa plays the Pittsburgh, they should just be attacking his hands all night long. I bet they will. Yeah, I bet that, they'll come after and he, him. Hard. And he earned every he earned it. 
He started and, and this shit. He, he won't get in a fight, which is a little annoying because it's like, oh, you should fight. But then it's also being like, no, like if I were him, I wouldn't fight either because no coach would ever be like, way to go, Sid. Showed him what's what. Go sit in the box for five minutes. It'd be like, you idiot. Mm. You're the goes best down player in the world. We need you out here. Dirtiest player, you meant. All right. Let me, do a, uh, <laughs> let me do an advertisement. All right. Pay the bills here. Tell everyone a little bit about Blue Apron. <clears throat> Incredible home cooking has never been more attainable thanks to Blue Apron. Because for, for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers easy-to-follow seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. No more overspending at restaurants or high-end grocery stores. With Blue Apron, you can pr prepare delicious meals, uh, delicious memorable meals yourself in under 40 minutes. And because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of ingredients required, they're reducing food waste. It's delicious quality food that you can feel good about. Some of the meals available in April include the spinach and fresh, fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salata. That does sound uh, good. Parma it does. Do you know what ricotta salata is? Parmesan crusted ch uh, chicken with creamy fettuccine and Not roasted broccoli. Sure. Cheese. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/painkiller. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com/painkiller. Uh, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. The word ricotta means uh, recooked, and the word salata means salted. So ricotta salata in Italian uh, is an Italian cheese made with a whey part of sheep milk, milk uh, which is pressed, salted, and aged for 90 days. It's a milky, white in color with firm sure, texture and salty that. taste. The cheese is often used in salads and ideal for slicing, crumbling, and grating. God damn, that sounds good. Like I like a good... Crumbled cheese. It, it feels like fancy, it. even though it it's probably not the fanciest way to eat it. <laughs> I do. Salata. I like uh, yeah, yeah, Blue Apron's cool, especially if you're in that spot in life where you're like sort of young and figuring out how to, you yep. know, which which items belong on your menu. Yeah, Chicken, I, um, lamb. Getting the Blue Apron um, stuff got me interested in cooking um, because like everything was there, and you you always had enough of everything. And and one of the things I always ran into cooking was I would find a recipe I wanted to make, and I even if I went shopping, I'd forget a key ingredient. But Blue Apron gives you everything you need, and uh, after putting together two or three of their fantastic meals, it, it really got me into cooking, and I'm doing a lot more of it now. So yeah, very easy to do. A dude who isn't uh, used to cooking, you know, if, you're, if your normal meal is a, a frozen pizza or something, you could probably substitute a few of those with Blue Apron. You'll feel better. It'll be a good night. And uh, yeah, quick word here from Lyft. Yeah. When you drive for the right ride-sharing app, every trip can feel like a walk in the park. With Lyft, you can pick your own hours and work when you want. Lyft can make driving the best job in the world. Only Lyft offers in-app tipping. When you drive for Lyft, you get 100% of the tips. Drivers have been paid over $150 million in tips since the feature was introduced. Express Pay lets drivers get paid almost instantly instead of waiting for weeks. Lyft has even taken the guesswork out of pickups. The new AMP device uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers, and you can, you can earn hundreds of dollars a week plus tips. So if you want to make more money, drive more. It's, uh, it's never been easier to give yourself a raise than with Lyft. It's a simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. Maybe that's why 9 out of 10 Lyft drivers get a perfect five-star rating. So... Join the ride-sharing uh, company that believes in treating its people better. Go to lyft.com slash pka today, and you get a $500, yeah, a $500 new driver bonus. That's lyft.com slash pka, l-y-f-t dot com slash pka. Limited time only. Terms apply. 
Lyft is doing amazingly well right now. I'm happy for them. They are. They're taking off. They're great. Can't recommend it enough. <laughs> Harley, what's new very- with you? What else is new? Talk to me, Maverick. Um, yeah. Um, Mav. <laughs> playing a lot of games lately. Ooh, what are you what playing? Are you playing PC console. <laughs> I play. I play. I play everything. I definitely uh, like. I'll be. Uh, I, I, have, I have video games in every room. So depending on which room I'm in is what I'll boot up. Like uh, you know, obviously in my office, I'll play some computer games. Uh, but I have an Xbox in here, and I have a PlayStation in my room. I bounce around everything. I'm playing a lot of Ghost Recon, For Honor, Horizon, Zelda. Like just in bed, like everything in bed, everything in between shit. As soon as I want to like get out, I always have like between TV, comics, games. It's a pillar of my life weekly. That has to be like it can only be one of those. Like I don't get to read comics and play a video game in the same week. Which comics do you read? I only read. <clears throat> I like. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was last time I spoke to you guys. I recommended you guys read Transmetropolitan. I think. Or maybe we were talking about Trump a whole bunch, but I recommend you guys the killing read that. joke a little bit. What's that? The killing joke? Yeah, we spoke about that a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I read. Uh, lately, I've been reading a lot of Marvel, <coughs> so that includes like uh, the Star Wars comics, which are so sick. Hmm. Um, and uh, I think if people like Star Wars, they should just download the Marvel app and check out some of the uh, Star Wars comics because they're really good. And uh, you how can does, put on. The, how does the Marvel the app work? Like to get uh, all their backlog? Yeah, it has literally every comic that's ever existed. They also have a Marvel Unlimited one. Marvel Unlimited is like it's like Netflix. You know, you pay six bucks a month and you can go read every single comic. Like you could read all of Civil War. Uh, but the the other Marvel app is they have this function called guided read. So like, you know, you take your iPhone or whatever and you like just turn it sideways and each comic frame appears one by one on the phone either this way or that way and you know when you flip a comic page there's usually a lot to take in now it just kind of guides you through each thing and it might just like go in on like a a hand holding a lightsaber and then you press the next button and then it opens up and it's the whole page and you see it's like Darth Vader holding a lightsaber. It's just cool. You put on like that's the John cool. Williams soundtrack. Right, so while it presents it to you in a way that, that that's superior to completely a... cinematic. It, it's cool. superior to the to the standard comic because there's spoilers in the bottom right page when you flip the page. Yeah. And sometimes it's cool. It'll show you like something like the text bubble that says like, I don't think so. And then you flip it and it opens it up and someone is saying that and you're like, oh shit, Chewie's there or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I like reading those. I like reading. Uh, um, there's this awesome series called Saga. Uh, lately, I've been uh, uh, Punisher. I like Marvel. I, I even watched the Marvel shows. You guys were talking about TV earlier. I suggest you guys check out Legion. Really good television show. Hmm. It's um, the guy who plays the Beast in Beauty and the Beast, and he also plays this really awesome killer in this movie called The Guest, which is one of my favorite movies of like two years ago. His name's Dan Stevens, and he plays Legion, who's like Professor X's son. And it's one of those TV Marvel movies, but they don't wear costumes. They don't have like Marvel battles. There's nothing that really ties it to the cinematic universe. But it's Legion is one of the most powerful like uh, mutants in 
Marvel. And so he just has his own show with an awesome actor and another actress in it is Aubrey Plaza, who I happen to really oh, I like, like her. So I'm a big fan. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a great show. You would love Legion then. I'm sure all of you guys would love it. Hmm. Uh, so I've been like a, in a Marvel tear. I started re- reading some Punishers, the Punisher kills Marvel Universe, Deadpool kills Marvel Universe, which are these one offs where, you know, Marvel does something sometimes that like DC is really touchy about. Like, Marvel will be like, if you write it interestingly enough, where you're like, yeah, it's Punisher, Snipes, Spider-Man in the head, Marvel will be like, show us. Ah, looks good. Write it. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, and then, uh, you know, uh, Deadshot, Snipes, Batman in the head, it's like, okay. Yeah, right. No, no, it's a really interesting story. <laughs> Check it out. No, no. Nobody snipes Batman. Like, <laughs> there, there's rules. That is not allowed. Yeah, yeah, there's rules. Like DC By the is, way, that is how I killed Batman. For like, his like, branding. Yeah. For years, I've been trying to get the Penguin to fucking hire me because, like, like we'll, just, we'll fix this. Like, like, he's up on that building. He's the it's only one who's quest. a Batman standing on a, on a building right now. That's true. He's very easy to spot once you've seen him like you it's not like superman where you'll be like which one could clark kent be like as you're looking in a crowd when he's in his normal clothes well, like you know that's that's why i always liked about batman begins was batman begins they like did the whole thing of him being a a, a ninja they played up the ninja thing yeah. and you're like so that's how he disappears he's a ninja he's not like a a guy in a blue suit that's like quick robin apply the disappearing paste and they start covering <laughs> themselves so that they cannot it's like he's a ninja it's like yeah that he's TV show was he, such trash did you watch that the one I've where only they watched clips online and it's it's hard to watch i Which watched one? that and i swear to get old batman the one with um uh adam west adam i watched west. it as a kid i've seen oh all. man he had drawn on like like uh, brows i guess yeah and, and i watched like, i, I watched him as a kid too in broad daylight that was the worst part is like there would be some trouble, you know, like the Riddler stole a vase or something. Right. Like that's what it would be. And like they would go to see Commissioner Gordon and they'd be standing there and they're like pantyhose in, <laughs> in yeah. Commissioner's office with their hands on their hips in the middle of the fucking day. And they would figure out what they were going to do, like have a casual conversation about it. And they'd be like, all right, well, we're going to go. Uh, take the elevator, I presume, and like <laughs> hop in the Batmobile and drive away. And so it, he was more the Batmobile, which is just parked out front. He was I'm more like the waiting. Lone Ranger. Though. I didn't he like that Batman dad. had dad bod. Like that. that oh, yeah. he definitely had dad bod. <laughs> yeah. had, there was what no do you mean, Mr. Of, Mayor? Of abdominal uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, muscles at all on Adam and West. He, he he literally had like shark repellent spray. Yes. Huh? Yeah, he did Holy for yeah. the water skiing episode. And yeah, yeah and, and and Robin was like an acrobat, and he did these really basic acrobatic, <laughs> like hanging oh, upside God. down. And you were like, why would they hang upside down when it's not necessary to <laughs> hang upside down? And actually, that that held Batman back. That was interesting and fun at the time, but then it ended up holding Batman back because Batman was a joke until like the mid '80s, yeah. where like they started redrawing him. But they're like, no, no, only in the darkness. And let's make the blue black because it's just like dark. And he became like uh, kind of like a bat. I always liked the Batman that that beats people up. I actually I hated Superman versus Batman, but I love that Batman. He was like, shooting I love that Batman, too. He, he was shooting people. That was awesome. He is a brawler. What you uh, what'd you say? He was shooting people. He was shooting people. Oh yeah. That was so badass. I, I Ben Affleck is the best Batman we've ever seen. Um, yeah, I, I like really him a lot. Liked- the, uh, the 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 Batman that had Heath Ledger in it that that was fucking amazing. He won an Oscar for it posthumously, and there's a reason for that. It was mm-hmm. very very it was good. good. 
But some some of the times when Batman Christian Bale is fighting, it's it's pretty fucking silly. Ben Affleck fighting, he looks powerful and big. It's like you put Mark Hunt, uh, a much more ath- athletic Mark Hunt in a, in a in a suit. When he hits people, they feel it. I they think... feel it, and they don't want to keep going anymore because he didn't hit him with a naked fist. He hit him with some sort of bat glove, right? Like he, he's all covered in carbon fiber and hard, sharp edges. And if somebody really gets in the way, he'll just fucking nail him to a wall. He's cutting and contusing. He's branding and beating. It's a mauling. It's aggressive and it's ferocious. It's not quick Jet Lee sort of Bruce Lee kind of like shut you down, um, sort of like block all your punches shit. No, it's I'm bigger, stronger, and, and, more, and have more endurance than anybody in this room. Plus, I'm wearing armor. You're all fucked. And, and I'm really angry. And super angry. He's going <laughs> and I'm a little upset. I, I liked it a lot. I liked. There's a scene where he's saving uh, Bat, the Superman's mother. Uh, that's the scene that I'm picturing when I'm talking about all this. When he fucking glides up into that goddamn room and he's semi-surrounded. And there's a part where he like shoots some sort of bat rope around a guy's feet and he's like slings that guy across the room and like every time someone like puts hands on him they get the worst you know they get like a broken bone or they get smashed so hard they're not getting back up that's what i want to see out of a superhero because I, I watch ufc right so i know what like the best humans do when they when they crack each other now i, I need to see a next level when i watch my superhero crack a human being because I've seen what the best people can do to each other, and you you got to escalate. You got you got to yeah, elevate. Yeah, you know, in in that scene, uh, Batman had already killed people, and I kind of thought it was a lost opportunity because he killed people already, and then he got in there, and then that guy was holding Clark's mom, and he was like, "Oh, oh," and then Batman shot him, and I was like, "That was awesome," but I wish he was there and he hadn't killed anyone yet, and that happens, he's just like, "Nah, bam." He's that like, I, been, that, I agree with you a thousand percent. If the whole movie he'd been doing his standard Batman routine of like preserving life at all costs, and then he gets down to that guy who in the comics is a super villain, you know, the, the dude with the flamethrower and everything. Like, like if he'd just been like, had enough, just yeah, fucking shoot him in the head, like, like almost like that Indiana Jones scene where the guy's out there with the big, the Arab guy's got the big sword doing all of the, uh, like the kata or whatever. And and you just, know, that's like, improv, eh? Did you that know that is? He was violently ill. He was violently ill. He didn't want to. He was supposed to come out and do a whole fist fight with that yeah, guy. Yeah, he said, "I'll just shoot him." And that actor was really annoyed because he's like a world champion sword fighter. Yeah, he'd been practicing. You know, he's there to fight another world champion sword fighter and show off his prowess, and that would have probably gotten him some, you know, more students at his school. But instead, fucking no. Wait, this this was the best. This was the best thing for that scene. That made that scene like legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it it grounds it. It makes it more realistic. You're like, yeah. I wouldn't fucking sword fight him either if I had a handgun. Like, like, look at that guy. You're we wouldn't be talking like, about this scene now if it went according to plan. Of course not. No, no, it was it was beautiful yeah. the way they handled that. I like when I, I like I like me, I like antiheroes. I like messy heroes. I like the guy that I'm rooting for to be realistically dirty. Punisher. You know, the Punisher is a little too dirty, right? I mean, that motherfucker rides around. He's just like, oh, crime? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the Punisher is just riding around looking for some Has he been killing make- any innocent people, though? It seems like he's making good yeah. selections. I mean, look, you go, you go back and read the comics, and he can get a little misled sometimes. He went after uh, Spider-Man's boss that time. Like, like, like he. Yeah, he- the Punisher, it depends how he's written. But, like, ultimately, like, uh, PTSD, Vietnam... Uh, and now it's interesting because a lot of the, the timing of these characters that made their origins made them who they were in the present day 
like 90s. Like nine, like you know what I mean, like it, it, or like eighties. Like it made sense to have this like forty-five-year-old man, in, like in early nineties, who has like PTSD from Vietnam, but doesn't make much sense in twenty seventeen. So they usually Correct, alter it. They usually just alter the location. They you know do. What, I mean? what do you mean by that? They alter the location. They like you could read like like I like you would read like a Punisher magazine uh, comic, and it would be like a reference to Punisher, and it would be like he was in Vietnam, and then he comes back and whatever. And maybe today you might read one that sets place in the two thousands, and it's from Vietnam, and he's older. But now they'll just be like, you know, I got back from Baghdad or something. He okay. he was somewhere. Like they yeah. change it to fit the time. They, they modify and, the backstory to keep his age right. And I read up a, a Punisher uh, comic that what I liked about it was they made him like PTSD, but it was like he almost like he almost like made a deal with the devil. So he just wasn't gonna go down. Like he just wasn't gonna die. But vengeance is his driving motivator. And if vengeance is his driving motivator and you like there is no greater good if spider-man is going to stop punisher from killing the people that killed his family he will kill spider-man yeah like it's not it's about justice in the ultimate form like yeah that's what went down in that episode it was like he thought uh jonah jameson had somehow wronged him or committed a crime in some way he's like i'm gonna kill jonah jameson and like spider-man's getting in the middle of it and and at one he's totally ready to kill spider-man like like 100 percent. it's not a big deal it's just like oh you're in the way yeah he's 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 a little too messy for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm super looking forward to the Punisher series on Netflix. I hope it is not the shit fest that I've heard Iron Fist is. Um, I, I keep seeing them mock Iron Fist's uh, fight choreography on Reddit and stuff. And that, oh, it's terrible. That's a shame. Because the, the only bad part, the only bad part, really. That and the main actor is a little weird. Yeah, see, that, 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 that's, that's that a shame. Because there are very Daredevil. important things i know but if yeah. you're like a marvel fanboy it's fine and you'll you'll watch it and enjoy it iron fist is good except you know the whole iron fist thing doesn't fight well and and the lead character the lead actor he's bad too like, <laughs> yeah, yeah i know game of thrones like, oh awesome yeah the martial one. arts that follows around that one guy martial arts isn't that good and that one guy isn't whatever but the show's like it's okay Oh, I, you mentioned martial arts, so I'm going to completely transition. So I've been watching Boss Rutan's YouTube channel. Boss Rutan fought in Pancreas. You, you, taught, you taught, told, slash told me that, mm -hmm. Woody. And then I started learning more about Pancreas. It was this fighting league in Japan. You only used a closed fist if you're going to make a head strike. Uh, or excuse me, you mm -hmm. cannot use a closed fist for head strikes. A lot of palm strikes. And uh, what Boss does is he swings these, these hooks where he hits you with the bone of his wrist and he'd clock you on the back of your head with the bone of his wrist and knock guys unconscious. And uh, so, so he goes from, God, what country is he from? Brussels or something? It's, it's not that. It's, uh, I don't he's know. Danish, maybe? Denmark. Yeah, yeah. European. So he go, he's, he, he's a fighter in Denmark. Um, he's got no ground game, though. And, and, he fight, and they invite him to come fight in Pancreas. Uh, so, so he's like, okay, well, you know, how many rounds? And they're like, one. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, how long is the round? 30 minutes. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, well, what weight division will, will I be fighting in? He's like, no weight divisions. Five oh, at a time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, well, who will I be fighting first? And they're like, Wang Ping Dong, or whatever the fuck this guy's name is. He's the number four ja uh, Japanese fighter on the planet, and he weighs 50 pounds more than you do. Get out there. He fucking, sh so he gets out there. He's, he's shaved head, big white guy. He destroys this guy in like 30 seconds or something. He, 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 it's, it's a flurry and it ends with a knee and this guy is knocked out unconscious with his eyes open, which is a scary thing. 
Um, they have to help him up repeatedly. He continues to fall. Boss is, up, boss is over there rubbing the back of his neck and instructing them to... He's like, rub the back of the neck, the neck, the blood. Get the blood back in his brain, you know? They're trying to, like, fucking get this guy going again. Like, that's his first fight. So on Boss's YouTube channel, he commentates over every professional fight he's got. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first one. And he does got, the Joe Rogan part of it. Yes, but, yeah. for himself. Right. And so he remembers things in the fight. He's like, you see this right here? I didn't know what the fuck. I, he doesn't curse. He's, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. Look at this. I could do this. I could sweep his leg. He, he's like, he's like, he's re he's reaching around with his right hand. I should sweep him into that direction and I could get up, get back on top, but I'm not because I'm stupid and I lose, you know, and there's plenty of fights where he loses, but then they get to this one guy. He's, it's another white guy. He's fighting. Frank Shamrock, right? No, Shamrock's a okay. bad motherfucker. I know who Frank Shamrock is. Like, goddamn, his fights against Shamrock are fun That's to watch. That's such a cool fighting name. Oh, <laughs> and he's such a badass. Like, like. The fight I'm talking about, Shamrock is ringside, and you can see him. Shamrock's watching Boss. He's mm -hmm. fucking stalking Boss because he knows mm -hmm. he's next. Um, so he's fighting this guy, and the, and the guy keeps pretending like he's being fouled. He's like, oh, you, you punched me with a closed fist in the face. And the ref is, like, believing it. He's, like, he's successfully turning the ref against Boss, like, repeatedly. Like, yeah, with, really e either he's saying, I'll check. Either, he's either he's saying it's a blow or he's saying it's a closed fist. And it happens, like, three times, and Boss is like, I've had enough now. Now I'm angry. Now I'm going to show him. And so he comes in there and fucking palm strike to the – he shows him his – he goes, open palm. Bam! Fucking hits him in the face Fucking hurts the guy badly, and then and then and then goes on a little more, and then again another fake foul happens. He's like, now I'm really mad. I've decided I'm not gonna hit him in the face anymore. Only liver shots from now on, and he starts hitting this guy. And he in the says, liver. because that is the most painful way to lose. That is <laughs> painful knockouts. Yeah, and so it's just all these liver strikes. He's fucking these punches to the liver, just perfect, right on his liver every time, and then a kick to the liver. He drops him twice from these liver strikes. Second time he's getting up, the guy's eyes, I swear to God, are like this. He's like, <gasps> with the pain of this liver strike. In the end, he finishes him off with one more liver strike and ruptures this man's liver in the ring. And like, he's like, and that is that. <laughs> that is certainly that. That's a horrible way to lose a fight. But he shouldn't have been embellishing. No, no, it was. Uh, I, I really enjoy those on his channel, and 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 I I don't know if he ever. It was Frank Shamrock. Oh, wait, wait. But I've seen him lose. It, it's not Frank Shamrock. It's it, Jason I'm, DeLucia. I had it. It wrong. is. Yeah, he looks Italian. Uh, he's got like black <coughs> slick hair. Looks like a youngish younger guy. Good looking. Um, but uh, yeah, it was I, cool I that he got to select how he won. Like he called his his thing. If um, I, I if Bass Rutten would have hypothetically fight Sidney Crosby. And he was crying to the ref like he does. He'd win by liver shot. <laughs> yeah. You chop his finger off. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy those YouTube videos, though. I don't know if Frank Shamrock because I haven't watched all the videos, but I've seen him lose to him like twice now. Um, uh, and I've seen him cheat. There, there's one time where like like him and Frank. Sh I don't know if it's. It might be. Uh, what's Frank Shamrock's brother? Uh, Ken Shamrock. Ken, Ken Shamrock. Yeah, him I and Ken that. Shamrock are like tied up in like like dual leg locks. Like they both got a leg and they're kind of like leaned away from each other. And uh, Boss is hitting him with the closed fist on the uh, on a cut that, that that he has like right here on his eye, and he's hitting him with it over and over right on the cut. And and uh, uh, Shamrock is laughing at. It. He's going ha. He's like mm -hmm. sticking like that, like sticking his tongue out. And and Boss hits him like and like on the third or fourth one with the with the with the open fist. 
he's tired of being mocked. So he's fucking cracks him <laughs> one, and you hear the Shamrock's corner go, that was a close fucking And And his commentary is like a 40-year-old man or whatever. He's like, and I'm trying to say that it was, a, you know, it was an open fist, but uh, you know, you know, I was just mad, right? You know, I'm tired of that. So I, I clacked him one. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to see his, you know, his his perspective on that. So many years later, and and what I really liked hearing from him. There's one point he's like, "Man, if I if only I could go back, if only I could go back." And I think to myself, like, "Man, if you could send him back, he would really be such an exceptional fighter," you know, because like with those 45 years of like information that he now has to put it back in that 25 year old body that was crushing people. Dude, you know, I really love those those videos though. It's fun I, to fun I to listen to it. that. Yeah, it's neat. This is the scene that Kyle's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's smiling at him. He's like, yeah, come on. <laughs> and then he that, that, that looks like that looks like UFC. Or not UFC, uh, WWE, where it's like, oh, and what's he doing here? Giving the goblin grimace. Oh, he's about to go crazy, or whatever they would say. He's hulking out! He's hulking out! <laughs> he's in Hulkamania. Nothing can hurt him. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's state of Hulkamania right now. Uh, he's impervious to any and all attacks outside. <laughs> I like that when Mac explains it so matter-of-factly. What are you seeing now is a state of Hulkamania. Yeah. <laughs> oh, about I went to the, the dentist today and oh. peeled back another layer of, the, uh, of my big-headed onion. Get out. Uh, reason, Yes. Go yeah, on. so I went to the dentist today. I hadn't. I'm convinced, first of all, that fucking cavities are bullshit a lot of the time because I have not been doing the like every six month thing for a couple of years now. I know I need to get back to it like you're supposed to, but I've just taken huge swaths of time off from the dentist and I've never had fucking problems with the cavity. That'll come bite me in the ass now, guaranteed. I'll have to get a root canal or something. But I got there. And they did the whole x-ray where they charge you like, or you charge your insurance $120 to sit you in a, a vest and then go, chink, chink, and then they do that. And I was looking at the thing of my face where it's cut off like right here at the nose and like your your orbital socket, whatever you can see, all the sign of shit. And she's like, your teeth all look good. Very normal. Like you're, they're in good shape. And I'm like, <laughs> nailed it. Knew but it. there's two and, skulls here. And, yeah, and she was like, yeah, it looks like a, you have a twin that grew, and it's just been living inside your head. You're the the weird one. And like, oh, no. But, but she's like, but what we do? She, she started like like being like indirect, like doctors do, and they want you to come to a conclusion that they don't want to break something to you almost. But she's like, now what we are seeing that's weird is up here in your nose. Is is have you? is there something, and I was like, yeah, I've broke my nose a few times, and they had to go in there and mess with it. I couldn't breathe as a kid, so they had to straighten that out, and she's like, oh, okay, because it is not at all like a normal nose. A normal nose, and then she went through and explained it to me, and was like, you would see dark areas here of a clear sinus path. You can tell that something's been done up there for you. You said you had some surgeries, but there's not a lot of area there you can see. Whatever. As long you can it was his okay. first day. You can, can you breathe yeah. now? Yeah, that, literally, that was a question. Literally, can you breathe now? I'm like, yeah, I can breathe now. I'm a good breather. And she shuffled. Sh yeah. She shuttled me back. She like puts her the... hand on your mouth and you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Liar. Like that, that makes sense because like they, uh, I guess that has something to do with your teeth. Like breathing. If you breathe your mouth open too much, it'll fuck with your teeth or something. But take me back to the doctor's office. I sit in there and wait for him. And she does my whole thing hunky-dory 
doctor comes in, starts looking, and he seems way more concerned about the tooth grinding problem. I told them, I told the lady before, because I grind my teeth in my sleep bad because my teeth don't line up like the way teeth are supposed to. They just line up right mm. on top of one another, and it just sucks. And he's like, "Is your, do you wake up with awful, awful headaches often? I was like, no, no, should I? He's like, can you pop your jaw out of your socket? I'm like, I don't think so, and I couldn't. And he goes, okay, well, one sec. Oh, see right here. Yeah, with your beard, I couldn't tell as much. Can you grit down for me? And I bit down, and he goes, oh, yeah. And he, he used me like a fucking learning experience for the hygienist there, mm. where he was like, yeah, when you came to me and said, uh, that Taylor was having problems with grinding. You can absolutely tell right here. Taylor, bite down for us. And I bit down. He's like, <laughs> see this right here? That's his his masseter muscle is enormous. <laughs> and like he's like, these are some of the biggest masseter muscles I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, hooray. And he's like, not necessarily. <laughs> and he's, basically the masseter muscle is the muscle that closes and opens your jaw. Uh-huh. And if you have problem with the way your teeth line up basically you're forcing it to work out all the time every day because when you fall asleep your teeth aren't grinding aren't lining up correctly and so your tells your brain to be like hey separate those then they separate them and it's not right either so they go, close those up and they close and it's just it doesn't quite work and i'm grinding all the time and so i have you're doing one of those hand exercises in your mouth all night every night for your entire life i bet you you asked earlier what the bite strength of a man i'm just gonna go there it's what is my bite strength right? because yours could be true. It's like oh, alligator, crocodile, bull shark, Taylor. Either a man could face a tiger with no claws. It's whether Taylor could face off I against a tiger with no claws. Ah! <laughs> no, we're like, I think we're like uh, 200 PSI and a tiger is like 1,200. Well, we're, talking about we're talking about Taylor way. here. I bet Two, I've got so 230. <laughs> I, I have the same thing, by the way. Everything you were saying, I have the exact same thing. I grind my teeth at night, and in fact, I switch from the left side to the right side of my jaw constantly in terms of which one clenches, and I'll catch myself doing it throughout the day, and if I, if I think something is like, like really uh, cute or if I'm like really uh, aroused or if I'm like angry, they start flaring up on both sides, and I only know because people have pointed it out to me. Oh, that you're like grinding – when you're awake like yeah exactly like, yeah like i'll do it when i'm awake like i'll start clenching my jaw and this right here like if i bite down like my finger will pop out literally like half an inch just because yeah I, i'm always grinding it like it's and i feel the muscle on it when i flex it like clench it like i feel it and it's hard i was doing and, that the whole way home from the dentist where i was like no, I guess these are pretty fucking big, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got some, some nice chewing muscles here. You're no like, hey, guys, take note. Do, do what I'm doing. Do what I'm doing. I, I'm I want to see, 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 like. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, but you've got a fucking mask on. <laughs> I know. I, I was going to say, like, I, 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 I enjoy the beard because, like, you just don't see how much it's like. Nah, 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 nah. Here, I'm biting down. You could be missing your bottom jaw. You could be like that guy from Boardwalk Empire nobody know. There's just nothing under here. There's yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be a hole. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. I knew it was a bigger problem because the the doc the dentist seemed pretty set on like, this is not something that you ignore, and you just show up in ten years with thirty percent less teeth. Like you want to make sure that you get this taken care of while you can, and you so still have good you, teeth. Like I don't I don't have any like you know how he said this to me. He said you know how molars usually have little spikes on the top. Yeah. And I was like, yes, 
And he's like, you don't have any of those. <laughs> I was you've like, got ah. teeth like a, you've got like these big flat grinding teeth like a brachiosaurus. <laughs> like, they're just made for like like grinding seeds and. <laughs> so are you, you going to sleep borders. with an appliance? Like, what's the next step? That's what on I, this? I I asked him about it. I'm like, all right, can you give me a retainer or something so I can do that? And I've had a retainer before when I got my braces off, mm -hmm. and I would just wake up every single morning and it would be hidden in the covers somewhere because I don't know when I did it, but apparently I, I would always spit it out in the middle of the night and wake up without my retainer. And so hopefully that won't be a problem this time because it, are, I don't is, know, just it, the, are you getting one? I'm going to end up getting one unless there's like another solution where they fuck with like adding shit onto my teeth because I've ground mm -hmm. down like my incisors or my canines rather on my upper level have no spikes at all. They're actually so they dull. They just build that up it's spikes like that this. do fit. That's what I'm saying is they would build a spike onto mm. it and that would make the bite better. But like usually like this, like a V is your canine. Mine is so dull that it's like the bottom of an ice skate. It's like a upwards U where there's almost like two little points because so much of the middle is ground down. And mm. so I'm, I don't know. He, when he said, how old are you? And I'm like, Oh, I'll be 26 soon. He was like, Oh, well, I had another patient with a similar issue. He was 41, though. <laughs> and so you're really grinding ahead of your age. I was like, thank you. I tend to accept And I read on a 30-year-old level. That's what I thought was interesting is just, you know, another layer peeled back, the big masseter mm -hmm. muscles, making the head look bigger. All these pieces are falling into place. So I'm going to go get a bone scan. See if I have a Homer Simpson skull, mm. like the strong, extra strong thing. I wonder yeah, if anybody yeah, yeah. actually has that. Like I in, saw, like uh, a I saw a gift of two guys in some sort of headbutting contest last night. Yes, I, I saw that. I'm. I thought I saved those it. Those fools. Like, like that's your fucking brain carriage, bro. Don't basically bash that into they were having else's. a headbutt fight, and it was just what you'd expect. Two guys struggling with their weight. Um, look like maybe. No higher education, and uh, and and they and now it's off the table entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they just headbutt, and you could tell at first like they headbutt, and they headbutt a little harder, then a little harder, and then like one of the parties is losing enthusiasm for the headbutt contest, yeah. but there's still two or three more, and it was just like and then his blood, like like rams going at it, you know, ah, that's so dumb. It's like yeah. giving me a headache thinking about it. That's how <coughs> giraffes fight, apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, like, bash their heads mm -hmm. together. They use their necks as whips and, and smash heads. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's they got those horns up there, those little... Yep. Yeah, their yeah. head is like a morning star of sorts, yeah. just <laughs> whipping around. And yeah, those are stuff. actually... Those Those aren't technically horns. Horns are made of, like, something else, some material. But yeah. ultimately, it's some hard, uh, hard yeah, horns points are, on uh, their head. Yeah, the difference between horns <laughs> and antlers it serves is... serves the purpose. Uh, yeah, horns are skin. Horns are layers of skin that are uh, that are hardened and are growing together, and uh, and they'll bleed if you saw a horn off. Uh, and I think antlers Ooh. are uh, are like bone. Yeah, you might. Yeah, I think you're right because you can just saw right through an antler, and it's just an antler. Yeah, and I shot a deer's antler off one time. It's just, yeah. Yeah, if you show like that's that's like the saddest thing to realize when you see those poachers like clips because you you like have that misunderstanding the whole time like i used to hear like oh they're stealing ivory from and uh and rhino horns and i'm like yeah but like i'm sure they just take it off and then they send them back to grow a new horn and it happens <laughs> like a sheep and, then, like, and saw, his wool yeah exactly <laughs> and then i like saw a picture and it's like a dead 
two-ton rhino with just a bloody stump on its nose, and it's like, oh, goddamn, this thing died because they sawed this basically organ off of it. Like, yeah, so now, so now, like, because of genetic selection, well, because of human interference, the, the, the elephants are now being born with smaller and smaller tusks. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the that's the way to preserve your elephant population. Like genetically engineer them not to have what these fucking assholes want to take from them. Rather than like I keep seeing these like this group of like female badasses that are all tatted up with assault rifles in Africa, and I I, I want to learn more about this um, because it just doesn't seem like the sort of environment that they would flourish in. I can oh, see you know, Trump uh, children the cost cutting the tails off of elephants and fucking with them. Or have you not seen that? Seeing what? Trump's kids, yeah. Apparently, they they hunt exotic oh. animals, elephants. I don't and have big a problem with like stuff. Well, oh sport, yeah, well, yeah. They hunt. Like, you said they cut the tails off. They elephants did. And fuck with them. Well, well no, yeah, no, but you, that's a trophy. Well, like, you, like, you, I tell, they cut you do the tail that, off, you do that but, once but that you, they're trophy, dead, right? It's not you like don't, they like, don't cut go to a living elephant and cut its tail off. But like something that people don't know about these elephant hunters and these lion hunters and everything is a lot of the time they do that is because it's a an alpha male elephant that will not let any other of the uh, adolescent males near the female elephants and it basically just becomes detrimental and so they'll sell the ability to kill the old alpha male rhino or old alpha male uh, elephant. I don't know if they do for rhinos. I don't fucking know. But old alpha male elephant so that then you kill it. It costs a fuck ton of money. All that money goes back into the preserve. Conservation. And yeah. it helps with conservation. And in the end it helps with the environment there too because you're killing this alpha male old ass elephant who's like you're not fucking my daughters and wives when all that they well, really You know what need happened after Cecil? Fucking- that, that whole thing over Cecil the lion, right? You know what? It, that guy had paid like dentists had paid like a quarter million dollars to go over there and kill this fucking lion. And because of the outrage, this whole business of, like, hunting lions goes under. Well, what are they going to do with all of their lions now, now that they can't afford to keep them? They killed them all. They killed them all. That's what happened because of your outrage. Because everybody was like, oh, my God, one got shot. Now they're all dead. Yeah, it's just like they make it It's the exact same thing that happened with my buddy who's got, uh, the guy in Texas who's got the, uh, the big game ranch. He had this one breed of red deer that was rare. And all of a sudden they said, ah. You can no longer hunt that kind of red deer. You can't import them for the purposes of hunting. You can't keep them for the purposes of hunting. Say, oh, well, then we'll just slaughter the entire herd then because we're not going to keep them here for no reason. We're going to slaughter all of them that exist because we don't want them here because what if a hunter accidentally shot one? Then we're liable for that. And they're just taking all the resources from the other animals that are here to be shot. So they slaughtered all of them. And it wasn't just at his place. Like, all of them got slaughtered. It, It just... It's it's they do these the unintended things consequences. The unintended consequences are terrible. You've really got to take a step back from just about anything and everything and be like, well, why do they do that? Why? Let me let me hear the other side of why hunting is a good thing. And I don't fucking hunt, but it's clearly a a, a productive thing, especially with something like elephants or something in that scenario you're describing, or with these lions. When like, if there isn't someone there with a lot of money, then the lions all die. Like like uh, because the people yeah. are just their their territories diminishing and people are moving in because then you there's sure no incentive to keep those herds free alive and do lion shit there is no more free lion right shit, they've got this big preserves really hard there. because hmm. we've actually really ruined things for lions in a big way they were the you second like, most populous uh species of uh, mammals right before uh, um second to us, us they used to be yeah yeah after I feel us like i've it, read this yeah we yeah, yeah. we we've displaced it. we've displaced like lions so much that they're in areas with so little food like so little water 
they're so like like a, a lot of these animals like you know we think about extinct animals like yeah like oh they're extinct they're going extinct they're endangered um then you just don't even think about how difficult the lives of some animals are you know i was watching like the latest planet earth and watching like a pride of lions walk literally it looked like hundreds of miles to go from one attempt at eating a meal to another attempt at eating a meal and failing both of them and you're like damn the amount of calories needed to operate this cat this huge creature like the same size as me like i need like 2000 calories they're not they didn't get anything in like 2 days i saw you know that I mean? with a polar bear once it was sad and then the that polar is, bear it's always took sad. on he took on i don't know my walrus from my PR sea team. lions or yeah they do uh, but it, but in the end the polar bear took on something that it normally wouldn't have out of desperation it was a risky hunt and mm. uh <coughs> he managed to, to live but get hurt and died you know from like a just, walrus or something yeah i think there was, was a sea lion bigger a uh, walrus is bigger than a sea lion okay it was most likely a walrus then yeah with the tusks and um now the bloody polar bear is like, well, that didn't work, and he's the only food in town, and I'm feeling really fucked, and indeed he was. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost good knowing that they don't fully understand their fate and have self-awareness, because imagine the torture of being a hyper-intelligent bear who's <laughs> just out there, and you understand your mortality enough to be like, all right, if this walrus fight goes south, which it probably will, because it's much larger... I'm dead. And I'm already I will hungry. Yeah. I think a lot of animals do. I think a lot of animals have a sense of self. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I, I think that primates do. I think that certain marine mammals definitely do, like the orcas That's and true. stuff. There are some. And, uh, and maybe the dolphins. And, uh, and every time I read another article today about uh, orthropods, I guess, you know, like, like octopuses and cuttlefish and stuff, and, and their fantastic levels of intelligence, despite the fact that they're really short-lived. It's uh, it was fascinating to hear that this this guy telling the story about a fucking cuttlefish taking him by the hand and and guiding him to his like little sea home and showing him all. He's like it's literally guiding me along. It's holding my hand and, and you know showing all the puzzles and things that they can figure out whether it's unscrewing a jar to get a fish that's inside or blocking up the reservoir on their tank so that their tank will overfill so they can get out get into another tank and eat fish and then hop back in their tank. They'll shoot water out of their tank at the electrical outlets and short them out. Um, all kinds of ridiculous things that they do. And, 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 uh, yeah, oh, and they, I, they could recognize human beings who are dressed alike. So, like, we could all be wearing yellow uniforms, but he'll like me and he'll dislike you. He'll shoot water at, at, at you, but he'll, I'll, I'll be able to feed him. These are literal things that happen with these octopus and cuttlefish. I, like Taylor often says, and I'm not sure who's right, and obviously I've never been a bear, but um, they'd be like, hey, it's good to know that the bear has no intelligence or this or that. And I think, you know, I feel like my dog does and that I assign a bear a similar level of intelligence to what my dog might have. I guess it's not I, intelligence. I think the dog is more smarter than the bear. It's, it's more self-awareness. Like you can be smart mm -hmm. and still not understand your own existence, like that you are a finite being and aren't just a permanent set of consciousness limbs and shit moving around. Like I, I think that only a couple animals really get it and like kyle was saying i don't know about the orthropods or whatever but dolphins definitely do some whales are really smart chimps some well, other monkeys we know it's a little crows. monkeys we, we, to get dumber. crows are we, smart we we judge like intelligence in a really funny way though we like we grew up all of us here talking we grew up in a time when it was like can you read can you write no well then you're dumb but 
someone could be excellent at math and excellent at memorizing and just not be good at recognizing letters on a page. But our school systems have been built up with like, if you can't read, then you're going to suck from everything moving forward. Like nothing will be good. So someone who's not good at reading, recognizing things can be like really good at perspective, like an excellent painter. Maybe they can come up with, they're good at memorizing or they are good at like physical activity, come up with like, like you know. Like Floyd Mayweather. Planning, planning. You know, there could be like a, a, a million things that this person could be good at, but we judge intelligence by like reading, writing, let's say math. But there's other ways you could be smart. And, you know, even just being strategical, look at like you could be a, a, a quarterback, not know how to read, write, do math, but you're smart in some way. You're demonstrating yeah, intelligence test for that. If you could yeah. outsmart, if you could outsmart other people, then you do have some intelligence. And sometimes like we judge, you know, uh, a dog or a cat or whatever on, on intelligence is based similar to us. But it's the same thing. It's different types of intelligence. Like my dog knows that if he's cute, you know, maybe he doesn't even know he's being cute. He, so he, he gets a treat. But like a cat will know that if it acts cute, it can get a treat. And that's like a way smarter ability than the dog because you're anticipating the outcome yeah right but but like i heard that elephants remember remember specific humans as well and yeah, i always thought that very be... like, like you see you can see sadness they cry yeah. like, like when, really, when their baby dies and that's you know, like, really like... smart to me and apparently when elephants make their trek when they get to a location that an elephant has died before on the trek in previous years, even if it's years and years, the elephants stop and stay for a moment silent and then continue moving. And they do that at every spot that an elephant has died on their trail, like an elephant of their, you know, their, their yeah. little clan, which is also like a really crazy level of intelligence because it's like yeah. it's like compassion and, and emotion is a form of intelligence. And you know it means I mean? that they understand death. They understand death is kind of like it's it, you know, like that's what that well, is. Coco, the gorilla understood death. They 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 fuck. Remember that that whole yeah. thing we watched about her them explain to Coco that her kitten was dead, and she was like, "It's never coming back" or whatever, and just crying and crying like that's fucked. Yeah, it was so shitty that they told the gorilla that that its cat died. They totally could have replaced that kitten with a. They could have been like, "No, Coco. What happens is when a kitten grows up, it goes to a." To a, a a kitten play plant pen. You here's a new kitten. You'll raise this one up, and then it goes to the pay play they, pay pit. Yeah, play why the hell there, wouldn't they do that? They had that debate. That was a huge debate with Google like it. with scientists and whiteboards, and they were yeah. like, "Do we have more of a chance that she loses her mind if we try and replace it and not tell her, or if we tell her the truth about death? Which one is she gonna go ballistic on? Yeah. Like, which one is the safest way?" And I guess they just to both break bad news to a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I think they chose wrongly. They could have been like, Coco, your your kitten had to go away. It, it went to a better place because that's what happens to all kittens when they grow up. Here's your new kitten. When it grows when up, you get like uh, that's when you get like, I don't want this new kitten. When's the other one come back? Or yeah, maybe. Well, we know, just I... see how many kittens it tears in half before it finds <laughs> one it likes. Right? Like 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 kittens are not in short supply. 
<laughs> that's true. There's a lot of free ones. That's, by the way, that's a YouTube channel of the future. It's just an ape ripping kittens. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that YouTube, reminds me of 2025. Like Dude, YouTube like and the whole the advertiser way, yeah. friendly thing has been going bonkers. Have, have you been following that at all? Anybody? I have. You know what I say? I, I actually just sound <laughs> psycho with this stuff whenever it gets here. Because, like, I've always, I've, I'm like a huge subscriber to the fact that there's probably like some weird weird conspiracy shit going on with this stuff mm -hmm. but think about it think about it wall street journal is like a real and important news outlet agreed and all it took was a youtuber the biggest one fine but a youtuber to just like like clap back with two videos and completely make a mockery of 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 a, of a brand to all these new people growing up. So you could be the Wall Street Journal for 45 years or whatever and be excellent. But the truth is there's millions of people now and children growing up that know you as a joke. You got shat on by PewDiePie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that type of power, I've always said it, is when, when YouTube first started happening and like Epic Meal Time popped, it was seven years ago, five years ago, even four years ago. I used to be like, why are people just letting this happen? Like, why are people letting this just happen? Like, I found myself in positions sometimes in the past, you know, where I'm sure you guys have as well, where you're like, oh, man, like, I can, people will listen to me. People value. If I were to get behind a cause, a fraction of my audience would get behind it too, and a fraction of my audience is a couple million people. And so when you times that by so much, and you have, like, someone like PewDiePie who's like, beating down the wall street journal and he even so much as like flashing their sponsors on youtube like here are their sponsors and then uh you know you get on the same on the other side of the coin but same coin you have like casey neistat being bought by cnn for 25 million dollars on the front page of the hollywood reporter and you know he's looking like a badass there and these are two guys that have got to where they are by using nothing else other than really like a phone, you know what I mean? Like the internet, stuff that's available, anyone can become them. And in the term of, in, in, the, in the idea of, 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 of man and ability and power, like, like what PewDiePie can do, it's going to sound like a crazy thing, but what PewDiePie can do now and today with moving people is something that was literally considered godly, you know, uh, hundreds of years ago. If yeah. you can go and get a million people to do something for you, that's a godly thing to be able to do. It's pretty – it's on a level. You know, that's 500 – it's, it's so dangerous for these Instagram girls with a big ass to have three million fucking followers. It's dangerous, all right? We need to be more selective about who gets that much influence. <laughs> dangerous for that right. dick. Oh, no. <laughs> We are selective. You just like, don't like the selective the selection criteria. She's got well, I was gonna power. Say, <laughs> I was gonna say, but that's that's part of it. Cause like whether it was someone got got started because they were showing their booty on Instagram or they're screaming at video games online, the point is anyone could be in that place. And just like you're saying now, whether it's partially humorous or partially serious, it's true enough that I believe the conspiracy aspect is the powers that be powers that be truly believe that. And it's like, well, God damn it, we've made a system or we didn't make a system. A system was created where any random uh, 
Jew hater, I don't think PewDiePie actually hates Jews, uh, can go and amass an army of 50 million people and then he can go and look at a company that's been around for so long and tell them that they're a failed business and have all these people back him and he can sway and, you know, and like the internet can, can, can shift conversation so much and, you know, that terrible term that I don't like using but makes perfect sense, influencers can influence that ability? No has to be stopped who are the most powerful or the most influential influencers today i believe especially with younger people it goes to youtubers because you have influencers on instagram you have them on snapchat you have some on facebook even but everyone who becomes an influencer moves to youtube Reddit even moderators. Super go to youtube that's where it starts that's where one man can go and become an influence to many people without using anything more than like a $400 device. So the one thing separating like, like the media Illuminati, <laughs> the controllers of all communication in the world. You know, the Anderson Cooper worked for the you CIA. All their power is like a self-journalistic no background. What's that? Anderson Cooper worked for the CIA. He has no background in journalism. This, 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 this probably folds right into your little theory here. Well, I'm true? just saying, if you, you can control if you can't control who becomes a star anymore like you used to be able to do it, well, then you just get rid of the current star maker, which is YouTube. And Casey Neistat put out that video when he's like, who are we? These people are like, you know, they're the aristocrats on the top deck of the Titanic and we're the fucking iceberg. Like, that's true. That's de genuinely true. Random people like, like us right here, we can go and get on the microphone and we could be like, you know, this, that, this, that, this, that. Hundreds of thousands of people will listen to this. This is power, and that's a power that used to be controlled by corporations and sponsors. It used to be controlled by a company that would spend $2 billion. Now there's no control of it. Anyone with a cell phone can be that. So what's the best way to control it? Take the money out. I mean, if you think about what PewDiePie could possibly make in a year in the best case scenario, to the top advertising company, that's an accounting error. His... His amazing salary, if he gets paid that to play video games, that is an accounting error for a real corporation. Like, we're not big dogs. Even the biggest big dogs on YouTube are not big dogs. Like, $25 million doesn't mean much if a company is spending $2 billion on advertising in a year. So that being said, yeah. these companies, these corporations, these people that control it, or whoever it is, I'll just call them the man, I don't know what it is, they come in, use influence to pull money out of someone like YouTube, cut off the lifeline to all creators. Being a creator isn't going to be such a desirable job anymore if there's no money in it. But I, I really am for the idea that advertisers will go where the people are no matter what. And this is like a semi-bluff. This is whatever it is. Sure. Pull out advertiser money, you know, step away from YouTube all you want. This is where the kids are. This is where the people will be. This is where people will come back to. And if it's not YouTube, it's going to be another site. But no one gets to control media or communication anymore unless they control the entire Internet. So I'm just saying I think this is one move to kind of control influence and communication and media on the Internet. And it starts by taking the power away from the most powerful people that aren't under control. People like PewDiePie. Super interesting. But just as a background for huh. people who don't know it, uh, the story is this. This is the less conspiracy version of it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> the 
Every Sorry, time. I went I went deep on it before you even gave yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't really lay out what the I deal want is. more conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> so there were advertisers pulling ads from YouTube. Uh, about $750 million worth of ads they're pulling off of YouTube in total. Big advertisers that you've heard of, like Pepsi and Ford and more. And um, uh, basically, they're upset that they don't have more control over which videos they place their ads on. They don't want to be putting ads on like white supremacy videos because when I advertise on a white supremacy video, I'm somehow kind of pseudo endorsing it and then they don't like that. But YouTube doesn't have the tools to really like know the content of a video and match it up with the producer, right? I mean, they have tags and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought you were going somewhere else. <coughs> yeah, yeah. But it's very Absolutely. hard to... Um, uh, you know, the minute I upload a video, they don't have any kind of analysis on it. And well, it seems like the first answer is like the, the advertisers going directly to the YouTuber that they want. So like if I'm Ford Motor Company, like I get those guys doing Ford Motor Company related videos and go straight to them and just get, get them to play my ads, right? Well, I mean, I, I, there'd be very limited content. If you like want you could do an that. Yeah, if, they, if like they could work with a content creator directly, I guess. But when they've got like a billion dollar buy i exaggerated but work with me you know they're, they're placing 10 million dollars worth of ads they sp spread it out all over youtube and sometimes it lands on videos they don't like so they are asking youtube to make better tools so that they don't get on the wrong videos and uh, youtube has responded by almost instantly like demonetizing tons of videos and uh i don't know if they're exaggerating i know h3h3 and jenna marbles both said i think all their videos were demonetized but I think the reality is it was probably just a, like too many for their taste. And, um, and then there are some others, like there was a prankster who got all upset on Twitter over a camel toe video. And, uh, and you know, I, shit, I'm going to say his name. He should not be named. But I'm with Keemstar on this one that like, dude, if you make a camel toe video and it gets demonetized, fucking expect that yeah yeah when you we know? pepper sprayed jeremy i was like well, i guess we just don't get paid this time you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like i've had videos demonetized and i thought that they were really off target like the microwave videos come to mind you know yeah you're violating yeah, guidelines and this and that and then i've had other videos where i think the um the guy had a daily vlog and i mentioned the orlando shooting and that got demonetized and it was like well that's what you get you know, like it, people don't want their ads on hot topics and this was the Orlando shooting. So suck it up. It's annoying, though, because people like they want their ads on hot topics guaranteed because that's where they're going to get the most eyes. It just seems like they don't want their video on hot top or their ad rather on hot topics that are made by just regular content creators. They're fine having the ads on those shooting catchy titles if it's CNN's YouTube channel, if it's MSNBC, if it's Fox, if it's one of the players in channel. this realm. Yeah, if it's one of those, they're fine. But oh no, no, we don't want, you know, Joe Steven Stevenson the blogger doing this. You know, that's great. Like, it it does seem like a way that they're bat underhandedly trying to seize power from these individual creators and make it so that they're pushing it more into the hands of traditional media creators. Hmm. Because if some independent liberal or conservative guy has an opinion on the terrorist attack in, you know, Brussels or whatever the fuck it is, they like it, it doesn't make any sense for Clorox to go, oh, I'm not putting my ad there. I will put it on this one with a talking head, though, where they talk about the same stuff and show the same footage. Like, that's what I don't like about it. I follow. Kyle, were you trying to say something? Yeah. I was going to tell everybody a little bit 
about texture. 2016 was one for the books. Uh, 2016 was one for the books. The Cubs finally won the World Series. We said goodbye to far too many celebrities. And the election? Game changer. 2017 is a whole new world, and it's easy to stay informed using the Texture app with access to all the top magazines right on your tablet or phone. The Texture app has gone beyond delivering just the magazine itself. They've made it easy to find and enjoy the articles that you want to read with daily recommendations, exclusive interactive features, videos, and more. Texture makes magazines easy, and there are so many great ones out there like Rolling Stone, Forbes, and Time. Texture is uh, searchable. You can mark what you like, check out back issues, view bonus video content, and they even curate uh, articles and magazines just for you or whoever you're giving Texture to this year. Texture is normally $9.99 a month, and you get over 200 magazines. But if you sign up right now at texture.com slash PKA, you get a 14-day free trial. Why on earth would you subscribe to just a couple of magazines when you could have all of the best ones on your smartphone or tablet all of the time for way less? Plus, Texture was selected by one of, uh, as one of Apple's top 2016 iPad apps. So start your free trial today and download the Texture app. Right now, Texture is offering our listeners a 14-day free trial Whenever you go to texture.com slash PKA, that's 14 days to try Texture for free. When you go to texture.com slash PKA, texture.com slash PKA. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they do a neat thing over there. Oh, by the way, I fact-checked the Anderson Cooper thing because I thought it was really interesting and uh, mostly true. So he worked as an intern at the CIA when he was still in school for two years, mm-hmm. uh, and then that was it. Like He didn't work there. He never got... I don't know if interns get paid or not, but he never like pursued a career with the CIA. It wasn't like he was a real spook or anything. From what I understand, I wonder who you have to know. <laughs> hang on. But from what I understand, that's a similar um, little credential thing that doesn't look like much that you see on a lot of guys who end up working for the CIA in secret. It's like, oh I yeah, yeah, Dave. He interned for the CIA back in yeah, the 70s. Yeah, that means and he's he still, still in the CIA. The, yeah, I it keep could. hearing them say. What they say repeatedly whenever this comes up is once in the CIA, always in the CIA. They're like, my, 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 my friend's brother's dad, 65 years old. He's, he's been out of the CIA for like over a decade, but he still gets a phone call every now and mm-hmm. then. And he still like voices some opinion on this or that. And, and there's all, and, you know, there's stuff go, that happens. So, and um, then so the, I, oh, the thing about no journalistic background, I thought that was interesting too. And, uh, and that turns out to be mostly right. Like his, his major <coughs> wasn't journalism or anything. But he was in show business literally since he was a baby. Like he was on yeah, air as a baby. Like, I, when his he was, mother. Yeah. Every, anybody he was can on the be Tonight a, Show at three years old. Taylor. What's his mother's I, I don't think you should. I don't think you should need the journalistic experience to be a journalist. Because like a journal, we, we can all be journalists. Not experience, like, but education. All he the, has no education. In the no, matter. even He's that. It, even that, I don't think it <sighs> fucking matters a lot of the time because – like when you're learning in journey in journalism school, like someone who goes to a J school, write in the comments how I'm totally wrong. But like journalism is just something we do, you know, like we're being kind of journalists when we're talking about shit and giving our opinion about no it. Like, like, no, no, no. I, I, but what I'm saying is that I don't like the idea of journalism being for the journalists, because then you're taking any kind of commentary on current events and saying, well, if it's not filtered through fucking Bill O'Reilly or Anderson Cooper or You're Rachel Maddow, then it's not. But that's the problem is that they're all like, no, no, it's the same thing as like Stephen Colbert and Jon Stewart. So many of these people are totally fine yeah. being biased motherfuckers. And then when they get called on stuff, it's, oh, I'm a commentator. I'm not actually a, I'm a comedian. The, fact that, I, the oh. fact that I was misleading everyone with wrong information was just a bit. It was a bit like, or this is just an opinion program. Like, it's just, 
it's a little bit dangerous to be like, well, these are journalists. They do the journalizing. They tell us right. what's happening. Like, no, I like don't to get put medical opinions from doctors, uh, legal opinions from lawyers. And it would be nice if I got my news from a journalist, like a Walter Cronkite type professional who was up there who I knew couldn't if, be bought if you're, if you're, or, or, or intimidated. Is, Kyle, you're right, but you're in the minority because I think nowadays the left likes to get their news from comedians. The right gets to likes to get their news from like uh, opinion guys who look like journalists, but they're not, you know, like they, the Sean Hannity sits at a desk that looks like an anchor would be sitting at, but he doesn't pretend to be a journalist. He's an opinion guy, right? He does and, pretend to be a journalist. He and Rachel Maddow and all those opinion people, they sit behind their desk and they got their fucking hair up and they're sitting there like they're reading facts to you. And it's a lot of it's just conjecture. And so I don't like the idea, like Kyle's saying, of, have you been we watching Rachel Maddow much? Contact. Not, I've, I've like been watching YouTube, more of her YouTube stuff. Clips. Yeah, on YouTube, not, but like, they're like 18 minutes long or something. I've been really like. watching the show. And, uh, uh, I haven't watched a lot of so. Okay. She has this formula where she like she Builds. lays out all this backstory and builds something for like 20 minutes. And then like the, the, the conclusion seems inescapable. Now, personally, I try to take MSNBC, Huffington Post, Fox News, and the blaze CNN. or whatever with a grain of salt CNN, especially lately. I used to argue that CNN wasn't biased and then biased as fuck. I feel like especially lately when Trump started battling CNN, CNN started becoming, you know, a warring faction of Trump and, and now they're, that's just who they are, right? They're anti-Trump. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. Watching her build her story, it's really powerful and she's exploding in popularity I don't know that it's really honest because it's always like, you know, some obscure CIA agent that you've never heard before who met with this guy in like unspecified a stand. And you're like, OK, take that little nugget, pick, you know, put that away. And, and then before long, all these puzzle pieces are put together and it's like, well, shit, like you're making a lot of sense. I haven't fact checked any of this. Like I don't have the background to dispute a single thing you said, because mm -hmm. it's all obscure little pieces. And they all do like the bamboozling thing <coughs> where they'll be like, well, why do you think that this, that healthcare should be X, Y, Z? Well, first of all, it's undeniable that crime is up in Seattle. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, taxes have been raised in Delaware to the point people are furious at the government. I was speaking to someone over and it's like, they say a bunch of things that may be true, but have nothing to do with the point at hand and then try and get the other person to either take the bait on one of the points they laid so that they don't have to talk about the actual thing. It's just annoying to Kelly watch because it's like it's, it's like a bunch of people talking to each other, acting like everybody watching is a complete retard, where it's like, do you think we don't notice what you're doing, Rachel Maddow, Kellyanne Conway, all of you, like, you, you sneaky fucks? Like, <laughs> you don't think we, you don't, you think that we thought, wow, they, she answered that question. Like, wow, this is a big tax relief, Rachel Maddow. You fooled us all. <laughs> like, you've come out with the golden goose of news stories. Like, Yeah, Rachel like, Maddow doesn't do that. She does other stuff, but she doesn't... I, I've never seen her have anyone non-friendly on her show, right? Her show is an echo chamber. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, some of these other guys will at least, like... Like, Bill O'Reilly, for example, will love just going head-to-head -head with someone who disagrees with him. But uh, He does seem to enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he has a... It's not always substance either, but he has a style that is super hard to beat. You know, and, very and impressive. It, he looms over them. Yeah, he, he looms over them. He'll cut He's them off if guy. he needs to. He's a big like guy. He's got a booming voice. And even stuff like, you know, okay, Harley, here's the last word. Go. And it's like, if you don't have a prepared speech, you look like an idiot. 
you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And most people. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. And most people aren't ready. And neither does your party. And let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people aren't ready. Well, nowadays maybe they are, but like some people weren't ready for it. They look like fools and they would lose. Oh. And if you want to watch good debates online with the news shit, just look up Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. Ben oh, Shapiro sure. debates. He. Like he's very good. Ted Cruz it, is good too. It's fun to watch debates. Where Ted Cruz is if they like whether or not you hate the guy or not, he's the best debater in our government. A he's master incredible. debater. He's a master debater. But <laughs> Ben Shapiro's <laughs> clips. He's a master debater. <laughs> I, I love watching him just embarrass people. Where he's like four legitimate points ahead, and they're like, "But you know, you don't just want to pay more taxes and help people." Or something, and then he's like, "Well, actually, like shit, like I, oh, he, he's the best. I love that guy. He's crazy. I, uh, I he's, actually, I, I can't say I. I can't say I agree with like uh, a lot of the things that he says. Mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro here. I've I've gone in some crazy Ben Shapiro rabbit holes before. Yeah, um, and I, I definitely disagree with him on a whole bunch of things. But he's yeah. the only person that has ever said certain things on certain topics where I've been like, whoa." When you put it like that, like, I still disagree because, like, and I, I get to a place where, like, I'll be in my head. I'll be like, I disagree because in my heart, what you're saying feels wrong. <laughs> but you're the first person that has ever put it into words that it's registering my brain. And he is really good at speaking. And that's a guy that, like, pulls facts out like crazy. Like, I'm always, like, I'll, like, watch, like, one of his things, or I'll watch, like, his, like, I'll listen to on on the background, like, his little, like, podcast thing there. Yeah. And I'll just, like, hear something, and I'll, like, go and look at it. I'll be like, I got to look that up. Is that for real? Um, just, no, he's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a trip. He's a trip and a half. You mentioned he really pulling facts out. Really good at tying it back to the Holocaust, whatever he's talking Dude, about. A guy who pulls <laughs> facts out, like, crazy, and he's just fully disappeared is Milo. And we had Milo Yiannopoulos on the show, so we, I don't know. Oh, did you, which episode was it? I you wouldn't remember? know the number, but you could search PK. It was a while Milo. back. I was so impressed. I was testing. I'd be so impressed if you knew <laughs> the numbers. Yeah, I should have I don't know up. what episode 226. Right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what episode this is. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's on my screen. It is 328. Um, but yeah, so Milo got in all that trouble because he kind of said that he had these relationships when like, he was... Is it, he almost came off pro pedo, but from the child's perspective, and like he, you know, he yeah, was kind of rationalized trying to rationalize, trying to rationalize uh, some experience he had gay sex when he was a little kid, and um, uh, everyone in the you know in the media power sort of shot fire at him in the same two three days, and I, and then he just disappeared. Like, oh, is he, he being blackballed? Yeah, he, he had a statement. He fought back for a little bit. Simon and, Simon and Schuster said they were going to publish his book, and then uh, but, he's, he's kind of laying low right now. I haven't heard. I, I think he found him. a new. Wait, publisher. what happened? What did he do? Okay, he so here's the deal. Do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'd love to tell this. Um, uh, he, you know, he was recounting some experiences from his childhood, from when he had an older man uh, who was a priest, and uh, and he was like 13 or 14 or something like that, and he was basically describing pedophilia that had happened to him, and sort of a a way that was like, hey, I, I wasn't a victim. I that guy taught me to give great head, you know. Is and, and that's a common thing that you see in the gay community. You see an older man and a boy. And later he he tried to be like pull that back a bit and be like, boy is just what we call you know a sexual partner who's younger than you. You could be a twenty two year old boy, but he said boy and we were talking more. about thirteen. 
Like you left out the 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 gay the gangbang, right? Like he said, his first experience was a gangbang with a bunch of uh, older black guys, and then like you said, he had the priest, but that was a uh, he did it many times, and he said, you know, father whatever taught him to give head, and um, you know he just and he said that he was the sexual predator in that relationship, that he was the one like seducing these older men, and uh, yeah, he just and and then then like Kyle said, he said that. Um, like not just he said it was common in the gay community, but he explained that oftentimes young gay people don't have like a father in their life, so there'll be like an older gay man who does accept him for who he is and who does you know like is kind of willing to help him go through this like sexual maturation when their family's not there for them and uh you know when you lay all that out, it really turns into you can paint it as a pro pedo stance, and that's what happened to him and um yeah. When was that? Call it three months ago. Does that sound right? Well, the controversy happened like three months ago or so, but he had made those statements uh, it was several times and, and, and varied amounts. I mean, he talked about the some of that stuff on our show, you mm-hmm. know, like like he came on here and talked about the gangbang and uh, and I think maybe the pre- sex with the priest and stuff like that. He talked about that, but the, the instance in which he described it in a light that really got him into trouble happened on a different podcast that he was doing. I don't know if it was his show or... The Drunken Peasants knows, podcast. It was the Amazing but, Atheist podcast. But it was a late was night like a year thinking ago. sort of uh, situation and, and, uh, and got him in a lot of hot water, cost him millions of dollars probably and a lot of fame and influence and and you know it's, it's hard to eva- equip uh it's hard to figure out how much money he's lost from all of this it's a real shame that he his said his book that is going to sell a fuck ton on amazon what's he'll make called? a lot of money with that you know i have no idea it's I, called, I, I won't it's called end dangerous up. faggot yeah i think so oh i thought that yeah. was the name of his tour I, I think the book was too and they I were actually, filming a documentary actually, for the tour hmm. i think that should uh i mean i've gone down a, i've only gone down a ben shapiro hole because I went down a Milo hole. And the Milo hole led to a Ben Shapiro hole. So my Ben Shapiro hole was an extension of my Milo hole. Mm-hmm. And um, the only thing that I'm really certain of with that guy is that uh, I think that's excellent branding for his tour. And I think it was a, it's a great name for his book, if that should be his name. Because it made me look at it. And I saw a picture of something and I stopped. I was like, oh, wait a second, who's this guy? And that was before all the crazy hype and ever, all these videos on Facebook. Now I go on Facebook, I'll see like 15 things, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, this was like 11 months ago. He wasn't really doing the rounds a lot. He, um, he's got an interesting career. He made his bones as a provocateur, right? Like, and it's interesting. He just takes whatever side will get people angry on the arguments, which makes me wonder, where's the truth? Like, you know, he was definitely for... Um, like I think he was for internet censorship or something when it was about Gamergate, and then he was against it when he became a Republican or vice versa. Like there's definitely some positions that shifted, uh, whichever one was more favorable to him, just like poking at people. Um, and then uh, you know he made well, his- you've got the the innate hypocrisy that he's a practicing Catholic. You know, yeah, with all of the other stuff, gay and and uh, not just gay, but like I'm trying to remember what else. Like, like he he's not gay in sort of a Catholic friendly kind of way. Like there, I I know right. that there there you know there, there's yeah. a there there's a he's not like the Pope. 
yeah, he he he's not like a the kind of gay that the the, the Catholics would want in their church, and, and there are gays that they would want in their church. He's like crazy, like yeah, I like to have gang bangs with lots of guys, just come everywhere, yeah. Not lots just of guys, he, sex. Yeah, he's particularly fond of big black men. That's his thing. Dark, guys dark he, oh, I do. Dark is a night. <laughs> and and you know it, it. So I don't know what his real life is like, Twice but is the no. way he describes it is. You know, slutting up new black bulls every night or something. You know, like that. He that. he frames his whole life in a way that it seems like every one of his things that he likes is almost a get out of jail free card for a different scenario. Where it would be like, you know, he talks about how much he only he he likes black guys. You know, and so he has a built-in just card right there. So when someone's like, "You're racist," he's like, "Oh no." You've never actually seen me dating a black guy, but I, I take my word for it. I fucking I only go with hmm. black guys, you know. Or it's like, hey, you're a homophobe. Ha! No, I love dick. I'm gay. There you go. Ah, I got that card. You hate mm. women. I couldn't possibly. I don't think about them less. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. You're anti-Semitic. You're anti-Semitic. You I'm Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm Jewish. that's one. Uh -huh. he, that's what it is. It seems like everything he says, it's so that he can be ostentatious on some topic and be all uh, flamboyant. And then backpedal a bit if it gets a little too real, and you know what he's going to be next for. Well, I have all of these. Oh, that if he transition transitions to a woman, we'll know for sure that he's just fucking with us. That this he's just that we'll know then because because that's got to be what's coming next. Because if he does that, nothing will touch touch him. I mean, I mean, fucking the the Kardashians mother now like killed that person killed that person in traffic and then transitioned and we were like oh that's cool uh, a little yeah, negligent yeah, homicide who Jenner. cares yeah, yeah Bruce Jenner Caitlyn Jenner no Bruce Jenner killed someone yeah Bruce Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner did kill someone I, I no, was right yeah. was it no no it was Caitlyn Jenner who killed someone I, I think Bruce, think Bruce did, did it I'm not sure yeah. Oh. yeah legally speaking Bruce did it because the name hadn't been changed or any of that stuff Bruce Jenner killed that person and then Caitlyn Jenner had to answer for I it. I totally like the idea that like Caitlyn the Kardashians were kind of like falling off the map a little bit. Her and then Bruce is me. like, all right, I'll take one for the team. Yeah. And and switched over and became a girl. I you just like, know he was on that PR call. Like, you want me to do what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so did you watch the Chappelle show, uh, the Chappelle specials or either I haven't of them? watched no, them No, not yet. No, I didn't he's see got it. a great fucking Bruce Jenner joke. You know, he's, he's talking oh. about, I'm not going to spoil it. Don't he's spoil got it. A, don't spoil it. I did not. I stopped. Well, they're excellent. So, so anybody out there who's listening, if you, if you like Dave Chappelle, or maybe you're it's just good. too young to appreciate it. I'm going to watch one right after this. Dave Chappelle, they're fucking great. I, I couldn't help but n I could not not watch them back to back because huh. one of them finished and I was like, oh, oh shit, that's the last joke. Oh man, that's the last. Nope. <laughs> Episode two. That's, and that's cool. exactly like a good how it's formatted. Yeah, it's, it's it's formatted in episodes, and but they're completely separate uh, specials, across the country from one another. And the one where he's smoking weed is in Austin. He's in Austin, and he's like, "Hey, anybody got a smoke?" And they throw up cigs, and then he like palms the cig, and and out comes a joint, and he lights it up like it like he's not. It's a uh, it's hilarious. I am. Um, I find <laughs> my favorite comedians are usually the ones that disappoint me the most. Like like Bill Burr and Louis C.K. to me are top of the heap, right? But when they come out with their next special, it's not going to live up to the ones that put them there. You know, for me. Yeah. Well, don't you find Louis C.K. has been delivering quality consistently, and like Bill Burr is like, I've always, it's like every joke for him like is like this with me. Hmm. Um. But he, if you're into it, if you really like him, what he does on his Facebook, 
is during lots of sporting events, like basketball games and stuff, he streams live. Hmm. So just put it up next to you while you watch basketball, and he'll do like the sports casting. And uh, he's pretty good at it. It's pretty funny, yeah. and it's really interesting. It just <laughs> mute Joe your TV. Rogan does that. It's excellent. What's that? Joe Rogan does that for the yeah. UFC. You know, he's a yeah. color so, guy yeah, for like, a lot with... of the events, but he does like a companion sort of yeah, live podcast. podcast thing. But like People to the comedy point, I don't like it. Bill Burr, like his, his like Louis C.K. His most recent two specials, I think I didn't like as much. But it's only because I liked his earlier ones so much that I held that standard of like, oh, this isn't just going to be funny. This is going to be a hoot. This is going to be yeah, the best right? fucking thing all I'm year. I'm in the minority. Get the depends out. I'm going to pee myself for this one. Yeah, and I, then it can't. It was two or three I, I think ago. Joe Coy is a better comedian, like like by a factor of ten than than, than Louis C.K. Like I watched his new special, that Joe Coy guy. He's uh, half Filipino. He's hmm. the one that like often mocks his Filipino mother and her English and like her cursing and stuff like that. He's Special's really fucking funny. I just Louis C.K. doesn't make me laugh. He's just a miserable like like maybe I, he's just he's just old and fat and ugly and pathetic, and he has one thing that he's good at, and that's being miserable and witty, and and that's his whole thing. It seems to me it's like ah oh, life's awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's not truly like he's not actually like a depressed comic. It's like he has a weird kind of arrogance in his depression where it's like, I have all the success and I'm still so upset all the time. It's because yeah. I'm deep and I got shit on my mind. Like he, he's, opposite of that. he was so much funnier on ONA like eight years ago or whatever it was than he is now in my opinion. Well, I don't know. I, I think I would I would I would say that I believe Louis C.K. is the funniest comedian alive right now. I would give him that title. I uh, hmm. I think he I think he's hilarious. I do agree. It's like, oh, like uh, like a, a tired ass comedian, like you know, depressed or whatever. Like I get that angle and how it's always been, but his is like it's different. It's not. It's more like just like real, like raw. Like I love that whole bit he has about his kids and how he's not saving them any money, hmm. like and he's not keeping any behind for them. Like that's that's genius. That was good. I I actually saw him. Um, at the airport in LA when I was coming back to Canada and uh, he was there with his hat. He just had like a hat on and I looked at him and I turned and I saw him and I was like, Oh shit. And he was like, he said the same to you. You know, he just He's doesn't big meal time guy. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like uh, big fan. He's like, thank you. And then he got <laughs> on the plane and he was actually sitting on the plane next to that guy, Sheldon from big bang theory. Hmm. But just to compare, I also ran across Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle was in Santa Monica about three years ago, so he was still off the radar. Like, yeah. he hadn't returned yet. And I didn't see him. I didn't know he got jacked. So I'm looking at him. He's walking, and it's Dave Chappelle, but he's jacked, and he has headphones on. But he's staring, and I know it's him. I'm looking at him. I'm like, and he's getting closer. I'm like, <laughs> I get, like, he's just close, and I'm like, and he goes like this. He goes, I'm like, okay. There was tons of people who were filming and stuff, tons of people around. He literally shushed me before I said anything, and I was like, I got you. That's got nice. You. Oh, good for you. Uh, I wouldn't uh, have pulled it. No way. I'd be like, Dave Chappelle! Well, Dave like, Chappelle! Eric James, bitch! I'm going to ruin this fucking day. Like every like, every single thing he hates. I literally thought, the thought that crossed my mind like really quick was I was like, I could make him 
remember me forever, but he will also hate me forever. Yeah, he's going to put I'm me like, in a bit. It's Dave Chappelle! Mm. I'm going to ruin your day, motherfucker! Mm. Oh, come here! Let me tell you about high school when we, let, when we watched your DVDs over and over. You'll love it! Like That, like, just little uh, shushing motion has got to be, like, the best thing to do to someone who recognizes him because it's oh, not like a sure. hey settle down it's a thing where it's like hey you know me and you are in on it but for the rest of them and so then in your yeah, head you're yeah. like yeah just me and my buddy dave you know <laughs> it's like just keeping a secret form see you later it. dave walks away and you're like that was fucking dave Chappelle, man can you believe i me? tripped out i was like yo you're he's back like, now bullshit. fucking I, bullshit dave i was like hitting people i'm like look Look, that's Dave Chappelle. They're like, that guy? I'm like, yep. he's Jack now. He said shh to me, I swear. <laughs> They're all like, they see some big dude walking away with be- with, with beats by a drain. They're like, dude, the- are you fucking, that's not Dave Chappelle. You're gonna- and they all they laugh. Think yeah, they, they, gonna- well, you think they look the same? I met two celebrities and I fucked up both of them. One was a WWE wrestler and he was gigantic, enormous. He had long hair and I don't know my wrestlers enough to know who it was, oh, it was but I, I recognized his name, uh, Brown. It was long, and I think he was like bigger than other wrestlers because he was just the so big, big show. No, nah, that's not long hair. Dan, uh, the big show weighs five hundred pounds, and uh, not- I'm not sure. He was gigantic. No, and that guy's bald too. Kate. Was it? Kate? It doesn't Kate. matter. Anyway, so I didn't actually talk to him because I didn't want to be like, "Oh yeah, I love your stuff." What's your name? And uh, the other guy <laughs> I'd like met. I was at the same baggage claim. He played Jesse in Breaking Bad. What's yeah, his yeah. name? Aaron uh, Paul. Uh, something. Aaron Everyone, Paul. Yeah, yeah, oh, Aaron no, Paul. Like, Everyone was making a big deal of like you know they they weren't bothering him. They were just like that's Aaron. like everyone was whispering amongst each other, pointing to him, and uh, and I just sort of like noticed him and then didn't bother him. It was so cool meeting Farva from fucking uh, <coughs> uh, Troopers. Like I, I was I was like I'm gonna bother this guy. Like mm. like he's not like 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 when we saw Steven Seagal that time. It, it was like. I'm a little afraid to even. Excuse me, Mr. Seagal. Sensei Seagal. Like, like I'm not just, not gonna do that. But I was like, I, I gotta talk to Farva. Uh, I was like, oh. I told her. I was like, oh, we watched your fucking movies over and over. I love that shit. When's the next one coming? And we talked about when the next one was coming and everything. It, was, it looks just like he does in the movie. It was really cool. I, I was at like the peak of my YouTube popularity when I met Shaq, and uh, he was in an MLG event, and they were like keeping me away. And I, I guess I was so arrogant, but in my head, I'm like, you're treating me like everyone else. Because at an MLG event in like 2012, I am a pretty big deal too, right? Not everywhere, but at an MLG event in 2012, I am Woody's gamer tag. And, uh, and the fact that like I, that didn't let me like get in close to Shaq. I didn't like throw a tantrum or anything, uh, like Optic Hex did. I would um, Oh yeah, he did. That's funny. He, he did. No, tantrum is totally overstating it. But he uh, he really felt entitled to to like go see up Shaq up close and be cool with it and stuff. But um, definitely not a tantrum. It was just like I guess like he was saying the things I was thinking. Like you know, hey bro, like like you know. This is an MLG event. I'm a big deal here. Shaq you know? doesn't want to meet me. Well, yeah, that's, right. That's why. That's why. What you got to do is, you you should have rolled up to that place with your own security, so you get closer to Shaq, and your security's like, excuse me, please, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a path here. Make a path yeah. for Mr. Gamer Tag. He's a wide bird. Dude, I was so <laughs> I had Neil, a. Could you? 
There was a Halo player named Pistola. And um, of all the Halo players, he was the one that I liked the most. I don't know. Just as he's really good at the game. And he had this like young kind of nice vibe about him. And so young, almost like you know, he's on a ride of his life. And I just really liked him. And uh, uh, Hex, when he introduced me to Pistola, he did it like a secret handshake with him. He was like, oh, Pistola. And uh, there were no sound effects. Those are just fine. And, uh, I like and then, those better with those sound effects. <laughs> yes. And then I met him and we just did a regular handshake. And it really, I felt it put in my place. But I did meet him. So that was cool. Anyway, these are probably not great stories, but they were a big deal to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I met Pistola. You guys want to call it a show? Yeah. Um, um, hey, you know what's special? Tell us. It's my first time staying until the end. Oh. Tell us where we find you. Pimp, um, pimp something. YouTube.com slash Harley Moore. I try and put up videos daily. YouTube.com slash Epic Mealtime. Lots of food. And Harley Plays on Instagram, Snapchat. Epic nice. Mealtime on Facebook, all that, you know. You'll, all the stuff. Go check out the Harley ecosystem. Links in the description. And check out Smart Mouth, Squarespace, Blue Apron, and Lyft, as well as Texture. Links for all of them down in the description as well. PKA. Um, services. I'm sorry, say it again. Find products and or services. <laughs> okay. <laughs> PKA episode 328.